Good morning, everyone. Welcome to East Patchogue, Hayerman Fire District. We are here for the Suffolk County Labor Day drill. I'm Marty Suskin. Also with Robert Noonan, West Sable, Paul Good. Suskin, Bayshore. Good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Just uh, still waiting a little bit here. I think we, they just finished doing a little water test. A little bit behind did the clock test. Now the officials are just meeting under the arch, getting their assignments, I guess, and figuring everything out. Beautiful day for racing, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, we have, what, low humidity, crystal blue skies, right? Yeah. I mean, if you could order up a day for drill team racing, this would be the one you'd order. Got the only thing that could make things a little interesting. We got a, a pretty decent little wind down on too, the street. Right? Uh, might make Edwin. it a little interesting on a few of the target hits here later on. One thing I don't see yet is a full moon. <laughs> we're on the lookout. Maybe, well, we're maybe by the time Mr. Lenny Gomber gets over here. Maybe when we go to Ridge tonight. We'll spot one. We'll find one in Ridge. We'll spot one. So uh, what are we looking forward here to today, fellas? Well, I think uh, uh, you say we're going to bring it up in a couple minutes, but we'll find out what the county point races are. I think there's definitely a couple up for grabs. I think there's a lot, like a lot more than usual. So uh, we'll, we'll go through that as the day goes. Have some Nassau participants here. Looks like Port Washington has been making the annual trip now a couple of years. Baldwin as well. And uh, Westbury Turtles. Have made their way out. <laughs> Westbury's yep. like running the East Farmerdale schedule, right? They yeah, run. yeah. They go Who knows where they're going to show up, go right? To, go to half the drills in their own area and then go to the ones out of the area. A little random, but uh, it's good to see them out. Go go to Point Pleasant. Go to uh, go to Suffolk County. And no East Islip on your scorecard today. They're not running? There's a, they are a scratch. They're a late scratch as of really? yesterday. Yeah. Little uh, little Bang, injury. Banged up? Yeah, I don't want to say that. I don't All know right. if I'll if I get a text, get then the we'll go get over the okay. it. But the, yeah, nothing, nothing, uh, no accidents at practice, nothing like that. Somebody's under the weather. Introduce to you the second assistant chief of the Hagerman Department, Kenny D. Good morning, everybody. What temperature is it? Nice, about 80 degrees. Couldn't ask for a better day. Appreciate everybody coming out, all the teams you've been practicing all summer. Remember, best time wins. South Country, thank you for showing up with your ambulance. If you get hurt, you're going to be under excellent care. Just so everybody knows, we have a fruit concession out today. We start out with something new. We have a special other day. It's going to be Meeple Farm Hero. And we're also serving uh, beverages for the adults. If you look like you're almost 21, we will ask you for ID. As with every year, sometimes we run into a little pool pond. Today, we don't have the star spangled down, but we will be doing the Pledge of Allegiance. We would all rise at this time. If you're covered, please uncover. Okay, the flag's over here. Bill's not going to be happy uh, about that. Stealing the thunder. Fred, oh, I'm back in. Thanks. There we go. So, 
Assistant Chief of Hagerman Fire Department, giving the welcome. Meatball Parm Heroes today, guys. They go get any up here? Uh, I hope so. I would think that they probably make a good meatball parm out this way. <laughs> yeah, I bet you're right. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of Italian boys in the uh, Hagerman Fire Department, so I'm going to go on a good meatball parm there. <laughs> they want if they're listening out there, send some up to the radio crew when they're ready. So Paul's just going through. Paul's just going through the end of the year point totals. All right, so we're going to start out this day with a, with a little uh, competition here for the three-man ladder title in Suffolk County. Currently, CI is on top with 19 county points. West Sable's in second. They are the only team that can catch them, and they have 17 on the year. We'll go through each contest as we get there. But overall, out of the eight contests, six are still in contest uh, contention. So that's more than usual, I would say. Yeah, by now you usually have a few more that are locked up. Uh, but uh, stay out of my way. <laughs> Anthony, if you want to trade, we'll trade. I'll do buttons. You can do this. Uh, we were talking about this before, but we think the radio crew should get to get to be on the buttons one day while we're doing the radio. Yeah, I think that would. Uh, I think it worked well. Got a little wire issue here. Hold on one sec, guys. Back to you. All right. So a few minutes late, but we're just about ready to get started here. 10-10 in Hagerman. As the... Out again. Oh, oh, back. So we got... Uh, the Sable, Hagerman, Holbrook, Blue Jays come to the line. Oh, we're losing, uh, losing the blue one, Fred. Hold on, there I am. There you All right. I'm back. Looks like we're ready to go here. Sable has the course. Good start. Let's see what you got there. Right? First man on, second man. Oh, second man, little stumble. Third man, right next to him. They they kept it going the whole time. They Little stumbled, hurt the third man getting in a little bit. Kind of where they've been hovering all year. That I think they were actually down and lower in the sixes there, yeah. and they switched up that third man. They've run some, I think, six eight, six nines, but they've they've had a number of seven O's as well. Yeah, that little stumble there, Roddy, I think cost that. That's that one tenth yeah. of two that would have put them right where they have been most of the year. Miller Place comes to the line. All right, they're off. First man, a little slow getting in, but second and third man on. Third man trying to catch that second man. Pretty good shot. That's going to be our first six of the day. Paul, he mentioned the uh, Central Isop with a two-point lead in county points going into this. Uh, making up two points could be pretty tough for any team. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're going to need help. You're going to need to obviously place yourself and hope the other team either doesn't place or get some help along the way, some tweeners. All right, Westbury Turtles, our first Nassau team of the day. They're off the line. First man in. Oh, he's second step. He uh, he almost fell back off the ladder. He caught himself, but everybody else had to oh, slow down and stop behind him. Get, Third man it. approaching, makes his grab. Find it. Overnight, Westbury. Over 
A little bit of a scary moment there, Roddy. Yeah, again, a tough arch here to see, Rob. Like a house up here, right? Yeah. We're inside a little house. It's a little, a little house. tough for uh, the radio crew here. Yeah, there's no... Yeah, typically, you can see through the arch sometimes, or at least you have the open railings in front here. We're kind of in like a little house, and we got plywood all around us. Just a little opening for the ladder. Well, these officials with the buttons are getting in our way. Like they're important or something. I know. Put them up in the stands. Better view. There's always been that talk of putting them on the ground. Yeah. Selden Slowpokes on the line. All right, first man with the backwards baseball cap. Like the maybe the first man out first? Yeah, I yeah. think he got off a little early. He got in and fell kind of right into the ladder. Second and third man had to slow down and stop. They're just looking to make their way up now, complete the shot, which they do. Look down upon the track. Good to see uh, Richie back in the seat doing the buttons. Nice. Didn't get, so. to get that umbrella out there. Yeah. So we got Billy Etzel's been doing the buttons a lot. He's on the, the flags here. And got Richie back in the seat doing the buttons. Okay. Riverhead steps up to the line. 686. Top shot. All right, first man might have got out just a yeah, half so. step early. Third man's on, all three. Second man, little stumble, keeps going. All right, they finished that shot, but that's going to cost them a few tenths there. 4.59 on. Comes to the line. One of our teams in the mix to win the state drill at the end of the day. It was almost what a a quarter of uh, the teams entered in the drill. <laughs> How about this first about stat? A, it was actually a fifth. How about this first stat? North Lindy has not scored one county point in three man all year. How rare is that? Would not have guessed that at all as yeah. they take off. And Joe Boy, first man on. He misses on his second step. Everybody kind of clog jams at the bottom behind Ducky him. Different running second man this week. All right. Makes his grab, finishes shot. So 4.39 in. That's how they're, they're going to uh, look at that no points for the year. Yeah. You know, last two years. Last two years, it's been a little bit of a struggle for him, that contest. Yeah. I'd say, Paul, I'd be curious as the last time they didn't score in county points in oh. three-man ladder at all. In How about if they didn't year? score in a contest in county points? Yeah, right, right. You know, I mean, that's a team that's just consistently across the board. They score in every contest. Okay, here think. comes another Agreed. one. Port Washington has not scored a county point in Nassau County. I think they've scored in some three-man ladder contests, but I guess none that were Nassau County points. Yeah. This is not a Nassau County point, Jill, so maybe they'll score here. All right. Port's got the line. A three-point stand you know for the third right man, here? just about. This, this is their three motorized ladder climbers for the year running. That's it. <laughs> RJ first, Robbie Lewis, Kyle All Lewis. three on. Kyle, Kyle a little stumbles. stumble at the bottom, but he's able to keep his momentum. Kept, keeps going. High six, though. So I was going to say, what, when might be team, close to that middle of play what? shot. When has a team...
When's the team ever had a run a three-man shot where each one of the men in the three-man lineup had been a motorized ladder climber and two of them scored during this year? Kyle Lewis didn't run, right? If Kyle Lewis climbs, you imagine all three would have scored in yeah. a motorized contest. Who's climbing motorized today? That might be the question. That's a really – I'm going to – they're going to draw out of a hat? I'm guessing it's probably RJ, but... Uh, Kyle is not. I can tell you yeah. that because I spoke to Kyle prior to the drill. All right, Lynn and her snails. Like a nice clean start. Booking. First man's in and up. Second and third man off. Third man a little tight to the second man. Nice climb. Climbs right next to him. Gets up there. I think that's going to catch Miller Place. Uh-oh. Running with the devil. Yeah. So I'll go back to 1994. Bayshore has three guys that climbed three-man ladder that climbed motorized. In that season? Uh, I climbed motorized that season. Cav climbed. I don't know if Todd climbed motorized that season. Well, uh, Kyle Lewis didn't climb this season either. Right. So. Okay, I got All right, all right, all right. East Farmingdale so to the line. The hairs. There's one. I mean, theoretically, we did it for four years in a row. Yeah. Oh, Third big, man big out jump. way early, probably at least two steps. He's on right next to the second man. He almost had to come to a complete stop to get on the ladder. They're almost walking their way up, looking to finish out the shot, which they do. And get letters. Hey, you look at Iceland. They have five county points this year in three-man ladder. Remember the beginning of the year it was a tough run for them. And I think they have the time for the year in three-man yeah, ladder, so if I'm not mistaken, which they town ISO drill. Well, now it's 6-1 six, six now? They ran a 6-1 in the town drill, yeah. I believe. So Paulie. shot yeah. of the year. 15, maybe? 16? Josh also yeah. ties the individual ladder record. For the second time. Because he did last year. It's the only record we've seen broken this year. Yeah. All right. I slip ready to go. So you can repeat last uh, two weeks ago. Looks like a pretty clean start. It is. First man, Josh. second man on. Josh is in and gone. Oh, he got himself in a little tight to the ladder. Quick recovery. But uh, quick miss. Probably on a second, maybe third step. I I'm going to say this, though. I haven't seen a guy carry the momentum the first three steps like that on the ladder in a long time. That's 6-0-ish uh, if he gets to the top. You know, it just put the, can you can you make that 4-0 every time and run a 6-20-something? Yeah, right, week? yeah. It, it, you know, it almost seems like he's in so well, hard. It, he listen, if you dial control. it in, it's just... You know, I, I, be 4.05 every week, how fast he's on the line. I love, that he, I love yeah. that he goes for it. All right, here's uh, Bowl and Tomcats. They're in and up. All three climbers are on. Third man. Baldwin always grip. making a, a showing here in Hagerman. All right, West Sable comes to the line. 666 by Lindenhurst, the top spot. Miller plays 686, 704, Sable third. But uh, West Sable here is two points out of the overall Suffolk County Championship for three, man. So they really need to beat that 66 to at least put a little bit of pressure on Central Iceland. And Billy Hoffman climbing third man here today for West Sable. 
Look like a nice clean start. First man, Ryan Tenney's on. Second, Michael Mara. Billy Hopkins in. He misses a lot of misses right in that third or fourth step area. Got okay. 410 for Billy. That's going to give CI the championship as they come to the line. I'm also going to, I'm not 100%, but I think looking through some of the numbers, with all the mixed combinations that West Sables run with this year, that's the first time they're not going to place in three-man line. Yeah. Interesting. I think in a county county point drill. Uh, here comes your uh, 2015 now three-man ladder champions. And, Six, this, and here's a team they don't even run with their motorized climber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Central Ice up there off. Brian Kessler got a little bit of a jump, probably right what he wants. He's in. He's climbing up. First, second man in. Nice shot. That's uh, definitely first place for right now. Time for Central 6.28. 6.28. With an exclamation point. Winner, winner. You got it. They are already going to be overall county point champs. But, but I'll tell you what, we have a battle for county points. Third, fourth, and fifth is only on separated. Number 22 on your programs, the Bucks from Deer Park. By three and a half points. So the overall points for the day going to be an interesting finish. How many points was that, Paulie? Three and a half separate third, fourth, fifth overall in county points. Which is who? Uh, it goes North Lin uh, Islip, North Lindy, Bayshore. <laughs> All right, Deer Park Bucks, first man really breaks the light, and he's in and gone. Oop, a little bit of a stumble halfway up. All three kind of bottlenecked halfway up the ladder. Looking to just uh, makes his grab. Finishing the shot. Overtime for Deer Park, overtime. I tell you, just finish the contest right now. Your programs, the Bandits from Flemingville. Well, it's going to be uh, six, the, that, that nice 628 by CI, then a 666, 686. Those are your sixes. 7.04, tie. Port Washington and Islip currently fifth. Who's that Nassau official behind you? Nassau. Uh, I don't guy. recognize him. Donald something. Yeah, <laughs> right. following Bill Bandits. Have the track. He's hiding. What's he doing up here? What are you doing? <laughs> here right. comes Farmingville. Good start for Farmingville. Justin Booker. First, second man on. No, Third man right. is in right next to the second man. He climbs right up. Nice job. It's going to be right. a six, no? Fourth, six of the day. 415 on for Justin. 686 range. Below, below, below. 6.70. Yeah, you're right. 6.70. Justin right on his heels. Coming up in Line third. number 24 in your programs. The yellow birds from Copay. Well, here comes the one team left that could get close to that 628. It's our state champ. Yes, it is. The day when you let it fly. Wouldn't you say, guys? State tournament's over. Everybody's yeah. relaxed. Right. Low humidity. Ronnie Amodio, Tommy Messina, Chris Brandt. Officials not really paying attention to the button, giving fast ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kopeg's ready to go. Hey, make sure ran a four and They're three ladder. Uh, first state. man out a little <laughs> slow, but I don't think that's going to make too much of a difference. Third man's on. He's catching that second man. Pretty good little grab. I don't think he's going to get him. I don't think he gets CI, but definitely second place. I got 407. Time for Kopeg. Six. Point three seven six thirty seven. Now we got five four, sixes. Uh, I had four oh six there, Roddy. Yeah. yeah, I got four oh uh, and I had six twenty seven. So a little fast up here, but I actually came to the top wrong. So line number twenty five on your guessing. programs. 
The Panthers from Kajong. So the race is heating up a little bit now. It's almost six over. Six Better. You only got two teams left. All right. Well, Still looking for one more, one more six to give us five sixes on the day. You got two teams left to try and make that happen. Oh, we got five. We do? Yeah. All right. I'm looking at the scoreboard. Only had four. All right. Kutchog is in. Third man's on. Little bit of a stumble on the bottom of the ladder. It's in the sevens. Time for Kutchog. 7.86. 7.86. On the line number 28 on your programs. The Redskins from Bayshore. All right, one team, last team to go, Bayshore Redskins, 628. I'd say he's a little outside their range as well as that 637, but everything else is fair game. You got Farmingville, or actually you got Linares at 666. Well, they run a state, 641. 641. They were one of the trio Yes. So with the 41. That best shot in a long be time. Too much of a stretch from that 6 Yeah, you're right, you're right. Doable. Yep. Like you said, a day like today, why not? Jimmy Allen Skippy? Wearing rainbow colors. All right, look yeah. like a pretty hit. They're all in different uniforms. First and second man on. Skippy's in, trying to catch second man. Yeah. Missed it. I, I think he's going to be around that 41, I think. It's yeah. definitely in the top. It's de definitely in that Time third place range. Sure. Maybe closer. 6.45. 6.45. Right. So nice job by the skins. Ending on a good note. And three men. Actually, for the overall points for the day, it's a big help because it's yep. going to jump them right up to a half point out of third. First place is going to be, well, I'll let Bill give it to you. He gets angry. <laughs> Good end of the year for Bayshore there. 641 followed yep. by 645. Yep. It's two, I think Skibby's two best shots ever as a third man. Camera six is back for everyone to know. <laughs> Would you have uh, Skippy's in there, I Rod? missed it. I had 397. Yeah, he's, he's when he gets in, he's in that high three to four Move up. the equipment. Results of the three-man ladder contest. First place, five points. Number 20, Central Islip. Second place, four points. Number 24, Copeg. Third place, three points. Number 28, Bayshore. Fourth place, two points. Number 13, Lindenhurst. And fifth place, one point. Number 23, Farmingville. <coughs> so Farmingville gets on the board early. I saw Justin before and Eddie Jr. before the drill and said that, you know, they had a good opportunity here. Absolutely. And, uh, and they said they practiced. They Yep, they said they've been practicing, staying at it pretty hard, you know, good vibe with the team. So I, I, uh, I always think this drill is a great opportunity for those up-and-coming teams to, mm -hmm. to get some a little momentum going before the winter. You know you know when you do that, and guys, they're excited then for next season. You see the guys, you got a little pep in your step all winter, you talk about racing a little bit more. If you're moving in the right direction, this is a great tournament to do it. And that's, like, again, it's a perfect example of what you're saying there with Farmingville. They score in the state drill. Off to a good start here. Yeah. And you go to Nassau County, it's the same scenario for Carl Place. Yeah, right. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I spoke to uh, Mike Edge this week, and he said, guys are, you know, the attitude, it's, it's, it's what a different atmosphere it brings when you score the state drill. Yeah. All right, Fred, you want to do a little commercial here? What do you want to do? All right. Fred's going to pay some bills. We'll, we'll be, be right back. back. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing, they're honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797 With over 25 years of service in the fire industry High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products including state-of-the-art bunker gear USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets gloves, hoods and boots in addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell High Tech also provides quality products including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos speak to a certified sales specialist call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com Fatty McGee's in East Islip Wednesday is ladies night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island stop in anytime for a drink with good company a great lunch and dinner menu and of course those famous Fatty's Wings the groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hi-X Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. The next contest to be run is the B-Ladder Contest. State record is 4.82, and it's held by West Sable. First team on the line will be number one in your program, the Blue Jays from Sable. All right, Sable Blue Jays going to lead it off here. In B-Ladder, the B-Ladder contest is actually not up for grabs as the North Lindenhurst Pistonockers are the county champions this year in B-Ladder, amassing 21 county points. Just to say how impressive they've been in B-Ladder this year, 
no other contest has a team gotten as much as North Lindy has received in this one. So that's got to tell you something. That's a good B ladder year. I was going to say, look, consistency is uh, one of the keys in this sport. So attention, please. That's Tommy what you want. Go Bandits. Go Yellow Birds. You must move your beat trucks. Move your beat trucks off the track, please. Off the end of the track there. All right. So have to wait a minute or two while a couple of beat trucks from the end of the track get moved. Sable going through a tough couple of weeks, the passing of Larry, longtime member of the Blue Jays. All our condolences and best wishes go out to the Sable Fire Department, Blue Jays, and his personal family. Oh, a real good guy. Always good seeing him around the drills or parades. And yeah, people were saying, Larry. you know, a, a fixture around the junior circuit with his son racing with North Babylon. Sable's going through a little tough stretch here. The other night, they actually, I think, Moody axle or something in the sea truck. It's fixed for today. That pales in comparison to the big picture. So. Oh, without a doubt. How about this facility that Hagman's now put back together? I mean, the, the pavement that they just put in for this year, the grounds, they, I believe they paved all the way around. The grounds are unbelievable. I mean, great eating facility, stands. I love the fact that the side of the track on the west is high, elevated above it so you can look down on the contest. It's a, just a, a, a beautiful facility. I think they're actually talking about maybe putting in for that state drill. Next okay. time it runs around this part of the state. Well, it's been here before. It's been oh, a little yeah. while, but... Yep. You know, they definitely have the facility to get it done, the pump house, now with the road being what it is. And how yeah. about that guy at the end? Did you guys come in off the behind the arch here? The yeah. guy that lives at the end right here? That man is living off the grid. He's got a he's got I a twenty foot it. pile of wood. He's got himself a little trailer, some homemade seats. I'm gonna say there's no electric or plumbing going in. <laughs> I'm serious. That guy's living off the grid. Uncle Sam's not finding him when it hits the fan, I'll tell you that. No Twitter and Facebook coming out of that camp. <laughs> so it looks like we're just about ready to get started here. Uh, I think one of the possible storylines here, Paulie, Artie, maybe, uh, you know, with this surface, the beat trucks do tend to stop a little bit better than some of our other tracks. So, you know, the drivers have to bring it in to make sure they put their uh, teams in the patch. Yeah, again, same surface that we saw at the uh, State Drill and Ridge. It's really not even a patch. It's just they're digging into the actual roadway. Yeah, this was this was laid down in like June, I think. This track. Yeah, I think it was through the beginning or right before the beginning of the season. So it's it's. I mean, they practice here. They've had other teams come out and practice here. If anybody should be used to it, it's this team on the line. Okay, we've seen uh, there was sixth place at State Drill, 551. Yeah. So let's see what they can do here. Don Corky behind the wheel. Hat backwards. <laughs> and maybe listening to us right now. How's <laughs> <laughs> it go? He's rolling off the line. In the break. A little deep. Kind of a straight ladder. Climbers in and go. He misses oh. a step before his grab, and he is not happy about it. Looks like they slid through a little bit right there. I, Had I some agree. good speed, right? Heading toward the face of the arch. 7.00. Seven flat. Beat that three-man ladder time. 
But again, that's the ladder squirrel likes. I think if he uh, sticks that through, oh, he's I mean, in the mix five. Programs, the extinguishers for Miller Place. Yeah, but I don't think he had a lot of mo. That ladder was running pretty fast behind that truck. You know, usually his mount is probably a little bit better than it was right there. All right, here's an occurrence we haven't seen that often this year. The ladder for Miller Place. Our old-fashioned champions. That's right, state champions. I think that was a picture of Welton sitting in that truck the other day. What was he doing out there, driving this truck? In that truck? Yeah, really. I think it was. Yeah, I mean, going out to help out, potentially. Yeah, that, or did they come out to ISIL to practice with him? Yeah. Yeah, good point. All right, well, think let's see if it helped. I think <laughs> they've done that before. Which is a smart move, you know, a newer team on motorized, trying to get some help from some teams that are, are well established. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're a new driver, especially, and you have somebody uh, who's driven a million times, he could tell you, oh, these brakes aren't working, you know, it's got to stop better than that. All those little things, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. Let's see what happens. Here come the extinguishers. They're through the timing line. It's in the break. Oh, he dug the, one of the diggers. Looked like he dug almost right on his foot. Climbers in, straight ladder. Did you catch that, Artie? Time for Miller Place. I missed 7.45. 7.45. The left side digger's back leg the went out and slid underneath the, the ladder between the his spikes. From Westbury. That's something you don't want to practice often. No. I've seen guys get their pants caught. They spike their pant leg. That goes through the pant. doesn't get the leg. It goes through the pant. Now, you see the boot on the, uh, on the back side of the ladder. That's a problem. So... You know, we've seen uh, two straight ladders so far in like that, I don't know, kind of, I'm showing like two nine digs. I'm able to see the light where we are, so I get a little better uh, idea of the dig time. But uh, I think like both teams brought that their break inside the 50. All right, Westbury Turtles. American flag across the hood Hello. of their B-truck. Right, there I am. You back, Paul? Yeah, I'm back. What was that last time? I did not catch it. obviously the guys with the buttons, though, though. <laughs> All right, here goes the turtles. Almost came to a stop. A ladder come in, oh. hit the ground. Uh, hit, hits the arch pretty hard, climbers in and up. That truck really oh. came to a stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah I think it's about four or five feet inside the yellow. Time for Westbury. 7.09. 7.09. On the line to be number eight on your programs, the slow pokes from Zeldin. Yeah, kind of a, a weird shot there. The truck really came to a stop, but then the ladder really got to the arch in a hurry. They got stopped. It kind of came off, went down. But, yeah, the, the ladder kind of whipped up, hit the arch. Climber almost waited for it at the arch before he started climbing. Hey, a big shout-out to a bunch of guys up at Point Pleasant. They're actually having a couple cold sodas already, enjoying the drill. Getting an early start. Not a bad thing. Speaking of that, I give the shout out. I was talking to Josh Marshall yesterday. I wonder how he's feeling today. I think he was on his way to having some sodas last night. Yeah, I mean, what a way to combine two things you love, right? Drinking and racing. <laughs> Early in the morning. It is Labor Day weekend, right? So. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Yes, it is. It's part, it's part of the criteria, I a believe. Late, a late Labor Day this year. Yeah. That so. means you drink more. <laughs> you got to make up. All right. Selden's been given the white flag. They're on the truck. Driver, a couple of revs. Off the line, through that timing light, in the break, a little deep. 
just inside the. They're not going to make it, guys. That's plumb line. Oh, yeah. he catches the plumb line now. They're going to get red flagged. I thought that truck slid a little bit, but I think those diggers need to go down. They were facing the wrong way. They were facing going forward, running south as opposed to digging Kill down. No time for Selden outside of the safety zone. Well, 13-02. And actually, a ladder jumped on him. Actually, when it hit the ground, it was not on the plumb line, and it actually no. skipped Went and ended up six on the line. Number nine in your programs, the Iron Man from Riverhead. That was a perfect example of the diggers getting sucked in and following the truck. I mean, when that truck left the break. So did the diggers. They were going with the truck still as opposed to going the opposite direction down. We're off to a little bit of a rough start here in the B-Ladder contest. Yeah. We've seen a lot of sevens. Not a number uh, we, we, you really want to see in B-Ladder. B-Hose, maybe. <laughs> seven flat and B-Hose would be pretty good. Pretty impressive. Good seven course here. A lot of sevens run here in B-Hose. <clears throat> All right, Riverhead, the Iron Men. See if we can find our first five of the day right here. Going through that call-off. Blue truck for the Ironman. Matching the blue skies is what we see all over. No full moon in sight yet. All right, rolls off the line, gets on the gas through the timing light. A little short on the brake. They kind of run the ladder in. Truck climber misses around the second step. Ladder gets to the arts, finishes up his climb. We've got another seven. That truck went left. You can see when the guys got off. When they started running, they had to come back right. Time for Riverhead. 7.50. 7.50. On line number 10 on your programs, the Pistonakas from North Livinghurst. Here they are, your 2015 Suffolk County champions in the B-Ladder contest. Like a New York State champion in the B-Ladder contest. Yeah. 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 Ducky uh -huh. Fowler has now gone back-to-back -back years winning a ladder contest. C-Ladder last year, B-Ladder this year. And heavy numbers, 871, I think, last year, 501 That's this year. That's probably a good stat. How many climbers have done that in a state drill? Won both B and C-Ladder. Yeah, so, you know, it's a huge resume addition. Not, Not an easy thing to do. Nope. So let's see if they can get us our first uh, quality B-Ladder shot of the day. First I'll go out five. on the limb and Michael Maris done that, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you think? Danny Voucher. Danny Voucher from Bayshow. <laughs> All right. Dudley behind the wheel. Rolls off the line. Gets on the truck. He's in the brake. Leaves him hard. Ladder's in. Ducky's in. They lay him in really oh, nice. Great I'll tell climb. you what, two great things right there. The dick going straight down. And the throw, because that ladder from way out by that yellow Five. line, and I'll get to We're it in a second. 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 5.18, 
Seven. Seven, so 20, could be potentially 26 out of 35. Not and bad. And we have another heavy stat for them in a second. We'll get it to it. Here comes Port Washington. All right. Here they go. Roadrunners in the break. Ladder hits pretty good. Just outside the perfect ladder line. Uh, Climber misses on his third step. Kind of foot went through the ladder. Couldn't really recover. It's like they went right down, but I thought the ladder... The truck faded. And, and so, but the ladder also had a little shimmy to it. Well, uh, uh, as Danny overtime was in the... Overtime for Port Washington. Overtime. Danny was in the hard break in the middle of it. The truck started to almost fishtail a little bit and go sideways. So I think that kind of twisted the ladder or, like, threw the ladder. Line number 13 on your programs. The snails from Lindenhurst. We'll get back to that North Linney. Artie, do you have that stat on North Lindenhurst with Ducky running that 5-0 at the state drill this year? Yeah, they're, they're the first team to ever have four different climbers run a 5-0. Uh, you have Ducky Fowler, Tommy Abramski, A-Rock, um, Joe, Joe Boy. So four climbers running a 5-0. First team in history. Not the best looking group of guys, but you know, yeah. good athletes. <laughs> Thanks to Twan for that stat. Yeah, Twan. The Twan. All right, Lindenhurst Snails have the course. It's pretty wide open for him outside of that 518. Got to run below a seven right now to get yourself in the top five. I think they can do it. All right, here we go with the Snails. Through that timing light, break just outside the 50. Truck fishtail, ladder's coming off too. Ooh, they do a nice correction to keep that ladder from going outside the safety zone, but it definitely threw the climber off. He had to stop and halfway up. just at the worst time when they were getting off. Same thing Overtime that happened before. Overtime for Lindenhurst. Overtime. On line number 14 on your programs, the Harris from East Farmingdale. It's the same thing that happened to Port, but it went in the other direction. Truck, truck fishtail to the right yeah, really Port's hard, very left. pronounced. Isn't this what was going on at the state drill as well with the new surface there? Weren't there weren't there be trucks fishtailing a little bit at the end? A little bit, yeah. That was, that was I, I consider that more than a little bit there. Oh, Actually, right the truck, no, the no, whole right, nose right. of the truck turns. It's just weird to see, usually if you see a fishtail, everybody's truck typically goes the same way. Right, right. Yeah, right, Rob. That was, that was when you little. When you fishtail and hose, it's one thing. You know, you, as, if you're on the back, you can kind of pick and choose where you get off. And ladder, the truck fishtails, you're really at the mercy of the driver and the truck. You and can't the ladder. Say, you can't say, I'm not getting off. That's a 200-pound object that, when it's going in a certain direction, it's hard to get back going the other way. The ladder is throwing you in a different direction. Very difficult thing to overcome when the ladder truck fishtails in, um, in a ladder contest. East Farmingdale. Here goes the Hares. In the break, just, uh, just inside the 50. Came to just about a complete stop. Diggers took about two steps before they went down. Climber, two nice steps too many. Climb. Agreed. Did not go straight down. They were about two feet outside the perfect ladder line. Time for East Farmingdale. 6.99. 6.99. Second place run. All right. Beat that seven flat. On line number 15 on your programs. The Wolves from Iceland! Yeah. I didn't, their truck didn't fishtail, but I thought their truck faded as it came in. I almost think, just by looking at it now, I'm going to guess that lining up at the middle of the arch is not where you want to line up. Crown of the Road's playing a little bit yes. of uh, an effect I think, on things. I, and again, there's no experience yet really on this course the way it is, but I would almost think you would want to line up off center one side. Well, if you look at the track, look from up here. I would say, and if you're on the track, it's your left side. From the arch, it's your right side. It's almost flat till it gets to the middle, and then it grades down towards the hydrant side, doesn't it? it? Yeah, it does look that way. I guess if you look at the lines, the way they're painted. 
course, that could be optical loot. Yeah. All right, Islip is a double-digit point-getter this year in B-Ladder. Third place overall in county points. And looking to rebound from a missing three-man here, get themselves on the board. How important has B-Ladder been to them all year when you think about it? They are double-digit points, but all those three-man shots that they let fade away, and they had to get right back on the horse, and B-Ladder's been pretty good to them. All right, Mikey Well brings it down the street. He's right on the 50, lets him go hard. Josh Kaysen misses right on his in. Pretty warm. Hey, 2.56 in the ground, guys. It's, uh, it's the fastest dig we've seen so far today. Could be the fastest of the year. Overtime for Islip. Overtime. He, he left him hard. Mike uh, yeah. Welton drove Reminded real hard 17 there. on your programs. The Tomcats from Baldwin. Hard break right on the 50. I think if he's two feet out and now 52 feet Give or a so, little more control. I think they're in more control and they, and they handle that. I thought the ladder came out of the back of the truck weird. Like it was jerked to one side. It's almost like his foot went right through. It was tough to see if he even caught the yeah. caught the uh, you know the mounting rung. So what do, what do we got? There's nothing really up there, right? No, you got a five and a six and a bunch of sevens. So the five eighteen is it? Yeah, and yeah five eighteen. And, and then, then the highest six you could possibly get. A ninety-nine. So we've got a a one point eight second difference between first and second right now, and we're halfway through the uh, contest. Yeah. Sable third with a seven flat. Yeah. Baldwin. Still some heavy hitters as they take their place behind Baldwin coming up. Can't imagine that a seven is going to finally score in this contest, but you never know. All right, Baldwin Tomcats making the trek from Nassau County. Nakaga takes them off through the timing line. Long break. Diggers take too many steps on their way down. Climber has a little bit of trouble getting in. Now he's on and gone. Perfect example of when you have to run a little bit that everybody gets out of sync. Overtime for Baldwin. Overtime. Looks like the diggers were Line to be number 19 on your programs. The Flying Dutchman from West Sable. Like the left side digger wanted to go left, the right side digger wanted to go right. And so now if you look at West Sable. Somebody's got to yell down in that situation. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he's lined up exactly center. We had talked about, Paulie had mentioned a potential of lining up maybe just a tad off center. and Yeah, he's up on the high part now. Yeah. Like, he's like where it's straight, flat. <laughs> West Sable looking to bounce back from their three-man ladder miss. Frankie Miller behind the wheel. West Sable, the second highest point getter this year in the B-ladder contest. Five and a half points out from North Lindy, but if they were inside, it wouldn't have made a difference. North Lindy, heavy shot. 518, first All place. Right. Here they go. Frankie rolls it. He gets on the gas. Just outside the 50. Let's him go hard. Michael Marazin, it laying him in nice. Man. Ooh, grab right as he hits. Nice shot right there. That's that was the break. Time for West Sable. Five. Point zero seven. seven. Michael's second 5-0 of the year, correct? Yes, Area it is. Mechanic, please report to Cut Jogs. Camp area. Michael had a five flat, if I'm correct, right? So I 20 five flat, yeah. The line to be number 20 on your programs. The Hobos from Central Islip. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to, let's compare Islip and West Sable's run. Frankie's two feet to three feet out on the break to where Mike hit and look where the spikes go down. Oh. 
same momentum almost, yeah. but it was more manageable because where they went down. Those guys did a great job. They get it, the it throwers did a nice job. Uh, Michael, you, it was close to beating the uh, beating the ladder to the arch. It was right about there. Bang bang, kind of how you draw it up. Almost like a 24-year-old Michael Mara. <laughs> <laughs> Couple five O's this year under his belt, right? Including you said five flat, right? Five flat, five oh seven, yeah. Got a five-one in there, I think. All right. Well. You asked Michael that last year. Do you think you'd run a couple five? Oh? I don't know if he'd say yeah. Another team left that could challenge that five-oh-seven. The Central Islip Hobos. Danny Jackson takes him down the track. He's in the break. Let's him go hard. Woo! <laughs> climb is in. Man, did they just, they dug it hard and fast, that boy. That hit the arch so hard, the cameras here are moving. Oh, if yeah. you're watching back at home, you probably see the cameras shaking. That truck went a little left too, but Dang. they handled it beautifully. What's that to Close. Five. Point zero five. <laughs> five zero five. Hell of a lot of contest now. We just said it was yeah. sevens, and now we're five oh five oh five one. On the line to be number twenty-two on your programs, the Bucks from Deerbrook. Real nice job by Jay Newhoff. Got in that ladder, ate it up. Well, that ladder was not as smooth as Ducky's or Michael's. That ladder, the first when it hit the ground, was going ninety-eight miles an hour towards the arch. And Jay, because he's so large, basically pulled it back to himself, and the other guys held it out for him. But what a great job. What a bunch of momentum there. It's so, like, you watch, again, we see our 505, 507, and 5-1. And the difference of two guys with Ducky and Michael being so close in size. And then you watch Jay climb that number, and it's so deceiving. And he's so, it's like, this. it's like, that's a 505? Because it's so aggressive. That was an overall aggressive shot. Yeah, without a doubt. Great job there. Okay, we That have was like a tap of the brakes. <laughs> Deer Park. The Bucks. Alright, they approach it at the line. It's in the break, right at the 50. Just outside the perfect ladder line. Ladder comes to the right a little bit, which caused a little stumble from the climber, but he's able to fight through it, finish it off. Time for Deer Park. 6.62. And put himself Six in fourth place. 6.62. Yeah, 6.62, 6.69. Line so number 23 in your programs, the Bandits from Farmingville. Farmingville can run a five. They put themselves in position for another point at least. I don't see them getting in that 5.18 and under range, but they still got some teams behind them that can run a mid-five. Kopech, Bayshore, so they want to. You got three teams left, and uh, Deer Park's going to be biting their nails with that 6.6 six trying to hold on for a point. How many different colors has Deer Park worn this oh, year? I was just going to bring that up. So Deer Park wearing maroon today. Um, got some shirts this week. They need a little practice area this year, they, and Bayshore helped them out, gave them some practice time over at the Bayshore track. So as a little thank you and an homage to Bayshore, they wore some maroon jerseys today. Ah, very nice. So. Amish. Who's Amish? <laughs> homage. Homage. <laughs> so that's uh, that's their, that's their why they got the, uh, the maroon on today. Just a little thank you to Bayshore. All right, Farmingville looking to try and make it back-to-back -back contests on the scoreboard. Need to beat that 6-6. Six, six. They don't have any county points this year. Let's see if they can get on the board. Go the Bandits, just outside the 50. Hit hard, climbers in and gone. He, he fights through yeah, a little. Right, Adam yeah, moved really on him a lot, through. but... Uh, Definitely going to beat that 6-6. Six, six. I think we might have our fourth five of the day. He did a nice job managing Time that ladder because it was all over. 5.90. 590. Steps in the right direction for them, though. I have to say, you know, that's... On the line number 24 in your programs, the Yellow Birds from Cope. That's a couple minor corrections from a 550. If they can control that batter a little bit better yep. from after it 
hits that ground going straight up instead of going side to side, that climber has a lot more freedom just to, to make his way up to the top. I like the way they attack the ground right there. You know, they hit the ground with good momentum. They didn't follow that truck as much as they were in the beginning of the year. But you're right, Rob. It's now if they can all get in sync, it will make a big difference. It's, I was just going to say, it's better than it was four weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going in the right direction. Copeg Yellowbirds. At this place, it's run a five, and you're going to get yourself a point, probably. So, again, they're coming off the 6-3 three and 3-man. Three 13 county points and 3-man. They had none in B-Ladder this year. Again, I think they started with Ronnie climbing, yep. and then they went to Chris. Well, they made some great strides in 3-man. This should be uh, one of the next contests. They look to uh, take that next step in. Eight points at the state drill. Their first race they've ever won in the state drill of three man. Alright, Yellowbirds in the break. Leaves them right on a perfect ladder line. The climber got in a little close to the ladder, had a little miss at the bottom. Not gonna put him in the top five. I think they could have done something where they get down to the ground Time a little quicker. Copeg. Seven point four nine. Seven forty nine. Your attention please. Kutchov is on a twenty minute breakdown. And on the line to be number twenty eight on your programs, the Redskins from Sure. That ladder should have been dug around 18 inches to 24 inches further outside. It was right on the perfect ladder line, on the three-man ladder line, which is really not the perfect ladder line for B-Ladder. But that's where it hit. It should have hit about 18 inches to 24 inches outside. There. I agree, Artie. They definitely could have went down a little bit harder, a little bit sooner. You know, this is the spot in the program where the East Islip Guzzlers would be running. And I just want to give out a, sh a shout-out to Pat Dunn. If you had to pick one guy who was a, a team MVP, we don't have that here in our sport, but if you had to pick a guy that was team MVP, I think my vote's Pat Dunn this year. What he did stepping up for the East Islip Guzzlers, running hydrant, you know, excelling as he's been doing on the ladder, he might be my MVP. Took on a lot more responsibility. And with a smooth, smooth transition to do it, Rob. I thought it was impressive. Right, our last team in the B ladder contest. Bayshore needed to beat a 662 to get in the top five, but I'm sure they want to go further than that. Kyle Coyne, five, the big, big room for Bayshore, right? 518 to 590 to yeah. get them two points. Below a lower 590 will guarantee him two points. So here goes Kyle Coyne, through the white, in the break, lets him go. Skippy's in, little stumble at the bottom, had to ride the ladder to the arch not going to put them in the top five. I don't know if the truck faded, but Time the ladder... Time for 7.11, I was at 7. Hold the equipment! Oh, I did forget it. We I don't know have if the, one I don't more know team if the potentially. Truck faded there, but it looked like the ladder came out of the back of the truck crooked, no? And the yeah. spikes didn't go in together. Yeah, it was I don't know if somebody was down in the back, maybe didn't get the ladder up. I think it was a, it was a combination of a couple of things that just led to it all. I still think, though, he had his opportunity to get in. He could have climbed that. Oh, that yeah. Ladder, the ladder, ladder went to Wherever the arch. it went, it went to the arch, and it went straight. So he definitely had his chance. So we're going to have to wait for a couple minutes while we see what Kutcho can do with their breakdown. So I was a little uh, premature in giving teams, the their, giving teams their points here. So Deer Park's going to have to sweat it out just a couple of more minutes. I don't, think I'm talking, whether or not I don't think I'm talking out of school here if we give five points to CI. Four points to West Sable and three points to North Leonardhurst. Agreed. And that's nothing against Kutchog. It's just those are some heavy B ladder numbers no matter if you're racing today, last year, 15 years ago. Tough to beat. A couple of weeks ago. Tough to beat. Would it be we had, what, the 501 North Lindy? What was after that? 
507, I think. CI was in the 50s up there, right? I mean, last year's high time in B ladder was 507. And this year, what do we? We have a handful of numbers under that, right? But no fours. It's been a while now. It's been a while for a four. I mean, the two things, I, I, I was hoping to see Michael run a four just because at his age to do it would just be incredible. I also think if he did it, it would be with his fourth driver running a four. Yeah, right. With Frank, because I think he's done it. did it with Bobby Jones. He did it with Bob, his dad. Right. I think he did it with Scott. Scott. Jesus. And now he would be doing it with Frank, which is just crazy. That is crazy. Um, is he a good climber or just great driver? <laughs> I think it's all driver. It's all driver. It's all driver. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, Lenny Gomber joining you here. Thanks to uh, Fred Benzavenga talking about a breakdown here with Kutchug. We had a breakdown on our equipment earlier today, and he's been breaking his butt to get it back up. So uh, thank you, Fred. I'm able to join you guys. And it looks like Kutchug's taking the line. Yeah. Right. And just back to the other one, it's crazy to think Jay Newhoff, all his success, does not have a four. He's not in the club. Crazy. Got to have. He's got more than a handful of five O's, though. I think, yeah, right? Yeah. He's uh, he's run more than his share of those. And he's got more than a handful of uh, state, state championships. championships. Might do it, yeah. Four, four is a motorized climber. I would say. When and a sea ladder record. On the line, the, off their breakdown. In the state drill. Number 25 on your programs, the Panthers from Kutchog. How many? Well, what kind of rings do they give out for fours? They got a lot of bling in them. So when he's 90 and he's sitting there trying to lift his hand off the 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 desk with all the rings holding State down the weight of the rings. Is he going to be angry? I should have run a four. I Maybe. Think not. <laughs> I Somebody think might not. bring it up. <laughs> yeah, if he's sitting next to Mike Mara, that's about uh, it. I, I'm sure <laughs> he'd like to. I'm sure he'd like to go to one of those meetings or dinners and tell Chucky that he's got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably <laughs> right about Chucky's that. Chucky's going to go. You don't have one. Yeah, that's the one person he can't sit next to. That's right. <laughs> he sits at a different table at all times. He's got more state yeah. championship. All right, to conclude our B-Ladder contest, Kachunk Panthers there through the timing line. Long break. Diggers take an extra step. Little miss at the bottom. Climber is now on and he, up. He knew he had to get to the top because what's what's fifth place here? 6.62, not going to get it. Time for Kachunk. 7.12. 7.12. A lot of low sevens. Not a good B-Ladder number for today. But there really were some really good ones as well. No? Good for Deer Park getting themselves on the board here. D-Ladder contest. Move the equipment! Fred, you should put in for overtime. Results of the D-Ladder contest. First place, five points. Number 20, Central Islip. Second place, four points. Number 19, West Savo. Third place, three points. Number 10, North Lindenhurst. Fourth place, two points. Number 23, Farmingville. And fifth place, one point. Number 22, Deer Park. So your 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 Suffolk County overall point champion, which is already guaranteed to the CI Hobos, making a statement coming out of the first two. Ten for ten. How rare that they get a first or a second in the contest, right? Unbelievable. Hey, if anybody's around later tonight, 7 p.m. Victory party going to be at the track in Central Islip off Wheeler Road. Be there or be square. 7 p.m. tonight where we celebrate the co-champions. Co-champs. I heard a rumor, Paul, that you're involved in a ceremony. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I'm shooting off the fireworks. I heard more than that. <laughs> 
Just if anybody wants to chime in, too, we can give out that text number, 631-495-5008, 631-495-5008. Give us any feedback, anything you got. And, uh, Freddie, you want to go to a break here as they get ready for sea ladder? All right, we're going to be back. Commissioners, you already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 631- 661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the drill team community, we know what it takes to run you a team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catalink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise Catalink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full-line Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. 
With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Alright We figured it out No Fred We got you Fred Lock the door (laughs) Next contest we run Is the Sea Ladder Contest The state record is 8.71 And is held by Central Iceland First team on line Number one in your program The Blue Jays from Sable Alright we have a a, a tight comp, well not so tight, a four point spread here in the Sea Ladder overall county points. CI leading it right now with 19. Islip with a shot with 15 to be county point champions so in Sea Ladder. Islip's going to have to hit big and get some help. Yep. I feel like I just crossed Fred's union line there. Touching the computer. It's probably worth 10 bucks. I'm going to put a bill into Murphy. They'll be picketing when we get off the arch. <laughs> Took care of it, Fred. <laughs> we got to push one button and we were afraid to do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Should we do it? <laughs> Is it safe? <laughs> now we know. The secret's out of it. It was no worse than the three officials trying to figure <laughs> out the clocks before without uh, Chris Perry up here helping them out. Right, three guys like reaching in and pulling back. Three and blind mice. Yeah. Three blind mice. See, Ladder, we are ready to go. Our uh, host, Sayville slash Hageman. <laughs> Don Corfrey takes him through to the light. Fades a little yeah. bit to the Doing left. Doing a lot of driving. Good oh, recovery. Let's go real good. Line. Climb is in and gone. Ah, decent run right there. Right. Tell you, Don did a lot of driving, but at the end, I thought he let him go real well, and the guys went to the Time ground. Time for Sable. 9.79. 979. Little crooked on the ladder. And not not too much momentum, but stuff to work on. You know, climbing fought his way through. Ladder did kind of move side to side on him, which really slowed him up just a touch. Line number seven on your programs, the Turtles from Westbury. Well, well, I thought you nailed it. Don had to do a little bit extra driving, but he never overcorrected. He, he really brought him in nice and dropped him straight. Yeah, I mean, uh, that that's something with those guys. If they can get themselves together, the two diggers and the thrower and the climber, and, and do it all as one, that number's going to drop down to 9-2. You'll get more momentum out of it, too. There was no momentum, I didn't think. Now, he was almost... Don could have reached his hand in and almost touched the cones. Yeah. <laughs> so he's coming by. He's going to knock the cone over. Never a good thing. No. But uh, Talk about a cone penalty. But he stuck with it the whole way and, and still gave him an, you know, an okay drop. All right, tracks for Westbury. Turtles looking to put themselves on the board for the first time today. Merck was real dead in the pits in B-Ladder. See what he does here. Westbury's got the white flag. They are going through their call-off. Chris Mercadante behind the wheel. Two revs. Rolls off the line. Approaching the cones. He's out about 160. Kind of a double break. Diggers in the ground. Climber, a little delay getting on the ladder, but nice job once he gets on. 
Not going to beat that 9-7, but a smooth shot for Westbury. Time for Westbury. 1-0.75. 10 3.59 through the cones. But Merck keeping it nice and straight. On the line of your number eight on your programs, the Slowpokes from Selden. How do you think Merck wears all the pagers? Does he balance them out around his belt so the truck stays straight? Well, between pagers and racing jerseys, <laughs> he's had plenty. It's one thing when you just collect teams' jerseys like Smallwood, <laughs> right? It's another when you race for everybody. He's trying to race for everyone in the 7th Battalion or something, I think, in his career. I don't even know what the 7th Battalion is. 7th uh, is Hempstead, West Hempstead. He's uh, up I don't think north. He's he hasn't broken into that one I yet, think, has I, he? I think it's the 9th uh, Battalion. 9th Battalion? Seacliff and stuff? He's got some old-fashioned stuff, too, right? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> All right, looks like we have Selden, I believe. He's slow pokes. They're on the truck, waiting for the driver to take them away. That wasn't them. Good thing. <laughs> that was not them. Someone warming up their tires. Warming up in the back. All right. A little delay on the line here. Well. All right. He does. He pops him right off the line. Now brings him down the track. Keeping that truck nice and straight. Right at the 150. He's deep. He came to a complete stop. You know, I think he was skating as he was coming down. He was doing a little bit of driving, too, though he kind of kept it straight. And by the time he got the thing under control, he hit the brake. It was too late. He took it right to the 150 and well, couldn't that, stop it in that, time. That truck's been running good this year, and I, he went for it today. Time for Sheldon. We'll find out how good in a second. Oh, 1-2.52. You're like a seer seeing into the future, Lenny. Penalty. See if we can find Bill, out how Bill's much of a cone penalty they here. got. What was the number? He's doing the math. 49? 49. So 100? <laughs> He's doing the math. Bill's doing math. Line right, be number nine on your programs. The Iron Man from Riverhead. Yeah, 349, but he was across the cone. Yeah, he, he annihilated it. Yeah. I mean, and I think he was uh, skating a little bit, maybe spinning a little bit, but I th so I think he, he cones was, crept up on him real fast. Yeah, yeah, he was working hard in the cockpit. He locked him up and, and just stayed on it all the way till he came to a dead stop, probably a couple feet underneath the arch. One of the diggers wanted to tap him on the shoulder. What's that movie where the dog and all of a sudden he goes, squirrel! Up or up, something? Up. Squirrel! Up. <laughs> he was driving, he was like, coat! <laughs> I actually think it was a good thing he stayed in the break. If he'd have dropped oh, yeah. him, oh, they would have been... Uh, We'd still be waiting for the ambulance to get out of here. Picking out the asphalt. Splatter ladder. Riverhead. All right, the Ironman on the line. 975, 979 by the Sable Blue Jays, your leader. Time to beat. Here we go, Ironman coming down the track, passing the hydrant. He takes it right to the 150, gets on the brake pretty hard, leaves him. Diggers take a couple extra steps. Climber does a nice job, just a nice smooth climb. A little bit of 1977 right yes, there. Nice and uh, one step at a time. Time for Riverhead. 1-0.34-10-34. Currently second. Line to be number 10 on your programs. The Pistol Knockers from North Riverhead. Hey, I had him in the ground at 662. 669. Okay. 369 so. to the cone. Completely different tact right there, though. He was off and on the brake and standing yes. on the brake. I didn't think, I thought the truck coming down looked a little like it was laboring a little bit. 
All right, next up, North Lindenhurst. North Lindy double digits this year. Total of 11 points there, the third highest total in C ladder for the county. Right. North Lindy goes to their uh, their they do their little driver switch here. Should be Scott Rice behind the uh, wheel here, the C ladder. How about Redskins football? They have demoted RG3 to third string. As we shift to the NFL, but they were going to cut him. Right? They trade him before they cut him. He's going to make too much oh, money. Nobody's going to want that contract. Who wants? All right. Nobody. Scott Rice. Ready to take the piston knockers off the line. Here they go. Got He's that. bringing it straight. He's off about 155, 160. The truck kind of didn't get out from under him yep. when he wanted to take it away right at the yellow. Ducky missed a little bit on his second step getting in. Still had him in the ground at 42. Didn't look like the truck responded, Time obviously. 10.80. Right? 10 right when he wanted to pull away, the truck uh, didn't respond to him. 53 to the oh, corner. Right, number 11 on your programs, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. Yeah, I mean, if he lets them, if he can get out where he wants to, they got some nice momentum right there. Yes. So I don't know if it's the truck just went on him or. Yeah, I think if it doesn't cut out on him, he might even hold that brake a second more. You know what I'm saying? He was under total control. He yeah. got 150. He had the truck settled down right where he wanted. It looked like he was ready to pull out at the yellow, and the truck just wouldn't go for him. All right, Port Washington. Sable still at 979, your leader. Port Washington looking to get on the board. A little surprised on such a beautiful day, fellas. The stands are kind of lightly filled. I don't think everybody's used to these 10 a.m. starts anymore, Lenny. Yeah. Right? Four o'clock start. I say eight o'clock, A-Rock. Start this thing. We're done by 11. Parade at six. I, mean, just, <laughs> I know you guys commented on it. The weather couldn't be more perfect. I still don't see a full moon, my friend. No, I'm looking. There's one in Ridge. Like Port Washington's just about ready to go. Danny Salerno ready to take him off the starting line. He rolls out. He's on the gas. Approaching the cones, he's right at the 150, he's going to have to get on it hard. He lets him go, straight ladder. Ooh, climber missed on his instep. Ooh, he went for his grab and missed. I don't know if they're going to flag him on that. Yeah, I don't know. That, he's brought, uh, that truck was straight as North Lindy's was, but it looked like he brought it in a little deep. 626 in deep. Got a cone time on that? Fifty-four. I've seen a lot, of, a lot of low 50s, but uh, anybody's taking it right to the cones no has had a hard time stopping. You know what you see in here, though? It's like with this Your nice... Please. Hold on. Lindenhurst is on a 20-minute breakdown. It looks like what you're seeing here is these and trucks. I'm going to be number 14 on your me? programs. The Harris from <laughs> East Farmingdale. For the third time, Paulie. Go ahead. <laughs> the trucks are carrying a lot of momentum when you get off the gas. I don't know if it's the low humidity and maybe they have so much speed coming into those cones, but it appears that you've got to get on those brakes because the truck's flying in here. Yeah, it, to me, it's you looked at B ladder, the trucks are really hooking up, and now it's C ladder, they're not settling down. So if you, you know, if you, again, like someone like Danny, you drive both contests, he's like, man, that thing really hooked up. When I got on the hard break in B, I get on the hard break in C, and maybe it's not hooking up. I thought he was a little deep at the cone. 
Pretty similar to Scott. East Farmingdale. Okay, here we go with the hairs. <coughs> Currently 1-9 on the board. The original 9-79 for the Blue Jays. 12-52, Selden's in fifth. Gorilla's up, can smell the burgers going. Send him up. All right, one of the officials that. just came over to the driver. He handed Meatball. him something, it looked like Paul a bag here. or something. I'm a not map. really sure. A map. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they're through the timing light. Truck moves a little whoa, bit side whoa, to whoa, side, kind of like hydroplane a little bit. Bragg comes to stop just inside the perfect ladder line. Climber is on. He's fighting his way up the ladders, one rung at a time. When you're standing on the back of that truck and you do that little movement coming down, Ooh. it feels like a wide <laughs> movement. Time for East Farmingdale. 11.17. Ladder's dancing a little bit back Line number 15 on your programs. The Wolves from Iceland! You sit on the back of that truck and you hold on to the rung at a 90 degree angle with your arm. You created your elbow at 90. And with that little wiggle, you're almost going out to a 180. That ladder, when you're hanging down in the back there, is going back and forth. It gets a little hairy. You're talking the thrower and the climber, obviously. Yes. Just getting swung around back there. <laughs> the diggers are feeling it as well, but they're a little in tighter to the truck, so. All right, so we have our first of the two teams in contention for the Sea Ladder County Point Championship, Paul. Yep. Down four points, I slip to CI. They have 15 total points this year so far. So they really need to put up a, a heavy number here and put a little pressure on the Central Islipobos, who are a couple teams in the hole. And going to need a hell of a lot of help at this point, because 979 is the only nine on the board. Correct. Islip yet to get on the board so far, correct? Yeah, so in addition to trying to win that sea ladder title, I definitely want to... Uh, Get some points here. They don't want to come out of a lot of contests with no points here. That makes you put yourself in a real big hole. Right, looks like Mikey Welton's got him ready to go. Waiting for them to finish their call off. Alright. Two revs from the Isop Wolves Sea Truck. Oh, going with three. <laughs> Mikey Welton takes it through the line. He's off just before the cones. Nice control. Beautiful Josh drop. Jason is in. Great. That's a hell of a run right there, uh, man. He's going to be on eight. That's a hell of a run. Beautiful drop. And Josh ate it up. Yeah. Time for Islip. 8.84. Ooh, Mr. Rob Newton on it. That's a solid eight right there. 306 cone to dig. 57 nice job. to the cone. Yeah. So the other two were faster. North Lunion. Line yeah. number 19 on your programs. The Flying Dutchman from West Sable. His mount was just awesome, and he climbed at that same speed all the way to the top. Very impressive. Great drop to give them Mo, but you got to give credit to those diggers right there. You know what? When you're getting dropped that hot, to stick it and hold it in the thrower, they all did a hell of a job. Also, it just shows, too, how Mike drives that race differently than those other guys because Mike really settles his truck down and out top. Could play into it. Those guys carry the speed in and going into the hard break. Mike really settles it down out top. Yeah, I agree, Audie. He had him in a lot more control when he left them based off of how he brought it from the 150 in. I West Sable Flying Dutchman up next. Heavy shot. That's going to get your day started in 884. Trying, uh, trying, but looking to build off that second place B ladder shot. Frankie Miller rolls off the line, brings it down the street. C truck's moving a little bit. He's got to get it under control. 
deep. Let's him go. Oh, man. There's a perfect example of doing a lot of driving, and then all of a sudden there's no the cone. No for the West Sable outside of the safety zone rule, 13-0-3. Ladder hit the arch real hard, left quite a mark. I would, I would say that truck was squirrely more than any other coming down the track. And on Frank the line to be number 20 on your programs. <laughs> on the line off the breakdown, number 13 on your programs. The snails from Lindenhurst. All right, Paul, it was squirrely all the way. Frank tried to give him a shot. He got it back under control as far as being straight, but just a little too much speed at the end. Yeah, I mean, it was really, I mean, we talked about how it was pronounced before for East Farmerdale coming down. That was way more for those guys. I mean, that ladder was, you could see the back of the ladder come out the side of the truck. You know what I'm saying? Well, usually when you see a ladder wave a little bit in the back, it still stays within the shadow of the truck. That ladder was getting towards the edge of the fenders right there, so they were really doing some moving. Tough ride hanging off the back there. <laughs> it's like Ryan's When it's all over, you'd laugh about it about six hours, three deep later. Tough or scary? Uh, scary. <laughs> two yeah, ways to, to describe it. It's like Ryan took a little bang to his hand or arm there and what? the ladder at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think this tournament's always been very kind to him. When you're doing all that, you're, no, either, you're either saying, get to the cones, get to the cones, get to the cones. Oh, get off it. Yeah. <laughs> A-Rock confirming the word scary. Yeah, All right, old. Lindenhurst off their breakdown of snails. We got 8, 9, and above. 8, 9, 10s, 11s, <laughs> and even a 12. 10.80. Fifth place. Yeah. All right, come the snails. Uh, yep, little going. movement on their truck, too. He's going to have to get on a brake side. He does. Same straight thing. ladder. Climber is on. A little bit of a slow, tough climb for him, and he... Where he would have went for the grab, he decided Mike better. Mike Casino doing a 90-degree climb right there to get to the top for Lindenhurst, and yeah. Time for Lindenhurst, 12.09. Where he would have went for his grab, I think he decided better of it. Line he didn't have the momentum. Number 20 on your programs, the Hubbles from Central Iceland. Again, that truck looking a little bit loose on the way down yeah. as well, guys. Track is having an impact on the sea ladder contest here today. 64 to the cone. I tell you, looking down here, when... Weck went to pull out. Those front tires were turned. Was trying to, truck was really starting to even go on him in the pit. So, so with Central Ice up on the line here, they are actually going to have to put up. Uh, well, they're up four, well, they're point up lead, four right? points. So, so yeah, they really just have to run better than a ten at this point. They might uh, even be able to have a hiccup and get to, to the top. To lock it up. Eight eighty four nine seventy nine. Then we go to a 1034, 10.75, so, and a 10.80. Uh, real quick, Paulie, yep. there's a rumor out there that this might be Jay Newhoff's last drill. So this might be his last time climbing. I talked to him about that, and I said, okay, you've said that the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we'll At see. one point, it's going to be true. I'm and just saying that they're trying to win county points as well. They're not laying up anything. They're not. I agree, Artie. <laughs> no. They're going for yeah, their regular they're run. They're trying to run at 860. Yep. When to see I lay up in anything anyway, no matter what. But if this is Jay Newhoff's last run, and we can talk about it maybe later, but kudos to him. Great, great career. Almost like the truck didn't come off the line. Oh, man, he's really all over. Oh, my, and he leaves him, and Jay does a hell of a job. Let me tell you something. That ride right there, talk about being able to high-five the cone. I don't think the front wheels were on the, on the, on the ground. Halfway no, down. Nine point two two. 9.22. The wildest 9.22 I've ever seen. 
the front wheels weren't on the track. He no. was skating left and right. He lets them go. They stick it, and Jake climbs a crooked ladder. But here, here's on the, the thing. There number 22 in your programs, the Bucks from Deer Park. With Danny driving, he knows his fronts are off the ground, and he's going all over. Typically, you see Danny drive like Mike, comes across the cone, gets on it, gives that little chirp, goes in. Danny did that chirp about the cone because he knew he needed to settle the truck down. Driver awareness of if I take this across the cone, I'm going to go under. So I got to chirp it even further outside, settle it down to give these guys a shot, and he gave it to them. Is that the uh, the skid marks we're looking at, right, coming across the cones, guys? That might yes, have been him. That's, yeah. Yes. That's probably it's him. crazy. Yeah. So he's out. He's chirping them around 165. One, yeah, at least. 160. If you're on the – got to interview somebody <laughs> on the back of that truck because that had to be hairy. It was really dancing back. It was dancing all over. But he stopped it in a good spot and let him go in a perfect ladder spot. You could see as soon as he got off the line, right. he was spinning them. Deer Park Bucks looking to beat that 1075 and put themselves in position to score in a second ladder contest. Here they go. Keeping it right down the track. He's off about 160. He's on the break. Comes a complete stop. Truck does not come out from under him. Climber is in and up. And he might have done it. He's put himself in that position. You know, I thought he went right to the cones, and that truck really stopped well for him. Time to get park. 10.52. I think that's just outside the top five. Line number 23 on your programs. The Bandits from Farmingville. Now, this truck's going to be interesting in a situation where there's no humidity. 76 cone there for Deer Park. I, I, I thought Derek did a good job. He just he couldn't get out. Bomberville might have to get out of the gas at the B-Hose start right here. <laughs> I, I, talked to, uh, I talked to them before the drill. They said they've kind of maybe ironed it out a little bit. They're getting more in the high 40s to low 50s. For you folks that may not know what we're talking about, this new Farmingville Sea truck's been running and running hard this year. They're, I mean, they're the only team this year that got thrown out of the contest. They were 339, so they broke the 340 mark. Again, pulling an ice arm in practice one night. They were running high three twos. <laughs> hand here. I mean, hand time, but here on this track. Well, it's wide open for them to get a few points right here. 884 and then a 922, your top two numbers. 979, 1034, 1052 Deer Park. So 1034, 4th Riverhead, 1052 Deer Park. So uh, three points right now for Farmingville. Come the bandits through the timing line. He really coast off the line. He's fading. He got off about 165. Trucks fishtailed in the brakes. Straight ladder. Rough looking shot there, and I don't think it's going to beat Deer Park for Outside. that fifth place number right now. Time for Farmingville. 10.62. See, Mikey got off it early enough. Line number 24 in your programs. Yellow birds from Copeland. I think they're in the hard break at the end. It's still got a little sideways on Three, it. 390, he really overcompensated, yeah. really rolling out. He was almost past the lights when he oh hit the yeah. gas. And then still got off at 175, 180 in there. So, again, yeah. I, they're going to take that motor out. It's going to go to McBets. It's going to have some work done to it. That situation, you probably just, if you're going to get thrown out, you get thrown out. But you got to do your run. you got to look at them, too. I mean, even Eddie driving. You've seen all these teams fishing and, and doing a lot of skating, and he knows the power he's got in that truck. You almost say, I can't jump on this thing. Yeah, he was fate left. All right, so we have Kopeg sitting in second place in the drill with four points. Uh, Central Ice have positioned themselves with 
potentially four points in this contest to have a big lead coming out of the ladder. Unless uh, Kopech can do something here. So Sables guarantee themselves a point, at least, host of today's drill with Hagerman, or Hagerman's the host, and Sable a combo team. Kopech smart. they got to finish this contest. They finished this contest, they're scoring, so they can't overdo it. they got to realize maybe they can run that 9.22, but let's just shoot in that area. I mean, when you're sitting there with four points and you're in second place, like you said, Rob, or, what, you know, got to be smart about it. All right, Yellow Birds, another sea truck going all over the road. He corrects it. He's off just outside the 150. He's on the brakes. He's got to leave him a little harder than that. Chris Brandt-Climber is in. Oh, oh, he lost his hands three-quarters of the way the top. up. That's going to cost him potentially putting himself in They're position out. to score. Time for Copeg. 10.79. Four. Maybe number 28 on your programs. The Redskins from Bayshore. 4.03. To the cones? To the cones. Really? Well, he, you know what it is? When he got squirrely, he might have let out of the gas of hair. Yeah. You could see it. He wasn't carrying any speed down here, you know, getting, coming into the arch either. So. Big opening for Bayshore. Bayshore sitting with three points. They, they can run that 9.22. I mean, Moe puts him in there nice and clean. And he gets to the top. They're going to beat the 9-22. So, big opportunity for Bayshore. Yeah, they've run the 9-1 this year. And if they want to keep pace with CI, that'd be uh, at least, uh, you know, they could close the gap a little bit. Right now, it's uh, potentially a 10-point lead, if not more. Look at these guys on the button. They couldn't even wait one more team to go, and they got to throw down a hot dog. Look at them. It's probably the button. There's no way you're ambidextrous, so you're eating with your button hand, obviously. Just because Bayshore's on the line. I get it. Well, mustard on his right there on it. A-Rock's using his big toe on the button for this one. All right, check the red book. Are these guys allowed to have a hot dog in one hand and a button in the other? New rule. <laughs> That'd be a fun right. one. You got mustard on my, my thing over there, my friend. All right. <laughs> Concluding our sea ladder contest, the Bayshore Redskins. Bayshore through the timing light. He's got that sea truck under great control. He's off about 160. Did a break. Let's him go hard. Yeah, he let the break. in. He's got a good climb going. He misses the uh, step before his I ground. tell you what, Mole drove a straight contest. Left him with great momentum. Best drive of the day. 60 to the cone, but best drive as far as straight coming in. Had him in the ground at 31. Time for Bayshore. 10.02. That's a low nine. That's a, what, a fourth place? So it's going to be Islip far and away winning that one. CI is going to get four. They have a huge equipment. lead. Local committee, general judges, and grievance committee for the water test. Three points for the Sable Blue Jays. Of the C ladder contest. First place, five points. Number 15, Islip. Second place, four points. Number 20, Central Iceland. Three, third place, three points. Number one, Sable. Fourth place, two points. Number 28, Bayshore. Fifth place, one point. Number nine, Riverhead. All right, so Riverhead's going to get a point out of that. Uh, CI's got to have 14 going into the hose contest. 14, second place is going to be five. five. So you got Bayshore and Iceland, five points. So five, five, four, four. Huge. Jump out front for the CI Hobos. Big, big lead. Who would have thought, right? 
right, Fred, what do you think? We're going to do a little commercial here. They scored as many points in the first three contests as they, they did, did a, a state tournament. <laughs> All right, we'll All be right. back. The 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchman, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. 
Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all the Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the drill team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise CadLink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise CadLink, the mobile response response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters, volunteers. 
you won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is an exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 19... 19- all right, Fred, thanks for uh, giving us those words of wisdom from, from our sponsors. We're still in the middle of the host test here at the Hagerman Drill. Um, gives us an opportunity to read off some local announcements. Uh, the Islip Terrace Fire Department is hosting a Rocktoberfest on October 3rd. The show starts at 3 o'clock. The doors open at 2.30. You're getting live performances from Jimmy Kenny and the Pirate Beach Band, Dakota Rose, and also music in between the bands by DJ Elite. You can get $25 pre-sale tickets down at our scoreboard. There's people selling the tickets here today. Uh, and also, it's $30 a day of the event. For more information, you can call 631-581-7350, extension 231. So that's the first one. The second one is the FASNI Winter Games are coming up. And I was asked to read this off. February 5th, 6th, and 7th in Cortland, New York. I actually went to it last year. It's a great time. Um, there's several different events. There's tubing races. There's a hose relay. There's a sled pull. And there's broom ball. So these events are all run outside in the snow. Well, the broom ball is played on an ice hockey rink indoors. But the other stuff is all run in the snow in full gear. Uh, it's great activities for all firefighters, auxiliaries, and explorers. Uh, they're welcome as well. Uh, there's also a registration party when you first get there. Again, that's February 5th, 6th, and 7th. The FASNI Winter Games in 2016. So again, they're trying to button up the water test here in Hagerman. Beautiful day. Come on out. Bring the family. It's moving along pretty well. Well, the guys are taking a break right now, and Fred has left me hanging without the the use of the rest of the commercials. I also know Lindenhurst Fire Department is running a golf outing on September 28th. That is at the West Sable Country Club. I'm sure if you see any of the snails, they can hook you up with tickets to that as well. I think it's only $80 for the outing with food being served back at the pavilion afterwards. So uh, another great opportunity to get out and have some fun with your fellow firefighters and racing team members. Your attention, please. The time of the water will be 4.69 through 144 feet, 2 inches of 2 and 1 half inch satin hose with a three-quarter inch nozzle tip. Okay, just a quick rundown on total points. Sable Blue Jays with three. 
Uh, Riverhead's got one. North Lindenhurst has Team should three. be lining up for Seahawks. Islip with five. You got to be in place to run. West Sable with four. Thank you, uh, Bill. Central Islip with 14. Deer Park with one. Farmingville with three. Copaig with four. And Bayshore with six. So uh, CI with a bit of a lead, but still five races to go. And see if somebody can catch up to him, Paul. I think Bayshore's got five, Lynn. All right, he's got it listed here as six. I think it's five. Okay. But yeah. we'll get the exact amount in a second. No, I think you're right. He's doing some bad math here. <laughs> bad math. Or bad handwriting, one or the other. So strangely, we don't see any sea trucks at the uh, start of the track. You would think by now the teams would be lined up. I would imagine the officials may be supervising them packing their hose out on the service road. But uh, it's like the local committee and the officials are ready. Yeah, there's just nobody out there to run, Len. How about the Jets just cut Matt Flynn? I just said how I thought he looked great. What's going on with that? I watched most of that game. And Aren't they I cut would have Gino? To with you. Cut Gino! <laughs> Good luck on that one. Hey. <laughs> there you go. That, they still they still show Archie Bunker. Those Old shows, are, oh my, those shows are classic. What channel? Isn't it against the law? You know, in the in the politically correct world we're in today. It was amazing that those shows aired. It really. Listen, was. vote for Donald Trump, and we'll get all those shows back. The shirt. I'm still waiting for the little rascals to come back, but I think Bill Cosby's got something to do with that. Oh, listen, Bill Cosby's got nothing to do with anything anymore. He has no say whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I bet he did. Just kind of not the right way to do it. So while we have a little delay here. Jets cut Matt Flynn. All right, so the Sable Blue Jays are actually making their back words way up the track to the Seahole start. Remember we talked about Sable had a tough time, but I believe they blew out an axle. Didn't really get to practice with the sea truck this week, and, you know, sometimes that works out for you. It did for them in Sea Ladder. They scored three. See if they could follow it up with a little Seahole shot here on the home track. Yeah, you get to this time of year. You've been running all summer. Like you guys said earlier, the pressure is off. Sometimes you just go through the motions, and without all that pressure, you just put up a solid run. Just a beautiful day out here. I mean, if you're sitting around debating whether to come out to the drill, come on out, because you'll get a little bit of sun, but you're not going to get that blistering that you would get on a really hot summer day. Let's take a look at the sea ladder point. Uh, sorry, sea hose points for the year. Hotly contested contest. We have... Three teams with the possibility of being county point champions. CI is your leader right now with 14. Bayshore, 13. And then East Islip, who's not running today, so they're out. And West Sable with nine. So West Sable with an outside chance to tie for the county point championships in Seahose. Bayshore and CI head-to-head here. 
The next contest to be run is the Seahose contest. The state record is 11.93 and is held by East Islove. First team on the line to be number one in your programs, the Blue Jays from Sable. All right, Sable apparently is on the line. They're going to get ready. The official's still standing out in front. I don't see too many other trucks down there at the start. So I think we're still a couple minutes away from getting this contest going. Lenny gave you the total points, so bit of a runaway right now for the CI Hobos. Remember tonight, 7 p.m. at the track in Central Islip off Wheeler Road, Station 2, I believe. The victory party for the first time ever co-champions of the New York State drill did they flip a coin to determine the host on that uh they're co-hosting len co-hosting everything actually right down to the last penny but it should be a good time they're gonna have a little parade with the top five and then they're gonna get right into a ceremony short ceremony followed up by a good night of what do we want to call it celebrating i was thinking more debauchery but Celebrating is probably more appropriate. <laughs> I, we're ready to go, fellas. I don't know if we're out here watching, but the track's been cleared for the Sable Blue Jays, and we're getting get ready to some racing here. Lenny's made his uh, way down trackside. Here comes Sable. <clears throat> Home track. He's heading to the cone. Don Corker brings him in. Looks like he left him in a nice area. Cole is off. Oh, he missed the stick. He had it on. He misses the stick. He's going to have nightmares about that one because he had a beautiful drop. Hits the target. Man, he wants that one back. Time for Sable. 14.06. 14.06. That had 12s written all over it right there. On line number seven on your programs, the Turtles from Westbury. 64 to the cone, I think I heard over there. Man, he left him with momentum. Good three, four-step drop at the hydrant. Hits it. And then just goes right over the top of the handle. Man. Gotta, gotta get that handle. Gotta fix that mic. So next up is going to be the Westbury Turtles. Sable, a nice hose lay and everything, all the way up to the top. Hits the target. <clears throat> all right, looks like we're just about ready. Should be no problem drying this track today as the sun is beating down on it with a stiff breeze coming up the track as well. Do we have a time for Cole's? Like what he went by? I don't know. I didn't have a watch on it. Thought Don drove a nice race. 64 to the cone, but I thought he left him with Mo. About four steps. Lenny, if you're down there, see, does anybody get a handle on that one, Len? I don't know if you, you got to turn that on. I didn't. I didn't hear anything. Uh, let me grab my watch, though. I think my watch is on the table up there. Yeah, I got it. You want me to throw it down? Uh, throw it now. Fred, hand this to Lenny when he comes up. All right, let's see if we get something here. Westbury getting ready to pull out. All right, here they come. Keeping a tight line, Merck. 
Right by the grass. Now he's over the cone. He's at the hydrant. Kenny Gass is off with momentum. Oh, he puts it on. They got water in the hose. Up at the top, Matt Rodden fighting it. Now he's got the nozzle on. He's sitting on one leg. Oh, what are we turning the water off for? Rodden was in an awkward position there at the end, but, man, we've got to keep that water on. Time for Westbury. 16.31. 16.31. On the line of your number eight on your programs, the slow pokes from Selden. Let's get a water on there. 57 to the cone. 7.14. 7.14. Roddy went a little step past, had to go back, got it on, then was low and outside. Wasn't really on the flap. And then it looked like, I guess, Ken, I wasn't looking up the track. Kenny turned it off on him? Yeah, I think I think he saw, either he thought he hit the target or he saw Rodden rocking. Like, he was in an awkward position as they're yeah. going to put a tape on their hose. They might be getting a no time right here, as obviously there's some question about the length of it. But uh, I don't know. I, I think he just turned it off. He thought maybe he hit it, I guess. And we're going to get it. They're, they're trying to give him the benefit of doubt, pulling that hose a little taut. Going to match up the uh, thing to it. I'll tell you what, if you don't got your foot on that hose, it's probably shrinking up pretty good right here. And no time. Yeah, they're going to get a no time. You know, it's Your attention, it. please. There will be a no time for Westbury. Their hose was too short. It's got to be inches because he really was taking a look at it. But when you're, it's, the pavement is heated up, if your hose is even close and you don't get a foot on it to hold it at one end, my point is you can't let it go to the official's discretion at this point. you got to get it past those lines as soon as you run the contest. What do you think, Art? Uh, I agree. You know, whether you run a shot or not, you know, sometimes guys are... They know and are very aware when they run a number, they are going to make sure they're maybe pulling a little bit as they're getting it off. Yeah. I think there with the 16 and they're a little frustrated, they're not being as uh, conscious of what's going on. Yep. And uh, end up coming up short. Yeah, yeah. Then you, hey, you never know when you get a rerun. You want to keep keep those letters off the board so you have a shot at it. But you're right. I think they just lost focus of what they were supposed to do. I mean, if you're out here running and you think, you, and whether you're right, whether you hit it or not, you, when you pull that hose off, boy, you got to stretch it. Yep. Don't let them go to the tape. Play the game. An official number is six inches short, fellas. Wow. Well, that's more than a little. But it'll shrink up that much. I see some Joe Boy lengths in there. Sheldon. Dave Carmen. A little squirrely again. He's at the cone. He's at the hydrant now. Cotty's got a nice job handled down. See what they can do up top. Oh. oh put that on. You know, he looked like he missed the first one and got nervous, but he really picked up the coupling. Time for Selden, 18.27, 18.27. It was after a 7.20 stick. It's a nice job by uh, Cotty at the Hydrant right there. On the line to be number nine on your programs, the Iron Man from Riverhead. Looks like Selden's really got to start working on the second half of that race. If you go back the last few weeks, you know, they're hooking it up at the Hydrant. Dave's driving it well, 55 to the cones, giving him the shot for some points. And up top, they've been fumbling the opportunity as yeah. of late. C-Truck's in. C-Truck's, uh, you know, been dialed in pretty much for them. They're out of three fives. I think Cotty's been doing a great job at the Hydra's putting water in the hose a lot. And, uh, yeah, up top, just not finishing it off for them. So they really need to do their work up there. I thought Dave did a nice job at the end of that driving because he was outside, and he really brought it in for Cotty, especially with this hydrant off the course that lasts like 50 feet. 
That's an opportunity. I mean, you, you took 720 handle. That's a 12. Oh, yeah. That's a heavy 12. Solid 12 if he blasts the target. No doubt. All right, we're waiting for the Riverhead Ironman. You know, if you're teams like Selden, again, they don't score a lot of points during the year. That's an opportunity. you got to take advantage. When you get the opportunity to put points on the board, Yep. you got to put your points on yep. the board. Got to grab those trophies. Well, that's definitely a host team moving in the right direction. Yeah. But like I said, they gotta they got to fix. Something's going on up top. It's got to be fixed because, you know, you can't keep blowing opportunities when you'd have a chance at maybe team records week after week. And, you know, going into the winter... Oh, my God. What are these guys doing? Oh, uh, my God. The flag's been given, and we just had two people run across the track. This will be the first of Riverhead's two runs. <laughs> yeah, if they like. Got water in the hose. See what Kyle can do up top. Got to get busy. Water's creeping. Oh, he, he drops, drops the, the nozzle. nozzle. And I'll put in for my rerun. Yeah, me too. Bunch of hose dumped out about halfway down, guys. It pulled itself out, but they lost. Still most doesn't of have them. it on. Now I would just go right to. Hold the it up, time gentlemen. You have overtime. I, I, again, if anyone out there, Riverhead, listen, <laughs> I go right <laughs> to the timing truck. Right over, to, and, and one of the guys that ran across is an official, so he can't deny that he did it. Yeah, I, that was kind of crazy. I think we all know who the other one was too. Yeah, the Zach attack. Zack of the day. That's the <laughs> Zack of the day. Yeah, right, standing in the middle of the truck with the truck ready to come down. The Zack of the day. <laughs> The port people are listening. And the line will be number 10 on your programs, the Pistonakas from North Lindenhurst. North Lindenhurst just out of it, five and a half points behind county point leaders in Seahose for the year. That was crazy. All the flags were given, and then two people run across the track. Rules are rules. Yep. All right, so far, 14.06 by Stable, still leading the pack. High noon. Yeah, is it? It's a whistle. The cork. Don Corkery does it all. He drives the race, then gets on the burger wagon and brings up burgers and hot dogs and drinks. Guy's guy's going to get me fat. Guy's unbelievable. Because he kept telling us he wanted to take us out for a burger. Now he's just going to get one one right here. Ketchup. Oh, he's got the ketchup. Thank you, Don. Nice drop in the sea hose there, Don. Missed the stick. Would have been a home run. Listen, Riverhead's aware of uh, what happened there. They just talked to one of the officials, and officials stated that those two people were completely off the track by the time the truck left the line. Doesn't matter. Well, they got the I'm going to go argue. Here comes North London Earth. Nice tight line. Yeah, Scott brings tight. him in real tight to the hydrant. See what Chris Connell does. Water nose. Nice drop up top. Ducky Vinny. He's got it. And wow. Oh, he was high. He was right dead on the flat, but in the middle of the stanchion. 51 to the cone. Time for North Lindenhurst. 1, 2, 12.81. Threw away a 12.5 right there, at least. Yeah, they were around 7 flat on the hydrant. Yeah, it was a nice drop. Scott drove a nice race both ends. Line number 11 on your programs, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. Scott Rice styled in today, 53-51. Mm-hmm. 469 to the cone. Sorry, 469 water today. Cone was 51 for them. 
Do not see any Ironmen near the timing truck. doing a little inquiry with Paul. So we'll take over for a minute here. Donald Reese making sure they sweep or roll the hydrant to his satisfaction before he gives the thumbs up to Donald Smallwood and Danny Solano and the boys as he now makes his way to the middle of the track. There it is. So adapter's been set. White flag number one, white flag number two. Just waiting for, I think actually not even on the truck yet. Guys are still waiting to step on for port. Just hoping they're not in port. It's in the minute roll today. Maybe they're waiting for Zach. <laughs> Just in case they need a rerun. Here goes Danny getting on the rev. Donald Smallwood still looks just getting on. Here they come. A little swirly. Now he's straining out real tight to the cone. I like Good it. Speed. Oh, he's by. Hose comes up short. Big loop at the hydrant, but he Yeah. Went. Small one had to make a real hard right turn, and then that by that third step, second step, he was past. Yeah, just a little deep. Time for Paul Washington. 1-3.25. 13-25. Correction, 7-5, What? Five over to the cone right there. On the line to be number 12 on your programs, the Tigers from Brentwood. So Brentwood's going to make their debut. Yeah, sea hose, sea ladder. So interesting, Brentwood just getting out today for C-Hose. They had run some ladders the last couple of tournaments. Maybe a manpower issue today. Your attention, please. General judges, we have a protest from Riverhead. In the C-Hose contest. Interference. Official. And another team member crossed it in front of us at the time. The white... Uh, after the white flag was given. General judges. Now we'll see how the white shirts, see how the white shirts handle this. A couple of officials we can see down below by the nozzle line having a little talk. Some of the guys with some wristbands on. I mean, Paul, you saw it when it happened and they were off the track 
by the time River had left the line, but they probably left the line maybe three to five seconds after they were yeah, off the track. Yeah, you know so what happens in that. your vision, your driver Absolutely. sees it. And then the guys on the back of the truck start talking to each other, and you become unsure. Do we go? Do we not go? Is, the, is an official going to walk back out with a white flag? You know, we've, we've cleaned up if somebody walks behind. Like, if somebody came in behind Brentwood right now, that would be not a rerun. Water in the hose for Brentwood. Going to have to get busy up top. Robbie Allen, oh, not going to have a shot. Taking way too long. Now he loses the nozzle. And just a lot of time up there to break it and try to get set. Robbie really used the momentum that was given to him there and ate up the hydrant. Overtime for Brentwood. Overtime. Your attention, please. Lindenhurst is on a 20-minute breakdown. Breakdown number two in the seat contest. On the line to be number 14 on your programs. The Hares from East Farmingdale. So we'll see what happens here with Riverhead. I think a decision's been made. We'll hear it up in a minute or so. Yeah, I mean, if the official just says, yeah, I did it after the I mean, anything in front of the truck, I think, has always been... There's a couple hundred people here that saw it. There, you, <laughs> there used to be when people would get reruns when, when the truck was halfway down the track and someone would walk across the track way past above the cones and you'd get a rerun. And that that's the one that's pretty much been stopped. That you, you know, that was behind your vision. You had no idea they were even there right. unless somebody told you. But when two people, after you're on the back of the truck, all of a sudden dart out, Given the white flag. whether you left or not, doesn't matter. Yeah, makes sense. It's in your vision that you've seen it. Everyone be if you're in your call-off, I mean, if you've told the driver, okay, let's, let's go, go, and the driver pauses a little bit, guys are wondering why there's a pause. It's all about timing, rhythm. Yeah, it is. Concentration. It definitely is. So you, you get into a rhythm and timing of how you run the contest with how the driver gets ready to And you can't say, well, it didn't affect you, because you don't know what it's like for those guys. Right. Uh, you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. It's, it's in the rule. It happens. First two clouds of the day, three clouds. What are, yeah. what are they doing out there? Loners. Little small, small white ones in the sky. East Farmingdale, the hares. Going through there, revs. Here they come, fades a little bit outside now, straightens it out. Coming in, off at the cone. Hard break, really gonna have a long run. About six steps, and he goes. Now just gets water in. Nozzle man just getting it on, waiting for water. And he's looking for the flap, there it is. And that's gonna be a good year, maybe. Yeah. Time for East Farmingdale. 16.72. 1672. 67 to the cone. Looks like Islip's going to be up. On the line to be number 15 on your programs, the Wolves from Iceland. All right, North Lindy, 1281. Port Washington, 1375. Sayville, 1406. Those are your top three times. Islip Wolves, five points on the day, coming off that 884 in C ladder. Let's see what they can do here with the C truck. Getting a little special roll up here on the nozzle by their own guys. Yeah, AJ putting a little extra pressure on the roller. Yeah, I saw he was leaning back before. Now he's all Oh, he's hunched over. Got a little bit more yeah. weight into it. I think AJ just broke a sweat. 
drying up his course right Look at him. Paizo giving a last check if yeah. there's a puddle. Oh, they got guys in the middle, aren't they? Doing all the, uh, uh, taking care of their own business. Yeah. Uh, Lenny's trying to grab him. <laughs> Ask him how his fiance is. Guys, I'm down here with AJ from the Wolves. AJ, the guys in the yards think you might have tried a little harder for Iceland. Um, I try a little harder for our team, but, you know, it is what it is. When CI gets up there, no shot. Lenny, give him congratulations for his engagement. Yeah, how's the fiance? Apparently you got engaged. Congratulations. False rumor? Oh, okay. I'm just there just feeding it to me. <laughs> Ice up ready to go. Nice and tight. Mike's almost, he's a yeah. tire with off the grass. Fades out now. He's straight, pretty straight coming all in. Off. Squeaks him up. Heavy is off. Water's Water. in the hose. See what Butler can do. Break. Nozzle on. A nice Not run up. for Islip. Little under the flat, but solid shot. I think you take that high. Uh, yeah. Talking it most of the time. Stick wasn't all that. Time 37. One, two, point nine, one. Twelve, ninety-one. Twelve, ninety-one. That's going to be second place behind North Lindy's twelve, eighty-one. But that looked like a clean shot. We got a water on for that or no? That's seven thirty-seven. Line off to breakdown. Number thirteen on your programs. The snails from Lindenhurst. Yeah, 59 to the cone, and yeah, 7-3 we're thinking about water on, so North Lindy's putting it on about two-tenths faster, and there it is overall at the end. Looks like this is going to be Lindenhurst, right? Lindenhurst off their breakdown is going to come to the line. They can run that 12-91, 12-81. Wide open contest right here. Remember, it's hotly contested for overall county points. CI one point up on the Bayshore Redskins for the county point championship. Winners again, second breakdown of the day with the C car. I'm hearing it might be starter issues. Josh Marshall just checking in, saying we sound good. He said he made it out alive last night from his sodas. <laughs> said this have some for him today. Not you, Lenny. Looks like he's got a nice view looking at the water today up there, up north. Sent right. me a little picture. Leonard has two points on the day. Puts it 40 degrees up there in Rochester this, <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Summer, boom, winter. Snow on the ground next week. Ah, uh, looks like Lindenhurst pointed out towards the middle. Now Weckley brings it back. He's over to Cohen at the hydrant. A lot of run, but he gets the water in the hose. Ooh, searching up top. They find it. Nozzle on. And target hit. He did a lot of run into the hydrant, so I don't know where this is going to end up. It's going to be a high 12, and they did get a cone penalty right there. I had 750 on the stick. Time for Lindenhurst. With penalty, 1, 2.96, 12.96. 12.96, what was that cone? 49 to the cone, so 12.95, and you add on the the 100th, so. Your attention, please. Third place. The protest of Riverhead has been 
disallowed. I don't know how that happens. Little shot. So Linderhurst, that's going to be a third place shot at 12.96. It's 88 degrees up in the Rochester area. Is it really? Hotter than it is here then. Josh out of the boat. He said the cows are with him. Nice. like the Baldwin Tomcats. What, what's the, uh, I don't know. All right. So that run was very similar to Islip's. We get a water on on that one? Lenny? For Lindenhurst? Anyone? You want? Anyone? The moon? The track's been cleared for Baldwin. And here comes Baldwin, rolling out. Pretty straight coming in. Gets off the gas, 165. A little swirly on the inside. Throws him outside. Now he's deep at the hydrant. We're now in the hose. Searching up top. Waits for the breaker. Nozzle on. Flap is up. But last 50, 60 feet, truck got swirly, went out and really gave the Hydrant Man a hard time. I mean, he had to run a good 10, 15 feet into the Hydrant. Time for Baldwin. Direct 1, 13.93. On the line to be number 19 on your programs, the Flying Dutchman from West Sable. That 13.93 is going to be currently fifth place with the West Sable Flying Dutchman coming to the line. West Sable, an outside shot, I believe, to tie... If they were to win this race and CI and Bayshore didn't get anything for county points and Seahoes. Um, yes. There are five points back. Nine points on the year. So the explanation for the no time, the disapproval of the protest is that they had the opportunity to say, wait a second, let's start over. Let's get the officials back out yeah. here but I don't know how you do that when you're in the call off no, and uh, I don't think it's over yet <laughs> no they're, they're back up here yep um, and I think rightfully so I'm gonna say uh, just in the spirit of good sportsmanship we, we know it affected them they just give it to them let's you know it's not affecting mm -hmm. whenever we run in a whole race or anything like that I, I agree with you Lenny I think the officials say yeah I walked out on that track so did another participant I, you know, After uh, the flags were given, I really haven't. Uh, I'm gonna bite my tongue in a penny. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, West Sable lined up towards the middle of the track as always. Michael Mara gonna make that run from left to right here, attacking that hydrant. 12:81 by North Linderhurst, the time to beat for first place. Currently, West Sable four points on the day. This hydrant, the way it's off, does Frank taper him in a little bit? Yeah, I think he's going to have to. And he does. He's bringing him in now. His truck's still all over the place. Michael's off with speed at the hydrant. Oh, he missed the handle. Missed the handle. It's going to cost him up at the top. Joey's waiting, and he flashes that target immediately, but that handle's going to hurt him. 7.03 on the first swipe when I thought he got it. 13.3. Time for Wasebo. 13.34. Seventy to the cone, so you know Frank's doing a lot of driving right there. That truck is definitely not sticking on to the On the line to be number twenty in your programs, 
the Hobos from Central Iceland. All right, the Hobos up by one point overall in the Sea Hose contest. 1281 North Lindy, 1291 Islip, 1296 Lindenhurst. Then that West Sable 1334 is going to be fourth. And 1375 by Port Washington, currently fifth. Now, CI supposedly, and we'll see it as they get a little closer here, wearing full helmet face shields today in this contest, I believe. I thought they were wearing it at all the contests, and it turned out they did not wear it in C ladder. One of them, I think, did. It's a motocross helmet where they've taken the shield off. Right, which is very similar to, I believe, uh, you know, Kyle Stevens used to wear one up in Deerfield. I think a couple other Deerfield guys wore one. Uh, they wear them in Copenhagen. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, you guys thought I was talking to somebody. Did you ask something? No, we were just talking about it. I think the hobos are wearing motocross helmets today. I had asked if you could go get me a meatball parm. I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, pal. Do oh, pick you up for Jack Jones. So CI currently sitting with 14 points, the identical amount that they scored at the state drill, though we're only three contests in. Tracks been cleared. Yeah. Guys are on the back. I'm, I'm curious to see if they're all going to wear this motocross helmet. A lot of discussion on the group. Looks like Jay Newell's wearing one dumping. few days. What? Jay Newell's wearing one dumping. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, we said it's a dangerous spot, right? Whoa, he veers way to the middle of the track. And he's just like Wes Sable, but this is way more pronounced all over. Drops him at the hydrant. Chris Murphy goes under. Now up at the top. Got water in the hose. And we're going to get that whole ride for them was a little crazy. Dropped them hard at the hydrant, went right under the adapter. Well, the helmets Time look, look cool as hell. 15.73. That leaves the door. Number 22 on your programs, the Bucks from Deer Park. It's going to leave the door wide open for the Bayshore Redskins to be the Seahose County Point champions. Your attention, please. Counties. Riverhead has called for the Grievance Committee on their protest. Grievance Committee to meet by the timing truck with the general judge. And with the chief judge. Grievance Committee to the timing truck. So, uh, me and you, Len, Paul's got to go downstairs. All right, all right. He's a member of that committee they just called. Well, we know what way he's voting. So, he's a member of the grievance committee, being on the rules committee. So, he will go down to hear Riverhead's um, and Kyle's Look, side of the story. Talking with guys on the sideline, you know, veteran racers, some younger racers, everybody kind of feeling the same way we are, Artie, that, you know, it happened. It can definitely affect you. Give him the rerun. Let's go. The thing that I just don't understand is it, it's it's in. I think we lost Artie's mic there. As we said today, we were having some technical difficulties. I guess end of the you year. There? This equipment, yeah, this equipment's a little beat up. But uh, how are we doing? Fred does a great job figuring it all out for us. Testing one. Two. I hear you, Art. All right, we're back. We're back. Uh, yeah, you know it's black and white, like I said, Len. I don't know what the. Uh, 
I'm glad to see Riverhead's pursuing it. So everyone, Mike issues the airport halfway through. Water's coming up. Oh, and he he thought he had it on, Len. Might have been crossed, Art. Yeah, I don't know. I think he did that look. Thought he heard the click and turn. I mean, no, he's a younger nozzle man. I uh, just uh, he started to look up, and the water came, and not there, not on. It's a decent hydrant too. I'm seven two. Yeah. Again, I I thought uh, nice drops. Uh, well, could have an issue here. I'm not sure what it is. Something with the I pots, know. I think. It's a, a cone issue. I think the Bucks might get a uh, get another shot at this. Getting their time. A lot going up here. On, a lot going on up here. Time for Deer Park. 18.72. So I'm not sure what this confusion is. I'll see if I can figure it out once they decide. No, uh, there was no cone time. The cone light did not register. On the line to be number 23 on your programs, the bandits from Farmingville. So they were just waiting for a chief judge explanation. Should they just give them their time or did they get a rerun? They received their time of 1872. But again, nice, uh, nice drops here for Deer Park. I guess it doesn't uh, affect your run. I mean, if anything, you would have got penalized, right? That's why they gave them that time. I tell you, this new official from Nassau, Don, by the targets, doing a great job. Great job, this new official we got down here, Donald from Nassau County. Right there, you see him, Len? Yeah, no, I know him. Uh, he's actually a quite a pleasant individual. Must have just got into the Nassau Officials Association this morning. Oh, oh we got a towel. Oil out here. Oh, look uh, at AJ working. That's the right guy to be stomping on yeah, that. That's a little AJ two-step going on the towel right now. Oh, I do hope that's on camera. <laughs> I'm sure it was. The AJ two-step. Group me's gonna light up on that one. At least his fiance knows he can dance. That's it. He doesn't need the lessons from Fred. We thought we were gonna have to get him. Farmingville, again, they had that 390 in C ladder really eased into the gas and then really backed off the gas. Yeah, a little, little overcautious, I think. C yeah, oh, we got a lot of things going on up here. Here we go. It's kind of the same thing. Got on a little bit harder this time. Took it a little bit closer to the cone, coming into the hydrant. See what they do. Justin's got water in the hose. Eddie Jr. gets busy up top. On. Oh, he's below the flap. I think that could cost him, Len. Looks like he waved it a little bit, too. Cardinal Sin, you don't want to be waving at that target, breaking up that water. At 7.22 on the stick. I don't think it registered again. I see the officials down there looking at it. Is that Pete down there taking a look at it? I think so. What was the overall? Do we have an overall time? I had 1368. You haven't announced it yet. 
So we're just waiting. We're not gonna we're not gonna disclose any information right now. Then we're gonna let the officials do their work. We're gonna have a little delay here, Len. We are gonna have a delay. I guess they're gonna work on that call night? Yes, uh, they are. They have been shut down up top. Well, now you have a team. If they're in a 13. Uh, I think I know what it is. If no, that I runner's was, in the money and there should have well, been a that's, penalty, that's the then what do you do? It is in the money. Um, well, again, the number I called. I don't know what. Did you hear the number up yeah, there? I okay. did. So it, it is in the money, uh, and that's where the issue lies right now. No, right? Not working? No. No. So there is the difference in the two runs where the clock didn't work. The first run, the time would not have been in the top five, so it doesn't matter. With Farmingville, their run currently is in the top five, and it's possible that they should receive a penalty. So it's actually not fair to the other teams to give them that time. I think they're going to have to make them rerun. Uh, it's Trying to figure that out. I would think you'd have to. It's not fair to the other teams. Is Fred playing with that green uh, headset up there? He's playing with the blue. No, I, I had the blue one on, and now the blue one uh, went bad, so I'm on the red. Okay. Well, yeah, the blue one was cutting out on your brother this morning, too. Yeah, so now he's working on that one. All right, so we apologize for the static, yeah. folks. I, I mean, I don't know. Sorry, folks. I don't know. I, I just prepared. don't even know if Chris can fit this in the budget. Rob Riley, Pete Savage, doing a little work. What, what was Pete to the cone? Did we get Pete to the cone? Len, just had, yeah, uh, just had Pete Savage to the cone in uh, 11.47. Cone time was what? 11.47, Pete Savage. <laughs> One of our officials. Yeah. I Farmingville's feeling pretty much like they're going to have to rerun. Yeah. Well, we, that's the way we understand it, but that's not official yet. Uh, so. it's, uh, I'm going to go on on a limb and say yes, it is. 20 minutes ago, you were biting your tongue. Your attention, please. They told me to. Farmingville will be getting a rerun due to the digital error at the cone. I was sworn to secrecy, Len. I'm interested how the uh, rules committees may go, grievance committees making out. Now, here... Maybe I'll mosey down there. Here's my question, though. Okay, so 13... It was going to be a 13.49. So it was going to put him in the mix, and he didn't hit the target. So it probably beats the 13.3, gets maybe almost that 12.9. We're in that area. So, and again, so if I'm them, I take my re my redo. Well, yeah, they're probably happy about it. If you're Deer Park, what are you doing? I don't think it matters. Well, it was 18.72, but it didn't work. But they weren't in the money either way. At worst, they would have had time added on to that time. Listen, I'm just throwing it out there. Well, that's what I tried to explain before. That's the difference in the two. Your programs, the Yellow Birds from Copig! Tweet, tweet. So, we'll get a rerun for Farmingville. 
And I think, you know, again, looking at that shot, I, if they can replicate it and then he hits the target, they'll be happy. Uh, we didn't get a cone time, but we had 7-2 on the handle. Oh, oh, hey, oh. I uh, Sorry. tried to mosey on over and stick my ear in on the rules committee, but I got shushed away by one of our officials, which I understand. Here comes Kopech coming down. Pretty straight for Charlie. Gets in. Off. On the height. Waters in the hose. See what Chachi does at top. Nozzle on. On the flap. That's it. 73 to the cone. Slow to the Time cone. Time for Kopech. 13.21. 13.21. So that does get him in the mix. So that, that cone time affecting the hydrogen time, obviously, only 7.50 on the stick. On the line of your number 25 on your programs, the Panthers from Gotchog. So Kutchog, we have Bayshore back there, but Farmingville will come around to the back of the pack to get their rerun. So we're looking now, uh, I think that bumped Port Washington out. Let's see if I can figure this out here, Len. Wait for that scoreboard to come up. We'll give you a rundown real quick what's going on here. All right, what's interesting now is I think you said that Farmingville's time in the truck was a 48, correct? 49. So, now so that would have been out right now. That would be out. So, so they really got a treat. Yeah. So 1281 North Linney, 1291 Isla, 1296 Linney, 1321 Kopech, 1334 for the Dutch looking to hang on. Kutchog, Bayshore, and a Farmingville redo to come. Before we move to the b Hose contest, almost halfway through our day. 12.30. Nice breeze up here in the arch. Need to have a state tournament here again. Man. It's a great facility. Here they come, Cutrog Panthers. Sounds like he was uh, working the pedal a little bit coming yeah. in. Yeah. Off at the hydrant. Water's in. He's out of spray. Gonna have to get busy. They got off back. Playing with the nozzle. It's on. Flap is up. Not seven, in seven, the money. Seven, seven, five on the stick. That's another guy with a motocross helmet there. But it was uh, definitely think the driver Time was working Kutcher. the pedal. One four point zero five. Fourteen zero five. I tell you, this Chris, this Chris Perry is unbelievable. He gets the time on his stopwatch right every time. Every time his stopwatch is right. Oh, he's got three of them going too, right? Programs. The Redskins from Bayshore. Just to open up a, a conversation, Artie, now that Farmingville's time is out. You still think they deserve the rerun? It's not based on when at the end of their contest. It's based maybe on it should be. I mean, nothing against Farmingville, but to me, Riverhead's more deserving of a, a rerun than Farmingville. At no, this they point. still might be getting one. We don't know that answer. I understood, but now that Farmingville's so, out, it doesn't affect it. So Bayshore needs to score here. Door open. CI did not score in this contest, or not, is not going to score. Attention, the please. They protest. 
from Riverhead has been accepted by the grievance committee who has overturned it. Riverhead will be getting a rerun. So then there was three. Okay, that's kind of what we thought was going to happen. Yeah. And uh, kudos to the rules committee. Everyone behaving. Yeah, and again, the, you know, the officials are interpreting it the way they think it's supposed to be, but no, none of us are perfect. First little bit of uh, turmoil here at this drill. Yeah, try A couple it. of reruns. As we so Bayshore again, they need to they need to score here, Len. Uh, they're one point out. Oh wait, wait, wait we got a measurement here. What's going on? What's going on down there, Len? Cutshaw got the 14:05. They're not in the mix, but the tape measures out. But I guess they passed, maybe. Yeah, I think it would have been announced. Oh no, maybe they were. Almost, I'm almost in. Can you hear me? We can hear you now. All right. So I'm sure you said this, but Bayshore's coming to the line. Your attention, please. Oh, 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 oh. will get a no time. The hose was too short. You can see that one's not making the line, right, Lynn? Two yeah. inches. They went over to Westbury and borrowed this. <laughs> Ronan's not going to like that. <laughs> Get a text about that. Bayshore, again, yeah, they, they need the point here. See, I left the door open Yeah, it's not like they need five. And what's the top five? I mean, it's not uh, 12, crazy. 81, 91, 96, 21, 34. Is fifth, 13, 34. For the Dutch. You missed a little cone clock issue. Well, we know this Fall team can run. Yeah, we were, down, we, we were down there working on that one, too, on the rules committee. So speaking of Bayshore, I don't think they're going for just a couple of points. They run solid 12s. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just run their shot. Yeah, that'd be first place. Put water in the hose. That's it. Give the guy up top a chance. Let's go. Here they come. Straight oh, as an arrow. Bringing it, nice bring it real tight Ooh. to the cone. No shot. The one thing they didn't need to happen just happened. Yep. He got really tight. Yep. And with speed. That's a tough one to put on right there. Yeah. You got to stick your arm out and hope you catch it and hope your bicep off and come back and get the uh, handle. Time for Bay Shore. 18.33. That was tight and hot. Man, it's just the thing you didn't need to happen. You needed to be Patty Cook 2003. Oh, that one. Yeah. But what you should have done is dropped it back and run a 12.90 and go to the dinner and collect your trophies. Get some wood. Some hardware. Need uh, a representative from the host to the hydrant, please. What was a cone there, Chris? Do we have a cone on that? 5.3. And I think you could see Mole as he came to the hydrant and drove the rest of the contest. The frustration of an experienced driver will show when he knows he didn't give his boys a chance. Now we'll get to wait a little bit here. We got Farmingville just making the turn. Looks like they're still packing their hose. They have a chance to score some points right yeah, here now. Yeah, you know, because he, he, it was 48 in the truck. Yeah. Um, but he didn't hit the target. So if he hits the target, they're in. They're beating the 21 probably of Kopech. So they just got to replicate it. Eddie's got to put the water on the flap a little bit better. And then we're going to wait for the Polish Eagle to come around. Don't forget the victory party tonight. Co-champ party over in Central Isle, Wheeler Road. 
West Sable Dutchman celebrating 12. Central Isle Pobo celebrating double digits, getting to 10. Both scoring 14 points. So I guess we're still waiting for these guys to uh, stack the hose. Time we got for daytime. Yeah, not even 12:30. Yeah, just at the 12:30. I ordered it's coming up in a little bit. Dessert already. We didn't even have the meatball pond. We're waiting on the meatball pond. Come on. When? I'm wasting you know, away to nothing down here. I can here. only ask for listen. It's gonna take more than a couple hours for you to waste away to nothing. <laughs> listen, a while decades. While you, we're talking you, about. You uh, haven't skipped any meals. <laughs> A little delay here. Selden Fire Department asked me to uh, announce they still have some state drill and parade shirts that they're selling at their okay. camp. If anybody's interested, didn't get a souvenir from uh, one for the ages, so to speak. Yeah. Um, they do still have the original state shirts that they were selling that day. Any moon sightings, Lenny, from your vantage point? <laughs> As a matter of fact. Can you see one? Is it a full moon? And again, Come on, that was a beautiful moon. <laughs> it was. Actually, it was, was. A it was a beautiful half moon last night, if you saw it. Sitting Actually, today we way. just have a, a wondrous day out here. I know we said it a few times. If you're uh, near the Hagebin area, East Patchogue, come on out. Still got four races to go. And if you uh, have time Monday, get over to Hempstead. West Hempstead hosting the Labor Day Invitational in Nassau County. Now, is, is that the last motorized drill, or is there some battalion or something after that? Oh, I think up in Northern. They race up in Norfolk this weekend, if that's yeah. the drill still going on. Yeah. I think the Western season is over. Is that, that is right? over. Is over? That is done. Used to be Labor Day in Northern. They had two drills. Old Henrys are the champs there. Four times. Four in a row. Four in a row. Lenny, you raced up it. Didn't you race in those two drills? That Was it you guys? I know West Islip yeah. did. We, yes, we were there with them. We raced at Lake Placid and Tupper Lake right. on Saturday and a Sunday. Right, and what right. a great time we had. Really um, unique tracks. As you guys know, the Northerners treat us great. And uh, just a lot of fun. Talk about getting your money's worth, right? Yeah. Two yeah. for one. That was a fun one. Uh, Port, it looks like Farmerville. Port Washington and Baldwin and... Westbury getting the two-for-one this weekend. Yeah. Why not? That's what you oh. do, right? It's not going to be around for another few months. Farmer Bill looks like they're just about ready to make their way to the start line. Good thing there's no white flag. People are crossing the track. No cone. You know, th there's going to be some discussion maybe about the cone light. And there wasn't a cone light for Deer Park, and there wasn't a cone light for Farmerville, but only Farmerville gets a rerun. And it's very crystal clear in the rule book now, stating that if it's a competitive run meaning no fluke at the hydrogen or the nozzle and the cone light doesn't work, then you get a rerun, as you see Farmerville will. They were a pretty clean run. When you say competitive run, does it have to be in the top five? It does not. Okay. It has to be clean. And when you saw Deer Parks and they missed, I believe, up the nozzle, yep. and uh, that kind of is the thing that kept them from getting a rerun, they didn't hold well, up I their end of the did, bargain. Did you see Eddie Jr. hit the target? That wasn't exactly clean. <laughs> <laughs> It was a 13-4, which I think was in the top five at the time and just outside. Correct. And Correct. But it's very clear in the rule book. Okay. I would think if it's in the money that they would have to give a rerun because it's not fair to the other team. Well, you know what it is at penalty. the time. You don't know if it's going to end up in the money, and you got to well, make that decision pretty quickly. Exactly, because now it's not. And that's what Artie and I were talking about before. Did they now not allow them yeah. to get it because yeah. it, it wouldn't, wouldn't the affect anything? The next team bumped them out. It's really right at their run. Here they come. Crack is clear. They rolling out on the gas. 
Coming in pretty good. Gets yeah, off. Yeah, he's got to give him a shot to put water in the hose, and he's going to do that. Off, water in. Oh, that, that's barely on the hydrant, I think. Up at the top, they're fighting. I mean, oh, my God. You can't let that happen. They had a nice run going. Give me a stick on that one. Better than the first shot? 09. Better yeah, than the first shot. Man, that's first place if they knock it down. They came up a little short at the nozzle. Time for Farmingville. 18.65. They had a nice run going right there, yeah, boy. Yeah. That is five points. And that, again, if, if they if do that and get knock it down and get the five, man, what a booster. I think that was more the breaker just kind of slipped and was out of position yep. and, and started rushing it. But every run. At that point, you know, he tries to get back and get the coupling off. He probably should just let Eddie handle it himself at that point. Would have had a better opportunity. Yeah, I agree. What was the cone time on that? Chris, you got a cone time on that? Got a cone time on that? 58. So, I mean, that's perfect. That's right where you want to be. Yeah, yep, yep. Not running that 90. And he left him with speed and Justin hand out. Picture perfect. Put water in the hose. Yeah. Two for two, Justin. He had basically almost identical the same in both both contests. A tenth difference. So now Riverhead's going to come to the line with an opportunity to be what number? 45, you're saying? 34. 34 is fifth place, so Riverhead has a shot at it. Three seventy to the cone on the first shot. I just looked over <laughs> looked over at Port, they got Zach tied up to a chair over there. Yeah. Riverhead's nice. on the line. Yeah. They release him when Port gets on the line. What was he doing? He, he was getting to be bull Oh, he was. Zach, <laughs> did you bring one up here? Uh, holy interview, Batman. <laughs> I got to get him. Uh, looks like Riverhead's going to take their spot on the start line. This will put us halfway through the drill, about three hours in. Riverhead getting a, uh, a happy birthday rerun here. Let's see if they can do something with it. Now you're saying it's a happy birthday. I don't know what side you. Yeah. I don't know what side the fence you're on. This actually well. They were lucky someone walked <laughs> across. That's what I'm saying. Because everybody looks for that look. I got news for you. If they'd have run a uh, low 13 or a high 12 the first time after that guy walked across, you know they weren't going to be on the line again. <laughs> the rules are the rules. We actually had that conversation down there, Manny. Yeah. Do you make the team rerun if it happens <laughs> yeah, to somebody else? It's the exact conversation we were having. Great minds think alike. Well, I didn't say what I was saying. Here they come, going to the revs. They are off. Go out a little bit outside, Fade. Straightens it out now, coming in just across. Smoke out of the tires. He's got to put water in the hose, and he's he does. It. So he's smart right there. Well, a lot of holes at the hydrant. They're going to come up short at the top. He's got a long shot, and he what? hits it. I don't think I it's going to catch in. it. Whole bunch of hose dumped out again, guys. I mean, like length and a half, two lengths. This team took advantage. Yep. Time for Riverhead. I don't think it's in. One, three, it three, four. Tie. 15, 34. That's a tie for fifth place, everybody. So they got the opportunity and they jumped on it. 13-34 is going to give them a half point. Good for Riverhead. Good for Riverhead. And I, I, so I is that a team go. record? I don't know. They ran a pretty good C in the last couple of years. So that 1281 by North Lindy is going to hang in there. Yeah. 81, 91, 96, 21, Dual 34s. 
Both Lindy almost ends up county point champs with those five points, but base shore and oh, CI and West Sable. Uh, so actually, yeah, so CI is going to be the county point champs and see who's. place, five points, number 10, North Lindenhurst. Second place, four points, number 15, Iceland. Third place, three points, number 13, Lindenhurst. Fourth place, two points, number 24, Corpig. Fifth place is a tie. Each will get one half of a point, and they will flip for the trophy. Number 19, West Sable, and number 9, Riverhead. All right, I'll give you the total points. Halfway through this drill, total points are going to be CI with 14. Second place is going to be Islip with 9. North Lindenhurst with 8. Copeg with those two points is going to have 6. And then Bayshore and Lindenhurst are going to have 5. West Sable, 4.5. So competitive second half of the day awaits. I think we're going to hit a commercial here. Hang for on. Right? You know what? Oh, wait, wait, what do you got there, One second. I'm going to just talk to Kyle and Nozzleman for uh, Rivet. Kyle, first off, congratulations. You tied for fifth place there. On the first run, guys on your truck spot those people walking across the track, and uh, what was your feelings? I don't know. When we got the white flag, I noticed that the official and another team had walked across. So I spoke to Ryan, my hydroman. I said, you know, there's guys going across, so we tried yelling at John. John didn't hear it because he wears a helmet. And so he thought we were ready to go after we were yelling at him. So that's when we took off. And then uh, got down here, had a little mishap, but, you know, things happen in this sport. And then uh, luckily it worked to our favor. Well, again, we were talking about that. You know, it's all about timing, and if it affects anybody, whether the driver paused or you guys saw it and weren't, weren't sure, your mind was in a different place. Now, the second part of uh, this interview, making good on it. Tell me about the run. Uh, it just happened so fast. I didn't even realize we placed in the top five. That was uh, that was pretty good. I guess it was just all the adrenaline and everything with the uh, with working up to getting the rerun to just, you know, capitalizing on our error and making good on it. Congratulations. Good job. All right, guys, back to you. Is uh, Fred there to go to commercial? Yeah, hold on, Lenny. We were just okay. go redoing the scores here. Farmerville actually has three. So, yeah, Fred, I think I'm on I'm on with the scores right there. It's 14 for Central Islip. Then we're going to go to nine for Islip, eight for North Lindy, six for Copeg, five for Bayshore and Lindenhurst, four and a half West Sable, and then three for Sable and Farmingville. I think we're good. All right, we're going to go to commercial. We'll be back for some B-Hose. We'll be back. 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored-to-be-the-official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214. 
takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.inatnewheightpark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the... The next contest to be run is the B.O.'s Contest. Stay record is 7.55, and it's held by West Hempstead. First team on the line, number one in your programs, the Blue Jays from Sable. All right, Sable on the day, three points. They'd like to improve it right here, obviously. The B-Host contest for the year in Suffolk County has already been decided. The winner is the CI Hobos, who have a total of 16 B-Host points this year. Sable's getting ready to go. Oh, M&M's. Chocolate chips and M&M's. Finally, we get something worth eating. Here comes the Sable Blue Jays at the hydrant. He's off with a lot of speed. Oh, and he goes right past. Got off with a lot of speed off the side of the truck and ran right past the hydrant. Up at the top, waiting for water. Not going to be what Sable wanted. Time for Sable. 11.14. On line B number six on your programs, the extinguishers from Miller Price. That's a good cookie. So uh, kudos already there, Barbara, if you're listening back there. Oh, Boys you guys up got top. cookies. Boys up top. M&Ms and chocolate chips this week. Excellent stuff. This is what a cookie's supposed to be. All right, save some for efficiency up there, huh? We'll see if we can save you one. The only one who doesn't get one's Woody. Woody doesn't get a cookie. Woody's had plenty of cookies. Look at him. 
Just looking at Cola there, coming into the Hydrant. Again, the first year. If he can gain a little bit more control. Here's what I said. When he gets off the B truck right there, he's got to get off behind the truck. He tends to leap out the side, and not when it's at the end of the break. So he's got the speed of the truck and the speed of him leaping forward. It, to me, is just a little too much. You can't get your hands under control to get your, to get your hand, arm out. He's got to get off the back of the truck. Yeah, I mean, he's athletic enough oh, to yeah. handle the orps and everything. So you got to dial it back in just a touch. Got to get off the back of the truck, not the side, because he's not running that Michael Mara adapter. All right, Miller Place. <laughs> Fred's eyes lit up as he saw the cookies. Going the fast. They're going like hotcakes today up here. How come we only got this many? We should have had a double order when they're this good. All right, the track's been given to Miller Place. No points on the day, but another old-fashioned state championship under their belt. Here they come. At the hydrant, he's off. Good spot, water in the hose. They're going to be real happy if he can now. Oh, up at the top. Nozzleman is in the gutter right now. I thought he might have twisted an ankle. He's laying in the gutter. They're going to call it right here. They're not going to complete the contest. Uh, he got off real high That's and good. early, and he was stumbling from the moment he got off. What it looked like, Len? How, did he just... South contrary. Did it look like maybe the truck turned a little bit on No, nah, like, I just think he got off too soon. It looked like he dropped off a little too soon. It was just way too hot. You could see both guys were flying when yeah, they got off the and truck. And he got off, I think, even before. He was stumbling all the way, and he just couldn't keep his balance. You could see it right away. He went down and was not getting up. He's talking, and he, he everyone, he's, he's already rolled. He was on his stomach. He's rolled to his back. Getting a little wet right now with the water oh, yeah. going underneath him. But, uh, I think it's a leg injury, if anything. Yeah, I do, too. I think it's definitely lower extremity. A lot of guys pitching in right now from other teams getting that hose up for them. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know about you, Len. Did you get a stick just to throw that Yeah, out? I got 258. Yeah. Oh, I got 248. I thought the drop was on top of the hydrant. He handled yeah. it real well. So let's hope everything's okay down here. Again, South Country EMS. Yeah, just talking with Joe Boyer down here, and he said the same thing. Really nice stick. And um, unfortunately, this gentleman just got off at the very top end of the break just too soon, and he just couldn't handle it. You know, they don't have a hell of a lot of experience off the truck yet. And he really didn't have to. It's not like they were going by, right, Lynn? No, good no, spot. no. Yeah, he was way back when he first uh, first hit the pavement. But uh, he intended to right now. It's like maybe his right knee is conscious for you people listening at home from uh, Miller Place. Yeah, got a lot of officials down there, and then Miller Place themselves, and then a couple yeah. of the EMT personnel and yep. South Country Ambulance. If you're not familiar with this part of Long Island, South Country Ambulance covers the Hagerman, East Patchogue area here, covers into Bellport, into a little Brookhaven. It's also, everyone calls it Montauk Highway, Main Street out here. They call it South Country Road. Yeah. What the hell's that about? So maybe that's where the old South Country is coming from. I would just say best snack yet this year. Well, These cookies are dynamic. Uh, again, you know me going Ooh. to the Jenkins. One of my personal favorite always is when she puts the uh, chocolate, the peanut butter cup into the chocolate chip. Not me. It's just it's there. This is the best. I like the smorgasbord we had at Selden or uh, when we had the... Uh, the popcorn and the chocolate? Yeah, I like oh. that. 
kind of nice. nice. Okay. I mean, she, listen, she's one of the tops in the chocolate chip cooking making business. Yes, she is. Makes a mean chocolate chip cookie. Mm. So just stick with that. All right, guys, just a little up <coughs> And I just will throw in this, Barbara. Next week is the first check game. We are going to do the first check game next week. <laughs> what do we got, Len? Looks like it's uh, looks like it's the right knee, and they, they got the pants cut up. And, uh, I mean, I don't I don't see any blood or anything, but I don't know if he twisted yeah, it. Yeah, you could see right away he, 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 he was just it was a leg injury, and it. he wasn't getting up. Yeah, you just don't know what those... The knees could be so many different things, you know? Uh, been down that road. The MS crew is right on it. They got a stretcher out here, so they'll take him out on that. But again, he is talking and yeah, we're, we're not conscious looking at and it everything like that. We're not looking at a medical emergency where we, we need to get into the hospital and in, in an emergency state. It's just uh, he's going to need to get checked out and stuff like that. Just something that'll ruin your weekend. Not going to make it for a good Monday Labor Day for him, that's for sure. All right, so Westbury's on a little hiatus up there at the start line as they're going to be taking a break before they run B-Hose. That's still Richie down there? Richie working the full pull at that start line or what? So I thought so. Yeah, that's Rich down there. Billy get in for one. But. Not too bad a crowd here for a Saturday morning. They are now cutting up his pant leg on his left leg as well. They have a brace on his right knee. Maybe so he wants the shorts look. Sporting some nice Xbox uh, wares. Give him that. Under Armour, not Xbox. Under Armour. <laughs> I see the X. When did like Xbox Under come Armor. out with the clothing line? <laughs> Under Armour. Again, he's tapping his chest. Looks like he's definitely in a little bit of pain. They move the, the stretcher a little closer to him. They're going to bring him on up. There's the nozzle man, that right leg. They have uh, pretty much immobilized. From the foot all the way up to the thigh. Kind of almost how you see like an NFL game where they immobilize the leg right on the field there. Yeah, no fractures. It doesn't look like a no compound or anything like that. Definitely a, Looks a, like a right little, leg. A little road rash hasn't quite gotten its color yet on his elbow, but it will, as we all know. What is Woody doing? He's clapping. Does Woody do anything today? Has he done anything? So as the day goes on, we'll try to get you an update of what. Uh, I think the average here? number of M&Ms are per cookie. Some of them are a lot. Some of them hardly have any. I'm looking at about seven. Sixty-seven. Chris says nine. Chris Perry's going nine. I'm going sixty-seven. Six and a half. Len, it's getting thin up here, pal. Come on, save me one. Guys are diving in like diving in like they're going to the chair up mm -hmm. here. No, we don't. No, don't tell me that. 
There's no. Oh. Alright. Yeah, I mean, neither. Oh. Yeah, just came across. Oh! From the end. You're gonna have to if you have to wait for another ambulance. Yeah, guys, we're looking like just uh, officials are talking about there's only one ambulance here. And being that this ambulance is gonna have to take a run probably over to Brookhaven, uh, you have to wait for a second ambulance to be on the on site uh, to drill. Uh, so. A drill that was moving along pretty good till we got into sea hose. See some first. Couple of little delays in sea hose. Now this. If I'm not mistaken, is that it might be across the street right here, correct? The Down old the firehouse. Yeah. No. The oh, the ambulance place. Yeah. The yeah. old firehouse. I yeah. think yeah. might yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, have the ambulances today. So it's not like we got a far ride as long as they have some personnel there. I mean, we're literally taking five minutes to get one to come around the block. I think the old again, if you're familiar out here with Hagerman. The old firehouse is on the corner there, right by the railroad tracks, across from the tracks. All right, guys, I just got good news. The other uh, ambulance is actually on the grounds already. All okay. right. So they just yeah. need to uh, stage it after this one leaves. So it shouldn't be that long of a delay. Well, we're getting the go-ahead. Because it's on the grounds, we can continue. So that's great go. news. So there you go. All right, so Westbury's going to have to get themselves together, go through their little uh, setup so they can run. They've been standing around for a couple minutes. So what are we doing on the hygiene? Has it been 10 minutes? Hey, I I think it definitely has been 10 minutes. Probably have to bleed the hygiene before we get going. They're going to do that right now. Well, 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 maybe not. Next team on the line will be number seven on your programs, the Turtles from Westbury. There it is. Speaking of the train line, the 105 locals coming in if you're looking for a ride. Come on, get it on. How's that song? Train. There it, it, sure, is. it sure ain't like that. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. <laughs> Let's see if Westbury stretch their hose. So that Drea, well, they're not going to get the same hose. They're going to put that in the time. They, uh, the Norfolk drill is happening today as well. So if anybody happens to be listening to this, if they can send me some scores or send them to the website, I'll report on the Norfolk drill going on in the northern area today. some point, we'll talk about all the dinners coming up as it's becoming that time of year. Dinner season. Dinners will be extra crowded this year in Suffolk County and upstate with the co-champions. They usually send a lot of people to represent. And the track's been cleared for the Westbury Turtles. See if Rodden can get this one clean. Last time he had that leg pushed back under himself and looks like Kenny Gass turned off the water, so they're looking for a clean shot. No points as of yet today for the Westbury Turtles. Third team to run in the Behose contest. Approaching the hydrant. Kenny Gass off. Whoa. Oh, he did. Missed at the hydrant. He was going for the stick, but he had to put that coupling back on. Nice job by Matt Ron. He's setting ready. But he had a nice recovery down here, Paul. Real his, good. Right, his right foot slid out a little, Matt's did, but he, he really recovered nice and pounced on that coupling. Time for Westbury. 9.32. 9.32. But all for naught, as you said, Kenny, double swiping at the, at the hydrant. Now this hose is over on by. Line to be number eight on your programs. The slow pokes from Selden. All right, Selden had a good C hose shot running until they got to the top end. Let's see if they can get something here and B. I think it's the same hose. No way. Look at it. 
sitting there over the line by a lot. Yeah. Can't. Did they pull your hose in the truck? Yeah. I don't think so. They put in timer truck. At the end of the day? Used to. I, I could be wrong on that, but I think I am. So the Selden Slowpokes. They would love to get on the board right here. You know, when you look at somebody like Selden, and, and it, let's just go Brookhaven Town. Well, it's, it's really Sayville, but they're combined with Hagerman. You got Farmingville, Selden. All teams, all those teams putting a little bit more effort into the overall product. You could see this year. And it's showing dividends. You know, Selden's missing a natural ladder climber. Maybe going to get somebody off the juniors, I'm hearing. That's a pretty good ladder climber himself. So that would help them and their fortunes going forward. But in the races they, you know, they think they can compete in, showing improvement. A little windy up here. Mm. Feels good down here, though. Does it? I've been given the flag. All right, Selden about ready to take their shot. wind stays like this, it's going to be Patchogue-esque going into buckets, because the wind coming off the bay down here, even though we're probably about a mile away. Mm, look at that. Goes across the light here down Denton Avenue. Less than that, you saying? Yeah, probably out in the coast. All right, Selden uh, pulls it in towards the hydrant now. You can see it on your film at home. Oh! Right past. I thought something happened. He just He's didn't make the attempt even, right? He stumbled. His right foot stumbled like he exactly. kind of stumbled a little on him. Normally, he'd make a little better attempt than that at the hydrant, but he kind of ran past. Finishes up. He was walking kind of gingerly after that, too. I don't know if he yeah. hurt an ankle or a knee. Time for Selden. 14.64. On the line to be number 10 on your programs, the Pistonakas from North Littlehurst. Ladies and we'd like to remind everybody, there's plenty of food, hamburgers, hot dogs, meatball, and sausage and pepper heroes, plenty of cold beer, water, soda, and pop over in the refreshment stand. Plus, there is a 50-50 going around. So let's support the local host. Buy some food, get some drink, stay healthy, and let's support them with the 50-50. Let's make it a nice big prize for somebody. Did he say pop? I think he did. Is, what kind is, of flavor pops they got? Is his father over there? What kind of flavor pop? pops? I know. It must he be his dad. pop all the time. must be his dad. And they got meatball. They just got meatball. I think it's meatball parmesan. They got... Not just meatball. Half the people in they the... They got meatball! They got half the people in the stands right now want to know what pop is. They got pop. They got meatball. <laughs> I see my pop. He's in the top row watching. That's the pop I know. You think at home at Bill's fridge he's got it labeled like water, pop, so Gatorade. It, it loose, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gatorade's in one. We got pop in the next category. So you're saying the cool gombert's in the house, huh? No, my daughter's home. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, North Lindy. Coming to the line, their B-Hose year. Termite made it out this way. Found it? He left at 8 o'clock. Four points on the year county for North Lindenhurst, but they're sitting here with eight points. This is really Riverhead's spot, but Riverhead has permission to run out of turn as they ran last and C-Hose on their rerun. So with... 
eight points on the day and third place currently. Here comes the knockers. Mike is lying to the hijack. Chris Wolf with a lot of speed. Water in the hole is going to like that. Up at the top to see if they get busy. Boom, boom. He's got nozzle on. Target. Target smasher. Target smasher. I tell you what, I love the drop at the hydrant with the speed, and Chris hooked it right up. Both ends were real good. Clean run. Time for I got 88. 7.79. Heavy number, heavy number. That had to be real good water on Chris's best of the year. Lenny. I had 245 on, on the line. Open. Be number 11 on your programs. The Roadrunners from Port Washington. Looked a little better than that. Yeah, it looked better than that. I mean, he, his feet were moving. That's possible. I'll but check with his dad. I'll, I'll bet you, his dad had better than that. I'll tell you what, the target hit made the run right there because the first drop flipped up the flap on that one. And Dudley, not that he had it on top, he had him back a little bit with speed. But so he was they can, tight. I mean, yeah. Chris couldn't. He had no choice. If he missed, it was all on him because he was at the hydrant, yeah. directly running into it. To me, that's how you run hose. You line up your truck like that, and you give that guy the drop right there. It's hard to miss when you do it like that. Support Washington coming to the line. Yeah, yet to get on the scoreboard. Yeah, today. I saw Danny uh, just briefly when I was walking down, and uh, he, he said tough track to drive. Really? He said tough track to drive today. All right, guys, I said I had 245. I just checked with uh, – Chris's dad, Kevin, and he had 41. Uh, Billy here had 44, so that was it. I mean, a good hose lay and a nice yeah. target hit. Great target nice hit. Nice run. Really turned it into that 7-7. Seven, seven. So Port Washington is actually the Nassau County point leader in B-Hose coming into the weekend, so see if they can put something up. First place is that 7-79, and after that, anybody's game. Doc telling him, you better do it, or he said something like that. Looks like we're ready. And see hose, they were a little deep at the Hydra. I just had a, I had a phone message from Mr. Harry Penny a couple minutes ago, and he's amazed that they're letting so many people sit on the track. I have to say I agree after everything we talked about this I year. I kind of am too, but there's nowhere to go here, guys. There isn't. I, I don't know if people just have to get off or they should be behind that fence. Believe and me, I'm, cut out. I, I watch every truck coming by me, and I'm ready to hop up on this little uh There's no way wall. without a ladder you can hop up on that Oh, thing. come on now. It's got to be, a, what, about waist high? Well, I can make it. I don't know about the guy next to me, but oh. I know I can make well, it. Well, Edsel, that's the guy you're pushing in front of you, so it is yeah, at first. That's why I'm on this <laughs> side of him. Here comes uh. Paul Washington. Into the hard break. Donald's off. He's got water in the yeah. hose. Chuck fishtails a little bit. See what the Cuomo boys do up top. Now he's got it. on. Target. I don't think it's in that 7-7 seven, seven no. range. No, I got 8 O's. I got 8 yeah. O. I got 246 on the open. I'll tell you, Danny did a nice job up top there. Let him off soft. For Port Washington, 7.91. 7.91. What's the water on there? Had to be two fours also. I maybe? had 46. Yeah. Uh, Billy here had 41. Yeah, so right Not there. Not as pretty as what Chris looked like, but but Donald Smallwood made a right-hand turn. He was on top of it. I thought Danny drove the second half of that on race. Line running awesome. out of turn with permission. Number nine on your programs, the Ironman from Riverhead. Chuck fishtailed up top, but he mm -hmm. stuck with it. He didn't try to correct it, which he can up top. The guys in the back went with it and just followed it. you know what he did great? He didn't gas it out because that would have made it worse. Right. He eased out. He actually just punch, punched the gas for a hair, and it actually brought them in deeper and gave them two shots at the nozzle, which he needed to get it on. Yep. You don't usually get two shots with a 2-4 stick in B.O.'s. Good drop. So 791, back-to-back -back sevens. Riverhead coming off their half-point and C-Hose. 
Got ourselves a little contest going here now. That's a little pressure on those boys in the back. Yep. North Lindy had how many points come into this right North now? North had eight, eight, so they're in it now. Because chasing the 14? Well, they're chasing that third place. Uh, um, Islip has nine. Okay. And... The Dutch? Yeah, the, no, the Dutch only have four and a half. They're not even top five right now. Okay. Bayshore's got five, right? Yeah. So Riverhead lined up real tight here, too. Really, if you go off the line, that start to extend back. His fender's like right on that white line, just inside the lights. Yeah, gives himself. Oh, fishtails a little bit in. Oh, he misses at the hydrant. Now we got water in the hose, and we're gonna have a no time. Dead length, not attached, still in the hose. Oh, Turn get that, that water off the course. No time for Riverhead. The couplings broke before it hit the ground. Yeah, that, that dead length is still sitting in the Ooh, truck. 13.05. No, it filled it out. You knew they were they in a rush. Laying under the arch. Oh, okay. Well, we can't see that up here. You know, I don't think Riverhead has a county point all year. Is that possible? They got a half a point now, don't they? Yeah, they would now. But I mean, going into today, it's kind of crazy. The last, you know, last year had some good pump shots, a couple of B ladder shots, B ho shots. You know, they haven't been oh. in every drill either. Have not. Oh. Yeah, you're right. They missed some some county point drills. Can we move our cameras? Line be number 12 on your programs. The Tigers from Bridgewood. Moving our cameras now. <laughs> the wind is playing havoc with us up here. I went to go save some papers. My fault. I hit the camera. <laughs> yeah, people are watching at home, Bill. It's 2015. Modern. <laughs> If we want, uh, if anybody gets any updates on the guy from Miller Place, let us know. Yeah, I asked one of their members to clue us in if they heard something as well, Art. Good update on Billy Nipper the other day from Lindenhurst. Yes. Sorry, put a little something out on Facebook. Yep, so that was good to hear. Looks like Brentwood is uh, ready to go. Port's not the urine press field. I'm just going by what's Port's on the. Uh, I'm only going by what's on, on the, the website. The website. So maybe the website's not up to date. No, shut up. Really? I'm oh. gonna show you right now. Here comes Brentwood. Fades a little bit outside. Robbie Allen comes in. Water's in the hose. Oh, oh. stumbling, bumbling, and he's down. And Both now the water's out. Oh. The nozzle man and brake man look like mirror images of each other going by the nozzle. I'll stop. You stop. You stop. You stop. You stop. You stop. Robbie Allen, two Too for late. two, eating them both up today. Right, Lenny? No help. Time for Brentwood. 13.74. Those two men were struggling to get under control. No Line doubt number about 13 it. on your programs. The snails from Lindenhurst. Oh, of course they didn't. Somebody's typing in that Port Washington has not won. Of course they haven't won. They're winning going into the weekend. That's what I said. They're the leaders in Beho's points going into the weekend. That's what I said. Play the tape. Play the tape. Devin comes up here and the whole broadcast falls apart. Accusations. Put a second termite on the arch. Forget it. 
Well, now look what we have. We got a termite over there, a termite here, and I'm sure that's a termite typing in because they're down a half point. I'm going to say it's either Neil or no. Who, who is it? Or did you do that from your pocket? It's a New White Park number. <laughs> All right, Leonard Hurst Snell. Now, Leonard Hurst sitting here with five points. There's still a top five capability. Paul, did you say Devin's up there with you? Yes, he is. What is he, feeding Artie cookies? What's he doing? Listen, see, I was just going to save you one, but now they're gone. We're only down to a half. Anyway. Well, if Devin's up there, I'm sure they're gone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All he's right, a distant Linda relative, Hurst. I could say that. And he said, thank God. Linda Hurst is going to end up sixth in county points this year, I believe. Who's that? Cope can gain 10 on him today. Lindenhurst is going to end up sixth this year. Okay. Currently today, five points. Coming off three points in C-Hose, so... Luckily, revs it up. Oh, oh man, he got squarely out towards the middle of the track. Off with speed at the hydrant. Brendan puts water in the hose. He's squarely up here now. They're searching, searching, searching. Oh, boy, he just gets that nozzle on. Careful going off the side. Artie, did you see that hose? It was orange, green, orange, green. <laughs> in the last 10 feet, it didn't know what it wanted to do. Well, nice that, job by the nozzle man. That's the truck fishtailing all the way down. It's, it's flipping that hose, especially at the end. Nine. Of the Unreal. Well, look at hers. Eight. Point two seven eight twenty seven. Cowbell, more cowbell. Third place right now for the snails. I mean, that's number fourteen on your programs. The hairs from East Farmingdale. So two sixty two open there for the snails. Good looking run. Yeah, I tell you that truck faded to the middle to get get a two sixty two out of that because it was fading the wrong way. Yeah, he was fading the wrong way and then it faded the opposite way up top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of steering. I almost thought the way he started fading at the target, that's, I, I leaned forward to make sure he wasn't going to hit the target, but he, he wasn't that close to it. Two guys on the back of the truck at the nozzle were dizzy from going all over the place. Little Kinley, though, knocking it down. East Farmerndale, 779, your leader. North Lindenhurst, Port Washington, 79, uh, 791, 827 for the Snails. Then we're going to jump down to a 9.32 for Westbury. Guys, I'm down here with Kevin, the nozzle man from Lindenhurst. Kevin, I just heard you explaining to some of your coaches what was happening down there at the nozzle end, and tell us what you did. Um, well, I mean, I got off rather early because we, we got into the hydrant, and the ascent came out a little bit. So I got off early to get myself under control and not have that happen down at the nozzle end. It's uh, a very veteran move for you. Who taught you to, to, to bail early when, when need be? There's only one guy, and that's my father, Roger Kinley. All right, thanks. Good luck. Drives him, around, drives him around in the driveway all squirrely. <laughs> yeah. Giving him the hand signal Jump when he get off. <laughs> no, that, you guys know. That's a veteran move. Of course. You, you yeah. think the truck's going to tail off like that and you get off? Of course. Off now, Kevin. All right, let's try it the other way. <laughs> Mike Heller under the guardrail here getting some action shots. Uh, where is Laying down, down here to the left. Where? Oh, yeah. Sure he didn't fall. Does anybody know he's down? <laughs> it's about to get wet. He should sit there. That's a good bucket picture, right, guys that are coming in? If he's right by where the trough would be. You almost go under the arch. Oh, that's classic. I wish I had a camera on me. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. He's going to have some shots. He's, he's got giving a, it all up, though. He's, he's laying in a puddle, isn't he? He's got a hell of a shot of A-Rock's ass. <laughs> A-Rock's sitting right in front of him. The next book, A-Rock's ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry. Does folks. A-Rock have to sign off on yeah, that and give approval? Does. Volume one or volume two? Yeah. Publishing rights. <laughs> it's a volume two. <laughs> Thank God it's not Woody's. That'll get some girls to buy the book. Though, <laughs> that right? was Woody's. It'd be a, it'd be a uh, coffee table book. <laughs> the bigger picture. Uh, all right, back to East Farmerdale. Not even efficiency yet. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> or happy hour, right, Lynn? Yeah. <laughs> Lean back. Nothing better than the happy hour drills. They look like they're pointed out. They're definitely pointed at Bill Rouse, and he's on the other side of the arch. Two and a half. Straightens it out quickly. Nope. Water nose. Truck really bouncing down the track. Nozzle on and target. Man, that nozzle was gently put on and barely put on. Yeah, and then he came with the water down and tripped the flap on the way down. Nine point zero eight. Nine zero eight. Three twelve on the open. Fourth the place. Number fifteen on your programs. The Wolves from Iceland. That's a fourth place shot right there for East Farmingdale. Again, you could really see it from down here at track level, guys. That truck really up and down in the break. I mean, I know you want the weight transfer, but really pronounced. So your second place team in the drill, Ice Loop. They're going to need a heavy shot to take first place. I mean, 779, one of your better times of the year by North Lindenhurst. But if they want to catch CI, now's the time. It's been like the story for Islip all year, coming back. They've been in the hole, coming out of ladders, and, you know, and when you look, if you had a piece of paper and you had everybody's everybody's team on it, you'd say, wow, Islip's going to jump out in ladders every week. But for whatever reason, it just wasn't the story this year. They've had to come back, and, you know, most weeks they've done it. They actually won the shortened drill this year, had an opportunity, like eight other teams, to win the state drill been down at the, Buckets. So. Been down the track a lot. All right. Nine points on the day for the Wolves. So they got second in Seahawks, right? 12-91 gave them four points in Seahawks. They've scored first and second in the last two contests. Let's see if they can keep the momentum going. Mike's waiting for Heavy to get on the truck. Looks like we're ready. Yeah. It looked like Heavy lost. Oh, oh. no, they're going to get a no time because the uh, braking length broke as it came out of the truck. But Heavy, I think, lost the coupling as he approached the hydrant. I didn't know if it was a slack man issue, but when he got to the hydrant, when he clanged it, it fell right out of his hand. Hot drop at the hydrant, no? Yeah. Tight. No time for I slipped the coupling broke before hitting the ground. This is Rule 13-0-5. I thought he bailed at the right time and was eyeing it up. Yeah, but I, it came upon him real quick. Well, Mike hasn't been shy behind the wheel today. We saw that in ladders as well. Yep. So this is going to bring us to the Baldwin Tomcats. But on the line will be number 17 on your programs, the Tomcats from Baldwin. Similar to the state drill, nobody's wanting to take advantage of keeping the points rolling down the track. Speaking of the state drill, don't forget tonight, 7 p.m., Central Islip at the track. Celebration of the co-champions. 
Is there entertainment over there as well? They are. There is entertainment. They have a band and a DJ. Band uh, tends to move towards countryish music. And a DJ. What was the year they had the fireworks? Is that the county drill one time? Remember they had the fireworks in the field? Yeah. It's freaking awesome, right? That was impressive. Remember that. They were actually looking into a different things tonight. One was a foam pit. Well, that's and yes. they couldn't find someone to do it for the right price. But See, I had, I, West Sable had that. They thing. may. I don't know what the final outcome was, but there may be a mechanical bull. Wow. Baldwin at the hydrant. Seemed a little unorthodox oh, the way he puts it on up at the top. Oh. oh, how about that? Explain that one. The breaker man breaks the hose, the dead length, and actually the nozzle man picked it up. It got caught in his hand. I think the nozzle man went a little bit too far, Paul. Yep. He went a little bit too far past it, and as he kind of braced himself. He caught the coupling somehow with his hand, and he tried to get back. And you're right, he dragged it back with him almost Time in his own way. One four point three four fourteen thirty four. On the line to be number 19 on your programs, the Flying Dutchman from West Sable. Always see something different. Yeah. Every drill. I've never seen that before. All right, well, let's key on AJ. Let's see if he sweeps it as dry for West Sable as he did for Iceland. Well, I'm told CI is his favorite team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what he told us. West Sable's got to get on their horse here soon. They're with four and a half points. When it's not going to be easy to pick up a fiver here. You watch AJ when CI gets on the line, he straps towels to his feet when he <laughs> goes out there. Looks like we're almost set at the hydrant. Dry track. Talk about a track as dry as can be. This is it. Yeah, I mean, the hydrant. hydrant. Ridiculous. Just uh, going back to tonight, too, as we said, the party, Central Islip. We said earlier, celebrating double digits, number 10. West Sable celebrating number 12. 22 championships between the two. We're going to talk about that tonight. The hardest man working today right here, Don Corkery. Got to love the cork. All right, track's been given to West Sable. Half point out of that shot in Seahoes. Want to improve on those fortunes. There we go. Looks like a long run for Michael, right? I agree. From in the middle of the track to get off, and now we're up here. Joey's got it on, and oh, a little low, but hits it. Yeah, I agree. Michael, four or five steps. Down and out, he yeah. had to run. Time for Wasebo. Eight. Point zero two eight zero two. I had two fifty one on the stick. Line to be number twenty on your programs. The Hobos from Central Iceland. I mean, Billy Michael two forty seven, so uh, right in that two five range. Yeah, but Michael got off the truck with 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 two three speed and those extra steps <coughs> bring it up to a two five. You know, right there. This this hydrant probably the furthest off the track maybe of any hydrant in the sport. Uh, and you're still starting out towards the middle of the track. If you don't fade in a little bit, Michael had a long way to run, but. Overall, not a bad shot, and if Joey hits it right there, we're talking sevens. So hey, Paul, Len, I'm sorry, go ahead. You know, obviously running with Paul, who liked to run tight to the hydrant here, or at any course, but uh, you would run C-hose here, Len. I think they use this as a weed whacker with our tires. 
I was just going to ask that question. Oh. You guys must have been right on that grass line. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Coming down. Easy. Harry was riding the grass line. I'm always riding the grass line. I would line up the hydrant from the grass. I can remember motor pump. Uh, our old hydrant Mike Etzel having a problem with the hose looping out and the clock, you know, the uh, the clock beam right there or a bar right there. Yeah, you start we used on to ask the him side. to back it up. Yep. Put it as far back as possible. Yeah, motor pumps always, I always found tough to line up here because you had to start on the grass and then count your paces off that grass there to try to get it your your spot. And again, you'd be lined so much tighter up, you know, than you normally would be because, again, you're a good, uh, you know, two feet, three feet off the course. Some good runs here, though. Last good run, the triple dead heat B-hose. There's been a lot of sevens run here. Oh, yeah. A lot of sevens. Runoff was the best. All right, CI, your county point champions in the contest. See what they can put together. They fade to the middle of the track. He's going to have a long run himself. He's got water in the hose. See what they do up top, wearing the full face shield. Oh, oh he struggles. I, is it on edge, Lynn? Couldn't really tell. His body was in the way, but uh, he I had just time. looked at the way his hands, the way his right hand had to come across. I feel like it might have been on edge. Time for Central Iceland. He's frustrated on himself. 13-22. I had 48 on the stick. Line of number 22 on your programs, the Bucks from Deer Park. I they mean, had a good run going. Now, uh, I mean, Chris uh, ate it up at the hydrant. Yeah. I think he might have, for a split second, kinked it off, and then he hopped right back out of it. Can I, can I just throw this out there, and Go I'm ahead. just going to be, not, not to be, I, I understand what they're trying to do with the helmets. He really picked that coupling up a lot. And what was the reason? He was looking at it face down. And that, I don't think he normally does that. Is it that maybe his vision is not as clear with that piece sticking out right there? If you're not used to it, where you got to probably turn your head over a little bit more to see the coupling. Because he picked it up a lot more than he normally would, if you ask me. Is it that he doesn't have the vision because that piece comes out to like a V in front of him? I'd be curious. And, and you know, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Because that's what it looked like. That's what it looked like. Again, I... I've never run with a helmet like that. Me neither. But, but it's got to uh, affect your vision down. Yeah. Like if you're looking if you're looking straight ahead and it's not peripheral, but it's down. Definitely different being a hydrant man would be. say that and a nozzle because nozzle you do have to look straight down when you get off. And if you don't have that clear vision, so that you get the hand-eye connection. That's just what And if you like. have to look further down, then you or, have to look further up coming back right, up from or, the target, or, too. Or you got to pick up that coupling more than normal so it gets yeah. in your field of vision. That's interesting. That's what it looked like happened. Uh, Bayshore, I believe. I'm sure that'll yeah. be something they'll, uh, they'll examine. So. That's why they waited till after the state drill to play with it, I'm sure. Deer yeah. Park comes to the line. Again, that nice drop to the last shot. They had a 7-2 handle. And see. One point today. Quarter in. I want to see him get busy right here. It's creeping. Yeah, I have to. That truck is really laboring, isn't it? I think so, too. I'm going to give the hydrant man credit right there with the fact that the truck labored to the hydrant, but he attacked it. I had him 275 on the open, but I thought the break was a little bit long at the hydrant. That might have affected him down here. I just don't, You know what I think, too, Lenny? That the, the truck Time doesn't... Park. 14.35. It doesn't jump back out. be number 23 in the programs, the Bandits from Farmingville. The truck lacks so much momentum for lack of speed that it just is, doesn't. It looks like it's too much break, you know? It doesn't get in and out. 
doesn't doesn't pull you down the track. So he did a nice job attacking it, but the fact that the truck couldn't get from the hydrant to the nozzle then leaves the nozzle man in a no-win situation. I don't know. I think Artie could have got it. <laughs> if he didn't have one of those helmets on. <laughs> Farmingville Bandits. All right, Artie, I got a question for you. You have a good angle of this. These guys rolling the track at the nozzle line. They roll it right to the white line on the edge of the track. Should they go a little further? Have you ever been dancing out here and had to come back in? Uh, not at this course, but on the other side of the white line, yes. Yeah. So they are going right to the what's considered... Uh, Paul, how do you word that? That's the edge of the official course. You can go yeah, off of it, but right. whatever happens, happens out there. Yes, it's no man's land. Yeah, see, I've been on the other side. If you run over an official, you can't claim interference. I mean, Lindenhurst, if you go over the line, you're up into the guardrail. Yeah. yeah. Curious as to why they didn't just run that line straight out of the out of the, out of the, out of the hydrant. hydrant, right? They got all the room in the world. Here, yeah. yeah, yeah. They really pitched it. The whole, it's kind of pitched in a V there for drainage. It's about four or five feet worth. Oh, more than that. That line coming out. I mean. All right, Palmerville. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a hot drop and no chance. Eddie Stewart giving him a ride right there. Yeah. Just missing the target. I know that's his job, but wow, that was a hot one. And tight. Really ended uh, up you got two sevens and an 8-0 on the board. You know, you got to ramp it up a little bit, but I think that was a little old too much. That was a little old school farming. Overtime for Farmingville. Overtime. A little too much. All right, Kopeg. Kopeg with six points. Lurking. And in this contest right now with CI getting that 13 and it's not going to score, West Sable going to be... A Making their way. So far, three points here. North Lindy getting All right, number nope. 24 in your programs. The Yellow Birds from Copay. Copay could use a shot right here to keep themselves in the mix for top five. Guys, I'm with Eddie Stewart uh, Jr., the nozzle man for Farmingville. It looked a little warm, Eddie. I see you rubbing the bottom of your feet. What would you think of it? The old man was trying to break the record there. <laughs> <laughs> looked like uh, your dad driving from, like, the 90s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, Ed. He was patting the bottom of his shoes like he was trying to cool them off. Said, fellas, let's take a half a second off the team record. <laughs> 779, 791, 802, 827 is fourth. 932, no, 908 by East Farmerdale hanging in fifth. So we're going to have some movement in the points, too, if it stays with these teams. But we got a couple teams good left to go. More than a couple. Kopeg, Kutchog, Bay Shore. Kopeg currently with six. How do they spell it on the score sheet today? Kopeg or Bay Shore? Bay Shore. Just Bay Shore, but there's no nicknames whatsoever. Huh? Here comes Kopeg. At the hydrant. Water in. See what Chachi does up top. Get busy. Nice. Target. Nice. Good shot for Kopeg. He's going to yeah. get him some points. Good looking run. It's a real low eight. Chachi's knocked them both down today. Time for Kopeg. 8.16816. going to be fourth. 8.27 is going to go to fifth. Uh, what is the handle on that, Lenny? You got it? I got 265 on that one. Yeah, there's something about it. You know, they got to get it lower. 
And he looked dropped better them on than top that. of it. Right, it's it's number 25 in the programs. The Panthers from Kutcher. That's what I'm saying, Len. It looks like he dropped them right on top of it, too. I mean, it was a three, four-step drop, and he was motoring. I just, maybe the truck's not moving, right? They didn't give the, yeah, I guess. I give the boys uh, credit here at the top end. Got off with some speed, but they knew. Push off that bar, get your body going back, keep your head back a little bit, and you can stop. Yeah, I, I'd like to see, if, again, Chris, he's new at the game uh, up there. Yeah. That's a great job. Yeah, he's doing a, how quick's the stick hand? You know, how quick's it getting there? I don't know. I just, that looked pretty good. It did yeah. look good. I, I thought it looked really good. It's just that maybe the truck's just not getting them there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A yeah. little hiccup in that truck, and, and now you're instead of 2-4, you're 2-6, and instead of 8-7-9, you're 8-2. Kobe's got to find a way because they got talent, you know, yeah. moving forward. I thought Chachi had two nice shots today on the, yep. on the flat. I mean, talk to Chachi, he gets so critical of himself, but he just said that when he went by me he's like I was a little high <laughs> he's so crazy he breaks it down when he's crazy or he breaks it down I wasn't even asking him <laughs> <laughs> alright here comes Kutchog 827 the number blowing out some red I don't know whoa whoa that was a hot drop at the hydrant hydrant man didn't really have a chance he got off standing straight up and went right past the I hydrant. was thinking the same thing Paul if anything if not even straight up maybe leaning forward yeah top heavy and then once you get going forward you're in big trouble Nozzle man a little unorthodox there. Goes down to the knee, but doesn't go Time across the hole. Time for 1-1.66. 11-66. They're coming off a no time for short hose. number 28 on your programs. <laughs> and they the are Red doing Skins everything they can. Oh, they're doing everything they can for it to make it. I'm telling you, so you get to use uh, it. I guess so. I mean, it's new. It's like a tug of war down oh, here, yeah. guys. Oh, yeah, because now they pulled it off at the hydrant side. They've been stretching it for the last hour at their camp. <laughs> they made it. Tommy gives him the thumbs up. Bob gives him the thumbs up. <laughs> That's exciting. And they all took the feet off, and it's back to 139. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they had any extra lengths in there. Back to 139 Same it goes. <laughs> Hooked up the tow rig in the Chiefs car. They've been stretching it for the last hour. All right, your last team comes to the line. No one. Why? Yeah, they ran like fourth this year. Early. Moe's here. Moe's made it. Got to go to Moe's. I saw him before. All right, Bayshore comes to the line. Woo-hoo. Five points overall. 827 is the number. 779, 791, 880. Your top three. 802. Just take a look at the overall for the year. Bay Shore, actually number two in county points for B-Hose. Unable to catch CI. Just to follow up on Kutchug, I just spoke to one of their guys that was the same hose, and they, yeah. this time they made it by three inches. They used to take Yeah, that's just crazy, right? They used to take it, and I used to don't take it anymore. All right, Bayshore's ready. Coming into the hydrant. Got the hydrant with the break with speed. Water in hose. Oh, oh, Jimmy goes down. He's trying to get it. Oh, Etzel tried to get himself. Jimmy Leggio got off, and he just fell to the wrong way. If he falls the other way, he's got a shot at it. But he falls away from the coupling. 
like he's like was coming. He got his chest too far forward. Did you get a water on there, Len? It was hot. So we have uh, anywhere from a 239 to a 244. Yeah, that looked like the fastest of the day. And it was a little warm on this end, but that had to be to get there. And I mean, Chris made it, like you said. Uh, I thought Ollie, Kyle. Ollie just couldn't. Uh, Time stand for Bay Shore. 13.97. Kyle drove the race for a seven. Don't yeah, oh yeah, no that. doubt about that. That's what you want to do in that yeah, situation. Yeah. Hey, give him credit. Five points. You're running at the end. Yep. Go get it. Go get it is right. Move the equipment. Results of the BOS contest. First place. Five points, number 10, North Lindenhurst. Second place, four points, number 11, Port Washington. Third place, three points, number 19, West Sable. Fourth place, two points, number 24, Copeg. And fifth place, one point, number 13, Lindenhurst. All right, so we're really tightening it up right here with three races to go. Central Islip still in the lead, but 14. But North Lindy's creeped in there. They have 13. Islip with nine. West Sable, sorry, uh, Copegs has eight. West Sable's going to be in fifth with seven and a half. And right behind them, Lindenhurst with six and Bayshore with five. So, going to be a competitive ending as we go to the final three. Fred, what are you going to do? Uh, pay some bills here? I will be Official back, everybody. SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, cylinders, RIT packs, refill compressor systems, gas detectors, high-ex boots, ProTech, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the drill team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on the Titan Group. 
For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catalink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise Catalink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631 661 Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighter volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is an exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams and is family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com. 
or Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit High Tech Fire New York.com. Patty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop nice in any time for a drink with good company, great lunch, contest. dinner menu, and a course. And it's held by Central Iceland. First team on the line to be number one in your program, the Blue Jays from Sable. All right, we are joined again with Rob Noonan back up here. Welcome back, Rob. Good afternoon, guys. And we are going to see the most hotly contested contest in all of Suffolk County points this year coming down to the wire. Currently, there is a tie for the efficiency championship between CI and Islip, both 17 points. We'll get to the rest of it in a second as the Sable Blue Jays are about to make their run. Blue Jays are off the line. Ooh, miss it to Hydrant. Hydrant Man actually drops the coupling out of his hands. Now he's just trying to struggle to, to get enough hose back to put it on. Hose laid out straight, set. Nozzle Man ready to hit the target. Little low, comes up, hits it. You know, that's something we haven't seen a lot of today is water across the track. Yeah, Time for Sable. 14.07. 14.07. Could be the first one, Lenny. On the line, be number seven on your programs. The Turtles from Westbury. So no Miller Place, I guess. That guy that got hurt, or he didn't go to the hospital, so I don't know. So just getting back to this contest overall, Islip and CI currently both with 17 points are the leaders, so we're going to check them out when they run. But then West Sable is behind. They have an outside chance, 13 and a half. And Lindenhurst has 12, so they have the opportunity to even tie. So a four-team race here to see who becomes efficiency champions in Suffolk County. Yeah, no, what do you call it? Guys, when I left, there was a nine-point lead for uh, Central Islip in a two-contest. Yeah, That's you changed pretty dramatically. Yet? Don't forget the 50-50s are going around. Plenty of food and drink over to the refreshment stand. Cold beer, cold soda, cold Pop. water. Pop. Plus plenty of hamburgers, hot dogs. Meatballs. Meatball, Parmesan's, and sausage. Sausage and pepper heroes. <laughs> if it was ice cream, you'd know what it was. They are out of pop. <laughs> he got a pop in there. See, Paul, you really do want to be that announcer. Come on, you did it one time, and you, you, just, you can't even help but help help him out as he's talking. <laughs> I'm practicing. I gotta learn my ice cream. This is, you're right, Lenny, the most sweeping we've done all day here, right? First one, curb to curb. And it's efficiency, so we really got to get this track dry. Yes, well. We must. Important. Let's keep sweeping it. Very important. What are they, in, what are, is this the most absurd thing you've ever seen? The track's That's dry as I'm could giggling. be. This is absurd. <coughs> this is absurd. No, absolutely not. You know the other thing? 
this is the least amount of people that are on the track on the side that it's been in any contest that we're doing a running race, right? It was loaded up with people down there when we said we're never doing it again. Yeah, let's hope it doesn't take this long in between teams for the rest of the contest. Well, you got to sweep, you know, it's efficiency. Westbury Very is ready hot to take hydrant. off the line. All right, they're off. Kenny Gas approaching the hydrant. He's on a little delay on the stick, but we got water in the hose. Nozzle Man making his cut to the oh. center. Ooh, first water tickles the plate. He goes left and then comes back and grabs it. Time for Westbury, 10-23. On the line of your number eight on your programs, the Slowpokes from Selden. Selden getting set to run here. Adapter Man is doing his thing. Doing his thing. Doing the thing he does. Actually, it was actually the Hydra Man putting Adapter on. I know that was one of the discussions, is having an Adapter Man yeah, yeah. in efficiency to try and uh, yeah, expedite the contest. Dry his feet, get his coupling. All right. Come down at 78 miles an hour, jump off the back of a sea truck, and I don't have the <laughs> chance to put my own Adapter. <laughs> All right, there goes Selden. Looked like a pretty decent start. They're running a looks like short, one person right? short. Yeah, oh, and somebody actually left the hose. All right, they got the hose out. Big kink behind the nozzle, man. He oh. almost goes down. Oh, now the oh, coupling. Oh, first coupling breaks. All right, and they're not even going to try and put it back together, but we'll have a lot of, no a lot of sweeping going on Selden again. Selden failed to complete the contest. Rule 13-07. You know, we saw the slow post come down and be hose. We were wondering what happened to Rich Cotty at the hydrant. And uh, we had said it looked like he was stumbling when he first got off at the hydrant. He said his foot slipped off the step about halfway down. Foot was just kind of dangling. Oh, and he was swinging to get it programs, back. The Iron Man from Riverhead. He was kind of swinging to get it back, and it just broke his concentration. And then he did come off stumbling. Yeah. If, that, if that water stays on there, I'm curious as if the nozzle man does keep his feet. Because he, yeah. uh, he was doing everything he could possibly do to maintain <laughs> his balance. Looked like he was going to go down. Tough race to run with that few people right there. Yeah, running uh, efficiency is tough enough. Running it shorthanded is asking a lot. Figure we want to do a commercial while they sweep? What do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, when that first coupling broke, there's a fair amount of water on the street. I still don't think it would bother anybody. You think that's a slippery spot there? Anybody. A lot of people slip right there when they're running? Yeah, if you slip there, you got bigger problems <laughs> yeah, than... Uh, exactly. But uh, to do one more little commercial and help out, a great host, Selden Fire Department. Again, they do still have state T-shirts left over. If you want a, uh, a souvenir from this year's state tournament, you can stop it at their camp. They're looking to, to sell those off, obviously, Maybe this the year. greatest ending ever. Have yourself uh, a shirt. What a actually, the whole tournament was great, not oh just yeah. the ending. If we look down by the hydrant, guys, it's actually dry about three feet to the right of the hydrant. Yep. Since and then with two teams ago, we had how much water on the street? It's actually yep. dry there already. Do a good sweep. Track obviously dries well, dries quickly. 
All right, Riverhead, I would say Iron People right here, no? That's what it looks like with the female turn on. Iron Men and Women. Iron Women and Iron Men. Careful. Hey, I said ball. You got it, you got it in. Gender neutral? Yeah. <laughs> All right, here it's we go, Riverhead. <laughs> in case they want to get married. All right, they're off the line. He's coming into the hydrant hard. A little delay on the stick, but water <laughs> in the hose. That was funny, though. <laughs> Coming hard. Man is set. First water below the plate again. He finally comes up and grabs it, but he, he had at least it, over a second miss. Didn't mean it, but it came out. It was just for the iron peeps. <laughs> Time for Riverhead. 10.79. Line to be number uh. 10 on your programs. The Pistonakers from North Lindenhurst. I North Lindy with an opportunity to jump into first place. One point out right now. <laughs> and who's our efficiency tie with, Paulie? Uh, this is a, it's going to be CI and Islip. Islip, okay. And then West Sable and Lindenhurst, all with the opportunity. Lindenhurst also? Yeah, they have 12. They can tie. Okay, so theoretically they have a shot. Yep. But this is a big shot. Oh, first one of the day. Big shot here for North Lindenhurst. And they put up some real good hose numbers today. Yeah, good day for them. Actually, let's see. If you go across, yeah, the two contests, they scored 10 out of 10. C-hose and B-hose. That's pretty big. And a, a, two, two good shots. I mean, 1281, 779. Yeah, no gifts there. They are no, see. Looks like we're ready. Track's cleared. Alright. Dudley ready to start the piston knockers as they attempt to uh, make that jump to first place. And going through their call off. Like a nice clean start. Christopher Connell approaches the hydrant. He's on. Man. Good stick by Joe Boyd. I agree. Alright. Ducky Fowler Ooh. making that turn. A little bit of a kink behind him. First yeah. water heat. He doesn't blap it, but pretty you know, close. But that first water came out with a little bit of a spray, and yes. that was that kink they had right behind him. You got it. Cost him a little bit. Exactly. Time for North London Harris. 9.38. 9.38. Not a bad shot, what's considering Line what number you said, number 11 Rob. on your programs, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. Do you have a stick, Lenny? Uh, no, I missed it on that one. Okay. I really like that Joe Boy got out, and obviously he's quick. Fleet of foot, you might say. He's actually at the hydrant waiting, waiting. for Christopher. Yes, so and then it's bang, bang. Very that just tells you he's under control. Yeah. Very smooth, good timing. He said about the only hiccup in that shot was that kink that between that top dragger and the backup for the nozzle man, hose kind of flipped onto itself, which made that first water not come out clean. Yeah, it was the top coupling guy. He's the one. And it looks like it got caught up on his shoulder. And he threw it. And it went in the air and kinked up. Oh, but still a pretty good number. Oh, yeah. We'll see where it ends up, but they at least uh, put something out there that the uh, the team ahead of them and the teams behind them are going to have to shoot for. Poor Washington, after a second-place shot in B. Hose is on the line. They have four any points. Other, they have any other points? Or is that four on the day. Okay. I never watched the magic here. Doc, but how about this? How Doc about this? looking back at Danny. Now, here's the perfect, making him wiggle here's a a perfect bit. example of Danny's not actually putting on himself, but he's going to go stand up there. Yeah, yeah. But he, he had Doc, Doc would look up at him. Danny wiggled his finger a little, whatever. Moved it a little bit. Is that good? 50 feet away is too far. He had to be 25 yes, feet away yes. to get a better vantage point. Yeah, he's been doing it good for a long time now. So no doubt. Not no to doubt, argue with his success. It, no, but if you're going to talk about how we're trying to, you know, maybe speed it up just a little bit and with the sweeping and maybe not having the hydrament. So d technically, Danny didn't put the adapter on. He just stood by Doc. 
Right. Paul Washington. Huh? Coming off a 791 in second place shot in B Hose. Looking to keep the scoring streak alive here. Good start. Alright, Danny Salerno approaching a hydrant. Oh, good Water on. on. Nice handle. First two lengths are out pretty good. Oh, Stays wide. Backup Bobby man Lund. is not set. Ah. And that's going to cost him. Backup man lost the hose. Lost the hose Tried to catch yeah. it on the way back. Nozzle man fought really hard to try and maintain his position and just couldn't do it on his own. Backup man limping a little bit now. I don't know say. if he pulled a hammy Overtime or something. Overtime for Port Washington. Possible. Overtime. Great observation, Lenny. I was going to say, looks like he pulled something. He was struggling just to All keep right, up. Number 12 on your programs, the Tigers from Bridgewood. Goes right to the little knee wall there to sit down and rest it. It looks like a hammy. Moons over my hammy. Got everything in there. Uh, Tuan will love that <laughs> reference. Lenny likes every said moon. 338 open there for the Fort Washington Roadrunners. 338, really? I thought Zach was right on it, too. One of his better shots. It was bang, bang. Good water through, too, because it caught him as they got to the top and just didn't have the control at that point. And about just all you could have hoped for there, the Niles man, get a little happy birthday, get yeah. lucky, really got to blap it, or, you know, Take or, or be that strong where right. you can buy yourself a little time, but making an adjustment with no backup is not an easy thing to do. All right. So Brentwood looked like the adaptive man was also the turn-on man. He came back and got himself set up. Well, at least he doesn't have to try his shoes as much. <laughs> oh, and Zach almost runs out on the course again. <laughs> he just ran back to the gate. Right. <laughs> Somebody tie him down. Here goes the Tigers. Oh, Hydra Man got off a couple of steps early. Oh, oh the left-handed left turn on, man. The old lefty. They are running very tight to the middle of the street. Water in the hose. Backup man wasn't set. They got a very poor stream and a about a 40-foot-long target hit. I thought the Nozzle Man gave up a little too early. I know that backup man wasn't there with him, but that was a 3.18 open on my watch. Time for Brentwood. 1-2.76. 12.76. Forgot about the left-handed turn on, man. The snails from Lindenhurst. It was bang bang. He just ran past and just kept running down the street. Right over stopped. the top of it. I, I don't think he takes any stopping steps. No. He's just hitting it as he no. goes right on by. Well, he's not a small fella, so when he gets that mo going in motion, he just kept right on going. Like is he going back to camp? <laughs> he's right back. It just looks awkward, doesn't it? It does. And he's not looking either. It's not like he's watching. So at any moment, he's going to get a fistful of of metal. And you do run on some hydrants that have a higher top than others. Yeah. You run on a, a hydrant with a higher top. He's going to have a hard time getting his hand around and down, coming coming in lefty. Oh, it was effective right there. All right, Lindenhurst, one of those teams with an outside shot at being the county point champs in efficiency. Five points out, 12 on the year so far. In Suffolk County, that is. Well, they got all that youth out there these days, especially uh, that turn on man. He's now, if you look champion. at the hydrant, they're they actually rolling it. They're rolling, they're putting the roller backwards, like towards the street. It's unbelievable. I don't get it. it uh, Make it stop. Make it stop. Yeah. All right. Lynn and her snails. Hydra man. He uh, could roll that for the next 45 minutes. It would not get drier. Right? <laughs> right? That's the way it is. That looks like a two-passer and you're done. It should always just be a two-passer unless someone blows off. All right, looks like the snails are ready to go. Do that call off. All right, Nozzleman, uh, excuse me, Hydra Man off early. 
Water on, a little late on the stick, but still a nice number. Nozzle Man coming in set. Yeah, they look real good. First water a little high, uh, comes down on it. I think that's going to be our uh, another nine for our day here, but I don't think it's going to catch the nothing in her shot. 325 open. They all look the Time same. Time for right? 9.81. 9.81. That's line to be number 14 on your programs. The Harris from East Farmingdale. That just shows you how good North Lindy's shot was. I mean, that one didn't look that far off from North Lindy, but it's a half a second. Yeah. Those Linnerhurst guys in those black shirts, they all look like they have the same profile when they're running down the track, right? Same size, same build. They except for like pie, of They course. do look like they're cuts. moving. They look like they're moving pretty yeah. well, but they're still, like you said, a half. I mean, the target hit wasn't there. No. But you know, this kind of shows North Linney got that hose out pretty well. All right up to that point where the kink was. Yeah, you take out pie and you take out uh, Derrida. <laughs> they look the same. Actually, if you put two of them next to each other, they look like they're <laughs> <laughs> Alright, he's farming there, waiting for the roller. So Linares had six points at, at the that high point. Here. They're going to need those uh, that 81 to keep some points going. Are they sitting in sixth place at the moment? I think right now that is sixth, yes. Seven and a half on the scoreboard yep. is showing fifth place That's currently. Correct. Yep, let's see so, we're going to need to score a few more points to put themselves in that top five. At this rate, we're going to have somebody go past 14. No guarantees. It's getting closer, though. You're yeah. right. Well, Lenny might do it here. All right, he's farming, Dale. Looks like they're just about ready to go. Alright. Clean start. Oh, the Man went down. Now he's oh, back up. He's he was going to go down. A uh, little miss at the hydrant. Waiting. He finally gets it on. Playing a little jump rope at the start. Uh, there. Oh, Backup Man. And there, there. Stopped oh. at the wrong line. Tough one to even describe. Backup Man let go. <laughs> then he picked it back up. He jumped the other side of the hose. And then yeah, I thought he was just inside. pushing him in the back. Well, again, I think the Nozzle Man stopped at the wrong line. <laughs> yeah, definitely a couple Time things. Time for East Farmingdale. 1-2.84. 12-84 things that went Line off on that shot. On your programs, yep. The Wolves from Iceland! Alright, here's your, one of your top tied teams so far this year in County Points. 17 points for the Iceland Wolves. Tied with the Hobos. They're going to be the first ones to take the track. They, they need this shot for overall County Points. They need the shot for this drill. They're down 5 to right. Central Iceland right now. And County and Points. They're third overall, but they're in a battle with Bayshore and North Lindy have, for top 3. Have you done an update where they stand with that there, Paul? No, but I will. And maybe we'll get you that for motor pump so we can kind of track that the last two contests. All right, you see, Islip is, is subscribing to, uh, well, it's actually the the call-off person puts the adapter on there, uh, AJ. Well, AJ's but fast. He can get back to the start line. He's easily. running back. But the hydro man, heavy cavy, sitting there ready. He's ready to go. AJ's one of your faster call-off men. <laughs> Very impressive with stature. All right. Big shot <laughs> for the Islip Wolves here. Looked like a real clean start. Everybody off just about the same time. Water in the hose. Pretty good turn on. Talk about Dr speed. Nozzleman's upset. Wait. Oh, 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 oh. Destroyed oh, the target. Target smasher. 309 on the open. I got 905. Time. You might have surprised well, me. It's going to be an 8. 
That's how you hit a target in efficiency. And he wasted not a drop. All right, it'll be number 17 on your programs. The Tomcats from Baldwin. It does give you a little bit of appreciation for speed, though. He was set and stopped. He was waiting. Waiting yep. for the water with a 3-0 handle. That's yeah. very impressive. You, you look at that, and, and then you say to yourself, can somebody beat that? Between the water on, the hose lay, and the target, right? I mean, yeah, you got your CIs. I was going to say, there's some blue and gold back there, yeah. Well, CI's going to have to beat it. Yeah. If they, right. want, if they want county points, and if they want to stay ahead of North Lindenhurst. Well, they need to beat North Lindy's 9-3, but we've seen them run plenty of eights in the last decade or so, no. even longer. So an 8-9 is well within their wheelhouse. You're using all my words today, Rob. Wheelhouse, big shot. That's, I've been listening to you back at home, Paul, <laughs> on my off days, just so I could come up with your vocabulary. I like it. It's getting deep up here, folks. Somebody yeah. bring up some boots. Exactly. <laughs> I'm too short for that. <laughs> Tomcat. All right. Baldwin. Ooh, I thought the first dragger was dragger, just running yeah. on his own. He was. A little bit of a delay. All right. What is in the hose? A little tight up top. Backup man is set. Nozzle man. Ooh, pretty good target hit. That might actually put him into money at this point. Not going to be a 9. Time but for Baldwin. 10.35. I think that puts him in for 10 on your programs. That 10.35. Dutchman for West Sable. All right, little rundown. We have that 8.95 is first place. Second place, 9.38 North Lindy. 9.81 Lindenhurst is third. Then we're going to go to a 10.23 Westbury. And you're right. 10.35 currently fifth. But West Sable also with an outside chance. But, boy, I think it's over for them, even though if they beat Islip, they would need yeah, a lot of tweeners in those eights. I don't see it. I don't see there's that many eights left on the street. Nope. There's potentially two eights on the street behind them. So West Sable. Um, Overall, though, they need to keep this train going down the track. They're at seven and a half. Sitting in fifth place right now. Would love to do something to move themselves up. About a little shout-out to Jacob Smallwood is listening to today's drill. Thanks for listening in there, Jacob. Dad had a pretty nice shot there in B-Hose. Probably could be a little quicker on the stick, Jacob, but give him a little hints when you see him. <laughs> Help me get that hand out of his back pocket. All right. So we're talking 895 first place. And then I glance over at the board, and it's telling us the state record of 840, Stupid. which is just incredible. I'm talking a half a second. Half second. Unreal. There's only one, or, there's only one spot you can do that. Oh, well, we know, but still. All right. Looks like Wes Sable's ready to go. Call off man Chad, taking his position at the starting line. Drag is a moving. Nice clean start. Michael Mara approaching the hydrant. Ooh, Water on. Here we go. Woo! Good stick. Might I be the best stick of the day. I got Joey Quenz has got to get out. He's got to hit it. Oh! oh! He bangs it. I don't think it's got the eight, but I might have North Lindy. I had 294 on the open. You're right. Best Time for West Sabo. 9.23. 9.23. That's your second place shot. I'm I just. Number 20 on your programs. 
The Hobos from Central Iceland. I just don't think the water goes through those the same as it does for Iceland, you know, for whatever uh, reason. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, possibly they don't quite have the same legs to get yeah. it out. Yep. That, you know, that 2-9 stick. I thought you were going to go somewhere else legs. with that, Paulie. Where? The hose. What? No, hose? no, no, no. Oh. I wasn't, actually. But I just don't think it, it's like the... It's well, I said Josh was out. Stop. Yes. The hose Joe, legs. Joe was still running. Yeah. And, yeah. and Joey Quenza, the knowledge man for West Sable, is one hell of an athlete. He oh, gets yeah. down the street pretty good. That should give you a real good appreciation for what Islip has at the top on their end. And it, but it's, if you look at Islip's whole entire crew, they get to every point where that water's going to be. That hose is laid in the street before the water gets there. You know, there's no struggle. It's pretty impressive because if you look at the hookup and even the target hit, they're very similar. I see I hobos. Now, when you think about Islip's shot, if they want to be the Suffolk County Efficiency County Point champions, they're going to have to beat the eight of Islip. Yeah, it's pretty much uh, Suffolk County Efficiency Points uh, rest on this shot right here. Yep. 894 or better, or 895 for co-champs. It's actually going to, uh, there's a lot resting on this shot. I mean, CI's had 14 on the books for a while now, it seems. You know, and some teams are creeping in. North Lindy's got points here. Islip's going to be in there. So just for their own good, even if they don't beat the 8-9, they need to do something to get back on the point train. Somebody just started a, a V-truck and a team from Islip on the sidelines going crazy, telling them to shut it down. I want to make sure that call-off is right correctly. All right. A lot of legs here on the Central Islip Hobo efficiency team. A lot of speed. They're all set. Looks like a nice, good, clean start. Ryan Murphy approaching the hydrant. Water in the hose. Uh, 299. Top legs go. out. Brian Kessler, Nazaman is set. Woo! Little high on first water. Comes right down and hits it. Didn't get it, I don't think. I don't Didn't think get so. the eight. Didn't Time not get the eight. Time for Central Islip. 9.07. Seeing some good efficiency, fellas. Some great target hits today, huh? Beautiful. Just beauty. Beautimus. I really like Brian Kessler's approach there. I mean, uh, Josh Kaysen comes in on that little bit of an angle. Mm. Brian is dead I'm straight. Number 22 on your programs. The Bucks from Deer Park. That nozzle at his side, it almost looks like it's an extension of his body. It is dead straight. It doesn't move at all. Now, they used to coach coming in from an angle, right? They used to come from the outside a little more. Mm -hmm. Way outside. At one point, right. they were really coming in from the outside. But I think that was a speed issue. You know what I'm saying? When you don't have that speed, they're smart enough to say, hey, if we're only going to get to here, Gotta we're going to shoot from out. here. Right. All right, so let me give you a rundown. 895 Islip, 907 Central Islip, 923 West Sable, 938 North Lindenhurst, and I guess that 981 is going to be fifth place with Lindenhurst. Deer Park is on the line. They can run a 9.8, probably even a 9.3. No slouch in efficiency. Have ourselves a little battle with two to go here. That's a big four points for Central Isle, oh though, because yeah. now uh, Northland Hurst is only going to pick up, what, two at best. Yeah, and, and potentially CI less. See, I hadn't scored in two races at that point, so they got they got back on it. don't score in a couple races like the beginning of the day, you know? you got to get yourself started again. Yeah, Park Bucks, they're off the line. Yeah, we got mid, water in the hose. That mid guy is way out. All right, Nozzleman's getting set. 
water coming out. Oh, he clips it as he comes by. And he walks up like, yeah, that's right. That's right. I do it every week. I got it. What you worried about? I might have Lindenhurst. I don't think it's going to be North Lindenhurst. Time for Tampa Park. 9.22. Oh, it beats even West Sayville. It beats West Sayville, right. Which doesn't help there. Not at all. Thing for the rest of the day. A box. Heck of an efficiency contest. Happy birthday there. Line right, to be number 23 in the programs. The Bandits from Farmingville. Just a good clean run, though. I mean, nice hookup on the hydrant. Good hose land. Out. He just good targeted. You say, now he wasn't really set when he hit that, though. You take it every day. You're it the right way, though. And sometimes you get lucky in this contest. Yep. So you take it and you run. And we got Love. three, four teams to go. Three Farmingville, Copeg, Kutchog, and Bayshore. So we still got some potential there for oh, yeah. a couple low nines. Oh, yeah. I watched. I was pretty impressed with the hydrant end from Farmingville in both of their C-shots. C-ho shots. Yeah. Uh, Justin's been excellent all year long. And, man, if they would have dropped them better at the top here for that shot in C-ho, the second shot, they had a hell of a run going. I mean, we were talking close to first place. Yeah. That's, like I said, they looked very good. A lot of, a lot of promise there. No doubt. But as we all know, you got to master these races, right? At the end of the day, got to finish. Yeah, you got to be able to close it out. They got enough, you know. They got some horses now. They're not. It's not like they have a skeleton crew of so many, you know, guys. So when you get up there, 10, 11, 15 guys, you got to start mastering these other races. All right, you go to Bandits. Looks like a nice clean start. A little bit of a loop in at the Hydrum. Water, water on. In. Man, it went through that first two lanes real quick. Awesome man, staying wide. He's set. Oh. Another pretty good target hit. It's not bad. I don't know. 319 open. I don't think it's going to be. Time for Farmingville. 9.44. 9.44. Pretty close, but not, not going to do it. Just outside the top five. On the line, maybe number 24 in your programs. The Yellow Birds from Copeg. All right, if Copeg wants to stay with everybody, they're going to have to. Uh, Hit up a shot right here. 9.38 is the bubble right now. Yeah, that's what he call it. West Sable is looking at a potential of passing them if they hold on to fourth place here. So Kopech can, uh, can help themselves here by scoring. Don Corkery pushing a broom now, too? He the man does it all. Delivers food, yeah. delivers drinks, sweeps the track. He's everywhere. Listens to the radio show during Behoes. Does it all. Looks like he's dancing a little to Eminem, too. Yeah, he's got a little <laughs> pep in his step right there. All right. Copeg Yellowbirds. Have the track. Ready to go. 938. Number to beat. Eight points on the board for the day for the Yellow Birds. I'd love to get in the double digits here. One of the nine teams that had the opportunity at the state drill weeks ago. All right, they're off. Approaching the hydrant. Oh, oh miss. Hydrant man looked like he short-armed it just a yep. touch. Yep. A little bit of water on the street. Quick recovery. Ooh. Kicks the hydrant. Kicks Nozzle the man hydrant. is set. That hydrant's pretty hard. I don't recommend kicking it. No, oh, not in sneakers especially. Nope. <laughs> Could leave a mark. <laughs> See how he does. Right, for Copeg, 12.02, 12.02. On the line number 25 on your programs, the Panthers from 
Gotcha! Keep an eye on him and see if he's limping at the party tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. My big toe just started hurting from when I've done that just now. <laughs> Flashback pain. Oh, you kicked the hydrant a couple of times? No. I'd have to miss Len. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. We've never seen any pictures of that. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd do much worse damage going over the top. <laughs> yeah, you might have hurt yourself more when you did hit. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> That's good. All right, two teams to go. At 8.95 is still holding on the top. 9.38 is holding fifth. On the bubble. Boop. Boop. Oh, a little extra drying. All right. Got to get it dry. A couple more times. Is that the Hydra man telling him what to do? Looks like it. So this is what I'm talking about, fellas. Now he's going to walk back. He's got to dry his shoes. There it is. Dry the shoes. <laughs> with the coupling. Now he's got to get his mark. His starting get his mark before he talks to the guys and call him off. Finds it. Stretch. Now he could have done this if we had an adapter guy. And if we only swept once. Alright. Here regardless, we're ready to go. <laughs> sweeping or no sweeping. That's right. Here we go. The Cutchog Panthers. Alright. Not a bad start. Hydra Man approaching a little kind of tiptoe, but water in the hose. Nozzle Man is behind the top coupling man. He's going to yeah. have to pick it up. He's got a big kink behind him. Didn't get out as far as he needed to. First water Caught really him. didn't get to that plate. He lost his backup man, too, for a short time. A lot of wandering time backup people job. today. 1-1.80. All right, we're to be number 28 on your programs. The Redskins from Bishore. Down to the final team in efficiency. What does Bayshore have, Paul? We'd like to remind all Five. members of the Suffolk County Drill Team Cap Association the annual meeting will be on Friday the 18th and not Friday the 11th. Friday the 18th is the annual meeting with elections at the Bayshore Firehouse. Also, the drill officials meeting will be the first Saturday, I believe it's the 3rd in October, at the Bayport Firehouse. Something I always look forward to, the officials picnic. The radio committee picnic. Ah, we gotta talk to the, we gotta talk that up. We might have to have a dinner or we something. We need a radio picnic. I think so. <coughs> All right, so Paulie, if Facial wants to put themselves in a ch with a chance to tie here, <laughs> you know they really need to score some points to get we'll themselves in a, a top five. <laughs> All right, another hey. another uh, Hydra man. Bothering us. Put his adapter on. He's drying his shoes. Oh, now you're gonna do it, huh, Rob? Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm taking your vocabulary, remember? Not at all. This is, uh, <laughs> listen, if they want to be in the top five, they they probably need to score some oh points yeah. here. Yes, they do. And they can run the last three, but you don't want to fall too far back. So. 9.38. Time to beat. To get the money, 8.95 to take it all home. Heavy. Hasn't been an efficiency year for Bayshore to remember. They've usually been... Uh, little higher up on the list. I think they're pretty low in county points, maybe two or four. So, yeah. But at any moment, they're off. Kyle Coyne approaching the hydrant. Oh, he misses. Kind of looks like his elbow tucked in just yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Didn't get the arm out all the way. You know, just lined up straight now. Water's coming through the hose. And the contest right, is over. target, and that's going to finish the efficiency contest. So 
Time for Bayshore, 14.32. Thank you all teams. We'd like to remind you and ask you to please bring out your get well signs for the motor pump contest. Thank you. So let's see, two, two, three. Right, I'm going to give you those county total points in a second. After we this got a lot of well. change in the overall points, so also. Yeah, we're going to have some fun right now. So you guys going to extend their lead a little bit. Move the equipment. Results of the efficiency contest. First place, five points. Number 15, Ice Lab. Second place, four points, number 20, Central Islip. Third place, three points, number 22, Deer Park. Fourth place, two points, number 19, West Sable. And fifth place, one point, number 10, North Lindenhurst. All right, so with two races to go, CI has 18. There is a tie for second, Islip. And North Lindenhurst have 14. West Sable is in fourth with 19 and a half. Nine and a half. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm in fourth with 19 and a half. That's right? awesome. Nine and a half. And Copeg hanging in fifth there with eight. Behind Copeg, Lindenhurst six, Bayshore five. And I'm going to give you an update on the overall county points. So as we... Uh, Prepare for the motor pump contest. They're always set. They're also setting up that bucket ladder. We're uh, 2:26 in the afternoon here with two contests to go. Paulie's giving us a little calculation. If everyone stands by. I'll give you county points shortly. So with two contests to go and overall county points, the CI Hobos, as we said earlier, are the overall county point champions. I believe for the 11th time, but I can check that. Um, second place is going to be West Sable. We had a real tight race within five points for third, and it's going to, right now, with two races to go, Islip is currently third in county points with 87, North Lindy fourth with 84, and Bayshore fifth with 74 and a half. So Bayshore's pretty much, well, not pretty much, mathematically eliminated from top three and has an outside chance at fourth. North Lindy and Islip still within a three-point battle to be top three county points. All right, so still have a little bit of a contest there. One and two are pretty much locked up. Yep. All right, Fred, you want to do a commercial? Fred? 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 Commercial? All right, we'll be back. Matty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. 
The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all the Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on the Titan Group. For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catalink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise Catalink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. 
Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. The 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each Lent is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. The next Jolly contest Tinker we want is the Motor Pump we Contest. Say record is 5.47, and it is jointly held by West Islip and Central Islip. First team on the line will be number one in your programs, the Blue Jays from... Sable! Ah, uh, we're back from motor pump. We're gonna lift Wait, hold on. Little. Don't forget, we're, we're going around once more for the 50-50. The last time going around, it'll be drawn just before buckets. Get your tickets for the 50-50. So the last we saw Sable run motor pump, it was an impressive 6-0. Yes. To get first place at the Islip Town Drill, which is no slouchy thing to do, right? I no. mean, first place in any contest at the Ice of Town. And it was the Sable Blue Jays with a sweet 6.07, so. Team record. Yep. And then some. Yeah, exactly. They're looking to follow it up with another good shot. And this is what I think would be considered uh, one of your better pump tracks. Yeah. Why not? The winners of this year, Motor Pump, Suffolk County, is going to be North Linderhurst. Nobody can catch them. But that doesn't guarantee him five here. They could use it, though. Yeah, they could. You Four know. points out of the lead. Want to catch uh, Central Islip. <laughs> All right. Looks like uh, we're ready to go. Save a Blue Jays. An encore performance from there. 6-0 in mm, they the love Islip that. Town Drill. They would love that. All right. Leave us a little suspense. Yeah. They roll off the line. Approaching the timing light. All right. They're off. Water in the hose. Nozzle man set, water out, little low, stays low, comes up and gets it. It's going to be more like a 7-0 this time around. Yeah, I think he could have actually got up the track a hair more. I think he had a little hole. Time for Sable. 6.99699. That was close. Yeah. I had 5-0 water out. I was able to see the light here, so we'll kind of try and track what kind of water outs we're getting today. Wow. On the line to be number seven on your programs, the Turtles from Westbury. I had a 180 
three handle there, Paul. Yeah, not, like not one of your heavy numbers. It no. was very deliberate. Yeah. You know, put it, you know, suction on. I was hoping they would down. come in with a little more more speed. Uh, they didn't really attack it, but nope. listen, they still had a chance to run a low six. Yep. She just uh, he was low, stayed low. So Miller Place not running this contest. That must have been a main guy. He didn't go to the hospital before after the injury, but still. So, you know, we were talking about this earlier in the day. I don't think on the radio, Rob, but we talked about how when you think of the last three races, the first team that will always pop into your mind these days is the CI Hobos. Correct. Dominant efficiency, dominant pump, dominant buckets. But when you look at the scorecard and the stat sheet, they are single-handedly not winning county points in any one of those contests. And they didn't win efficiency. They end up not winning efficiency. They did not win motor pump. Both Lindy's the winner. And they're actually in second in buckets, two points behind West Sable. So I think when we came across that this morning, we were kind of like, whoa. Let me ask you, Paul, even though no one else can touch North Lindenhurst and pump, is CI in second? I think there's a tie. I'll tell you in two seconds. I think a couple teams have double digits but aren't near the 17 and a half if we look at it yes ci has 11 and so does islip right, so, so both of them are just behind outside the money so see even though uh, maybe they don't win all three they're in second in all three which means you know double digits at least they are scoring and and they also go to a lot of tournaments outside of suffolk county drills Correct. so in that case uh-oh, in that case they're winning some drills out there you know all right, Westbury Turtles roll off the line. There's some speed, yeah, right? Through the timing light. Water on, little delay on a stick, but set right at the line. Water out, stays low, yeah. comes up and gets it I right really in the neighborhood of that. Uh, I really thought he set it up well at the nozzle, right? That was a decent hit. Well, I don't know about the decent target hit, but I thought he was right on line. That was decent. Six. Point nine nine. Oh, right. 6.99. There's been some real good pump rounds here over the years. I mean, Definitely. See, I brought you guys some heroes if you're oh, into it. Number eight on your you're a yeah. good the man, Lenny. Back-to-back so back sixes. 6.99 back-to-backs. <laughs> Where that gets you at the end of the contest, I do not yeah. know. But what I was saying about the target here right there is I thought Matt Rodney lays it in the street perfectly. I mean, I'm pretty much on the target here. But then, as the water came out, it waved left to right as it got to the flap. Sometimes that's a little kink behind you, Paul, yeah, and yeah. it just it kicks you a little bit either way. All right, Selden. All right. We wait for Selden's adapter man to... Put the adapter on, a couple more sweeps, and uh, we can move forward. <laughs> All right. Oh, they're getting red flagged. Oh. Selden is not even going to get off the line here. Is that the length of the suction, maybe? Water, water in the in pump. pump. Water in the pump. Somebody forgot to empty the petcock after practice. What? Uh, let's, uh, what? Your attention, please. I haven't seen that There'll in a while. There will be a no time for Selden. They had water in the pump. That'll speed up the tournament. Rule 1306. 
Got the meatball and the pop. Hey. All right, so now we're going to go to Riverhead. Riverhead, as you know, in the past pretty much doesn't put it on in the fastest time, but this pump, when he hits the target, is impressive. Well, we've seen two sixes in a row with, you know, I'd say Hydrant hits that were very deliberate. I actually thought Westbury's was a little faster than Sayville's. I don't think Coming it was. In. Looked like it. I think both uh, turn on men could have pushed it a little bit more. Yeah. I see uh, Tommy McGregor and Rich Cotty Sr. in the Selden camp seeming to have a... <laughs> A little bit of a discussion is whose responsibility <laughs> that was or who screwed up here. They're both looking frustrated. Who's the water pet cat guy? <laughs> Find him. Bring him to me. I don't know. Uh, a lot of teams, you open it up as you come around. You just yep, leave it yep. open right till almost it's time to. But it was the hydroman on the turn on, man. And, you know, you have a guy with that assignment, and that's it. You make sure it's closed before you run, too. I mean. Better check your pet cock. No. <laughs> well, we have to. No. Not going to do it. All right. Hi, Riverhead. The Ironman got ready to take off. Currently on a one and a half points today. One and a half. Flanked on all sides except the front with officials. One, two, three, four, five, yeah. six. Six the officials scrutiny. surrounding the truck, making sure no one gets off early. Cotty, Cotty Sr. is throwing one of his guys under the bus, but I'm not going to put his name out there. <laughs> all right, here go the Ironman. They roll off the line slowly, approaching the hydrant through the timing line. Hydrant man gets off late. Oh, that stick did not go down no. just now. Nozzle man is short of the Woo. line, but has a pretty good target hit nonetheless. Real good target. Yeah. I think we, we might have down. another high six. It is a high six, but the stick never went down. That That's could have been a six. solid six. Time for Riverhead. 6.91. Nine. Oh, all right. 6.91. You're right, Lenny. He pulled back on that stick and looked like he was trying to turn it on going backwards. He's pulling on it instead of pushing. On the line to be number 10 on your programs, the Pistonakers from North Lindenhurst. These are your county point champions for the year in North Lindenhurst, uh, 2015 here in Motor Pump, North Lindy. 14 points, four points out of first, two contests to go. Going to have to do something with it. Yeah, put a little pressure on Central Islip and Islip, who they are tied with. And three points down to overall third place in the county. Okay, so a couple things riding on this sh yeah. this shot here for the Piston Knockers. If you can't be first overall in points, second overall, you might as well try to be third, right? All right, looks like the tracks try enough. Now, that was a quick sweep job, right? Not too bad. I'm surprised they're not rolling it all the way out to the double line, which yeah, is the nozzle line. Right. They're only going to where a guy would sit, right? You know, nobody's got past that line yet, but I do think some of the teams from here on in, you're going to see get past uh, past that B-ladder starting line. You should have somebody just roll a runway. 
I, I see CI right get out there sometimes, but other than the guys that slide, there's not too many teams that get much further than that. Yeah, I bet you Vinny here will get to right where the water starts. Yeah. Okay. Let's Probably see. one step over the line, if I had to guess. NLFD. All right, Pistonakis rolling towards the line. They're through. Christopher Connell's off. Water in the hose. He's right where the water starts. He's a little high. Comes yeah. down to it. A little high right. Good call there, Rob. He got exactly Perfect where he said call. he was going to get to. Had 159 on the stick. I might have been a little late. That was a quick stick. Time for the winners. 6.11. Did what they needed to do. Liddy coming off a heavy 5-7 at the town All of Babylon. Right, number 11 on your programs. The Roadrunners from Port Washington. North Lindy ran, I believe it was their second fastest motor pump shot ever last weekend at the town of Babylon. 575 or 577. What was it, Lenny? You remember? It was 77. Was it? You remember that? <laughs> sure. So maybe the record is 75. I'm chewing my meatballs. Come on. <laughs> so there's a, so far your first place shot. 611, North Lindenhurst. Port Washington coming to the line. Port Washington's been around that f high five, low six area all year. Four times and four sixes. How about that? Not so bad. We've talked about it a lot this year, the opposite way where we can't get a six, right? Oh. Or even a time on the board, and right now we're four out of five, and four for four with numbers in six. Four completed, relatively clean. Could have seen yeah. a little bit better target hits on a couple, but again, you know, this is a, decent a lot of mechanics side. are there. Without There's been a, doubt. a lot of fives here. I think uh, North Lindy was a uh, a blap away from a 590 there. Agreed. All right, looks like we're about ready here for Port Washington. <coughs> All right. Roadrunners have the track. Going through their call-off. All right, Port Washington attempting to keep our string of sixes alive. They're off the line. Coming through that timing light now. They get off high. Man, the he's got water in. Oh, he catches him, but he's got to hit it. Nope, shoots left. Nozzle man got a big tug. Yeah, he got pulled up short. That's why he wasn't set. Lucky he was able Still to bounce six. on it. He got a huge tug. Did yep. not. Came up about two or three feet short of the Time line. Time for Port Washington. 6.73. 673. They were going to have a big number going right there. That was a great job of getting on the nozzle and still being able to save the run. He really got tugged. On the line of your number 13 on your programs, the snails from Lindenhurst. Yeah, he, he, Nozzle Man did a great job fighting that just to get himself back in a position to have a chance to even hit the target. He didn't get to the line it looked like he was aiming for there. and That's really upper body strength where you... You don't let it collapse. You don't let it tug you backwards. You stay locked in, and hopefully you, you, the rest of your body doesn't go past it. You just pounce on it. It's just like it's just a move. I never ran there. I think you did, Paulie, yep. right? Yep. A lot of times I see the nozzle men. You talk to them. They like to keep that nozzle out in front of them. So if they get a tug, 
it doesn't get pulled right back underneath. They get a tug, they can go straight down at that point they're at. Some of my best hits, and I don't know about you, Len, but when the, when the hose got tugged literally between my legs, so it could the nozzle had no movement. It was like trapped in there, and if I was lined up right, blip, we'd hit that target. Now, did you have to raise it at all? Uh, yes, I would do one 1,000 as the water came out, a quick one 1,000 yeah, lift. Pick it up a tiny bit. Yep, yep. today same, they don't really have, these me. guys don't have to do that. Yeah, I, I would also jump off the back and put it around my back. Because oh. I didn't like running with it on my my, my, so my off hand. First one I ever saw do that was Gary Paris. Pass it behind his back. And they had one of those big, long pipe nozzles. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, I don't know how he did it. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, like we, a, we, I think it was like a cannon. Ran it behind it my huge. back. I was all right running on that side. Of, but even though I'm a righty, I was able to hold it on well, that side. Well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't feel comfortable doing that. I'd rather just throw it around my body. All right, Linhurst Snails currently with six points. We have five sixes in a row. Yeah, we do. Twenty. Get on that scorecard. See, what's the record <laughs> for most sixes in run consecutively in the drill? Potential right. for another one here. Linen hair snails. Practice on arguably the best pump track in the sport. Yeah, right. Yeah. They come in with a little bit of speed here. They threw the timing line. Why not? Turnout man gets off a little late, but still pretty good stick. Oh, he's pointing Stopped to the, at the right. Line. Yeah. He comes across. You could see when he went down, he was facing to the curb. He fell sideways a little, too. You see how his legs were out sideways? It's going to end our string of Time sixes. Time for Lindenhurst. 7.08. 7.08. 194 open. 6.11, 6.73, The top three times. East Farmerdale is going to be up next. On the line to be 14 on your programs, the Harris from East Farmingdale. Uh, while we have a second here, just just let's get everybody up to date on what's going on over the winter or even this fall, as it is going to be uh, the season for end-of-the-year dinners. We've been talking about county point winners in all of these contests and overall championships. Well, that takes place in each of the four areas. The dinner for Suffolk County is going to be October 10th. I believe it's going to be held at Islip. That'll be the celebration of the winners and the champions including the state champions the dinner for the northern area october 17th celebrating the overall winner up there i believe it's the great ben cobras and we'll also be celebrating the winners and in individual contest as well that'll be up at the bonnie castle in alexandria bay new york beautiful that time of year if you're not doing anything on the weekend of the october 17th make your way on up there they'd love to have you no snow and the state dinner, I believe, November 7th, Albany, New York, where the big celebration for all the state champions of Bayshore Junior Redskins, the Miller Place Extinguishers, the CI Hobos, and the West Sable Flying Dutchman. On the line, he's Farmerdale. A lot of hardware in that house. All right, here go the hairs. They're coming off the line. Up to that timing line. Off at the hydrant. A little delay on the hydrant with the turn on. Nozzleman is just over the line, a little bit of a, kind of like a half slide. Yeah. Not a great target hit, but man, not going to be another six, unfortunately. Wasn't lined up at the flap at the beginning. He really had a search for it. Time for Swarmingdale, 7.57, 7.57. Quite not a bad. delay on the stick. Not bad for East Farmingdale. Line number 15 on your programs, the Wolves from Islip. All right, Islip. <coughs> North Lindy's got the 6.11. Well, if you think about it, we've had seven pump runs so far. Nothing worse than a 7-5. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That's still pretty good. 
I'm not skipping Western's dinner. I just don't know when it is. I know recently they've been having a dinner. They would be celebrating the Henrietta Henry's victory in the Western area this year, as well as individual contest winners. If anybody can get to me and tell me when that dinner is, I'll put it out there. And I'm sure it's a great time as well. And I don't know the Nassau date officially. I don't know. Maybe Fred can let us know that call-in phone number. Artie's usually good with that. The call-in number, Fred, if somebody wants to let us know when the Western dinner is or the Nassau dinner. Uh, I want to say it's 631-495-5008. All right, good job, Rob. 631-495-5008. Call, text in, let us know the dates of the Nassau dinner, the Western dinner. We'll, uh, we'll get them out there to everybody. Say it again. September 26th, Point Pleasant will be the dinner for the Western area. Vinnie Bogart's wedding, 26th. All right, we got a lot of sweeping going on here. Islip trying to keep pace with North Lindenhurst here. And trying catching to catch Central Islip. They're down four. Just got a text that Billy Moon also put it behind his back running motor pump nozzle. Yeah, I do remember that. From Brian Dunleavy down in Florida. Says hello to everybody. Go Jets. I still trying to follow up on that heavy efficiency shot they put up. Islip's day today, three three contests they score, but look at the numbers. 884 in C ladder, 895 in efficiency, and a 1291 there in C hose, but two fives and a four. When they hit it, they hit it hard, right? Well, let's see what they can hit here. All right, everyone's on a truck. Ewell rolls them off the line. Coming in with a good amount of speed. Water on. Nozzle man right at the line, set. That was a pretty, pretty shot. Good target hit. That I think could be your first place shot. It's right there. That was textbook pretty. What it? for Isolab? Six point zero seven. Yeah, that's first place. Zero seven by just, four one hundredths of a second. Just edges out Northland and Hurst. But look at the way they ran that. I love how he attacked the hydrant and stuck it. On the line number seventeen on your programs. The Tomcats from Baldwin. Looked like he got off the truck a little sooner than he had been recently. The way Isop's been running, he gets off at the last second. I didn't like it. That was a little better. But the way they laid the hose down the center of the track. Very oh, deliberate. Went to a spot. Rob, did you get a stick time? I, I did not. I had 184, but that don't sound right. No, I thought he was tacked it a little bit better than that. I thought it was a little better, too. Now, the only thing I saw, and it could be the nozzle or maybe what directly behind, that stream wasn't the straightest. It was a little bit of a fog. It still was a great target hit. Yeah, it was just very tough to see exactly where that first water went. Well, like I said, I had 184. I had 491 water out, which doesn't sound so good. But I did have 613 overall, so my numbers were pretty close at the end. So it's a really good target hit. All right, as a Nassau County team, the Baldwin Tomcats come to the line. I'm going to give you the date of their dinner. November 14th at Manhasset Lakeville. If you experience any time... Fred's angry. He's doing commercial. <laughs> he didn't want that date announced. Say yeah. yes, or he gets all excited. So November 14th, that'll be your last dinner of the winter, or the fall at least, at Manhasset Lake Bowl. It's still yet to be determined, the winners, because they have the tournament out there Monday. All right. 
Bolden Tomcats. They're on a the truck, ready to go. They're off the line. Approaching that timing light. Through. They're off a little slow. Oh, a miss at the hydrant. A little bit of water going back. Now they reset. Also, man's a couple feet past the line with a slide. Pump it up. Is that the first miss and pump at the hydro where That's water went back like that? I believe so. Might be. The thing catching my eye is the nozzle man and one backup guy. That's it. Time for Baldwin. 8.40. 8.40. He was in the slide, though, Lenny. And not number say 19 on your programs. The Flying Dutchman from West Sable. With the Hornets, we ran with one. One backup man really? when we were sliding uh, for Joe Simone. Scotty Clark used to uh, back him up solo. Laying with his full body on it, obviously. Yeah. Scott was a pretty big boy, uh, pretty yeah. athletic big boy. He, but uh, now, he did a great job. Was that a situation, Rob, where you guys didn't hit the target right away? They were going for a ride and you got off of it? Or? No. No, not too they, bad, huh? They didn't usually move. All right, West Sable comes to the line. They're 19 on the scorecard. Let's take a look at the top five. Islip 607, North Lindy 611. Then it's going to go to 673 by Port Washington. That's your third place shot. 691 by Riverhead is fourth. And a tie for fifth, 699 Westbury and Sayville. A lot of good teams left, including this one, West Sable Flying Dutchman. Nine and a half points on the day. Yeah, Outside they, chance of winning the drill, but boy, they'd have to do well, some boogie. They got their work cut out for them with uh, both Islip and North Lindenhurst. And yeah, four, right. four and a half points in front of them. Both have numbers up there, so just to keep pace, they've got to hit here. Hit big. Big. <laughs> big shot. I still don't think it's out of the realm to see a, uh, a high five, five oh, eight, five nine, with absolutely. some of the, based off some of the times we've seen so far here today. I'm saying the next two teams have a real good shot at it. Looking at those two teams, they will be the two we're going to be celebrating tonight. West Sable and Central Islip. 7 o'clock. Get out there. If you weren't able to get out here tonight, you still want to get out for a couple of cold pops, head down to Wheeler Road, Central Islip. They always put on a good show there with DJs and music and festivities so and maybe a mechanical bull it's it's nah, possible that gets squashed i believe so uh, <coughs> all right west sable here we go gary sham arm up frankie miller brings him to the line they're off water and hose. Oh, oh my god did that happen at the state tournament? Trying to that turn the hydrant off. The suction, uh, excuse me, the uh, wild mouse oh, there uh, missed, overtime. which is the same issue they had in the state drill a couple weeks back. That is, um, that's very rarely you'll see that happen twice. Right? Yep. What was the water on? That was a hell of a shot. I had 55. On the line to be number 20 on your programs. The Hobos from Central Iceland. That's going to put West Sable in a battle now to get into the top five. Still up. Of course, they have that buckets. They're the leaders of county points going into today. But really, how does that? Two times in a row. What are some issues on the discharge, Lenny? Do you think? Like, I, uh, I can the hose get caught in the bed? Like, what are the scenarios? That's definitely a possibility. Is that usually that guy uh, that's putting that on is leaning back? somewhat you're only allowed what three feet out so he has to come around but 
could be bad coupling. I mean, I'm not sure what kind of snaps they're running. Um, I would imagine it's the spring-loaded ones. Um, years ago, Patchogue went to the Jaws. Some teams still run with those, I think. I'm not even sure. But uh, I don't know. could be personnel as well. I don't, you don't want to point a finger. You just don't know. It's just so weird when it happens, you know, a couple times in a row, even a couple times in a season. You start to think, you know, where can we make the correction? Of course, the faster water on doesn't make it any easier on that guy. He's got to attach it. When I was uh, really young, they were trying me in different spots where they needed it. I tried that spot. That's not that easy. No. That truck is slamming on the brakes, and you're swinging around. you got to line that thing up straight and come in with some authority. That's a tough spot. Surprised we don't see more of that, to be honest with you. All right. The Hobos, if they want to maintain their lead, they're going to have to score here. Well, they're up by four, so, I mean, there's yeah. a whole realm of possibilities. Not state tournament possibilities, but... There's, there's a pretty good amount here, whether they can clinch. They, if they run the five, it's pretty much over. Well, not pretty much, it's over. If they don't, you know, they, if they get a point, like you say, Rob, I mean, make somebody still has a chance. Make you know? it real interesting going into buckets. So you're saying I got a chance is all okay. you want to have. Like some of the guys are using the full face shield here as well. Yeah, Minus so they the went mask. to that at least in the hose contest. I saw all four guys on we the back actually, of the truck. We were actually discussing B hose. I don't know where you were standing for it, but that when Ryan was running up at the nozzle, that it might have gotten his field of view. Like he had to pick up that coupling a lot more than he normally does. Because that little mouthpiece like juts out, you know? Sure, and it's going to affect your ability to look down. I agree. All right. Hobos. Hobos. Guy with blue and white stripes. That's not a... Never mind. Termite. Right. They're approaching the line. They're through. Water on. Good number. Jay Newhouse, water down. He clips the target. I'll tell you what. He's not where you would want to be normally when you're straight to the target, but he does a real good job shooting from right to left and Time. finding the target. Plus that's a high slip. 5.98. 598. Checkmate. That's going to put him in the, the win right there. But I'm going to give Newhoff a lot of credit right here. Uh, some bad part of it, he didn't line it up properly. Exactly. But the second part, he found the target right like over, a yeah. pro. I was going to make a comment. Some of the old-timers here from CI that have been in the crowd had a little portable tent set up, and they were breaking it down right before the run like they knew this was going to be it. This was going to be the tournament. So That's confidence in their team. I mean, it wasn't the cleanest target that he's ever hit. Not even close to it, but they run a five. They didn't have to be. Great water in, great water out. That looks like a 40 Scal shirt, though, doesn't it? It does. I think it's one of those football shirts or those soccer shirts they had ordered, unless it is a 40 Scal shirt, and it is. It's the last team I would have thought would be wearing one of those. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a little shocked and taking it back myself. I bet you there's a discussion after this about it. <laughs> it's interesting. I'm surprised they let him on the truck. I am, too. I guess that's Devin doing a good sales job. For Somebody's Artie. doing a sales job. I guess this is the town to wear it in if you're ever going to wear it. Yeah, yeah, right. As close as you can get, still be racing. All right, so that's your first play shot, and that's going to that's gonna do the tournament in right there. That's, nobody can catch them. They beat the teams behind them. They're up by four, so now they're up by more. I guess there could be a tie with Islip. Well, you'd need to see these next couple of teams beat that time down. I don't think that could happen. I don't see it happening either, but... Farmerville's coming to the line. They're looking at a 691. Line number 23 in the program's a bandit from Farmingville. Can they run a 691? Absolutely. Can they run a 591? 
another question. We're going to find out right now as they roll off the line. A little correction by the driver as he pulls off the line. And through. Roll off at the hydrant. Quickly. Little delay oh! on a stick and... Another one. Another miss. Another one on the outlet. Miss on the discharge side and actually... Uh, oh, up, gentlemen, you have overtime. The discharge person still had it in her hand. Person. Normally you see it kind of get blown away yeah. and blown across the street. Well, that kind of tells you she might have not have got there. Potentially. It looks like it's in a tough spot on Farmingville's truck, right? too. You have oh. to reach over and bend down pretty far to just to get there. On the line to be number 24 in your programs, the Yellow Bird is from Copay! I like the fact that when she was throwing a hose in the truck, she looked really ticked off, and it really meant something to her. So she's taking it serious. Again, Farmingville the first and maybe only team ever to have a female driver that I can remember. In motor pump. I think she drove B.O.'s. Oh, you're probably right. Janine? Janine. Oh. Doors open here for Kopeg yeah. to move from fifth place and pass West Sable here. Yeah, you got the 598, 607, 611. But behind that's a 673. So there's a whole bunch of room to gather at least two points if they don't get down in the low sixes. And with eight points... Moving themselves up on the ladder in top five. Three o'clock here on the East Coast. 305. Still not a cloud in the sky, no sign of the moon. Still sweeping. Here we are. Like Louie out there doing his own two-step. Long-time Hagerman gambler. Helping keep the juniors program going out here. All right. Looks like Kopeg has got the white flag and they're making their way onto the truck. Currently fifth in the drill. <coughs> Eight points, Copeg Yellowbirds. Here they come. They're off the line. They threw the timing line. Come up to the hydrant. Water like, in a truck. Like he ran a lot, not so fast. Right down at the line. First water to oh, the right. Came right back it. to it. That's going to be the fourth place number for him, I believe. Yeah, but I'm telling I think they... Time for Copeg. 6.22. 6.22. It's a water on there. I think it could have been a little quicker. I had 175. I had yeah. 168. They got off and they ran a lot and they didn't do it like, you know, they any pep in their step, like it was being real deliberate. On the line, it'd be number 25 on your programs. The Panthers from Kutchog. You know, one of our top uh, statistician officials up here, Chris Perry, used to be with the Copeg Fire Department. He called a 620. It was 624, or 22 rather, so pretty so much he was right wrong. on. <laughs> well, he seems to know something about his old team. All right, so 673 from Port Washington is now that fifth-place number. Two teams to go. Kutchog, which scored it, right? Motor pump in the state drill. Did Kutchog score? Was it motor pump? Or was it a fish say? I think it was motor pump. Kutchog? I, I don't remember. I don't remember either. Take a look. And then Bayshore. Two teams to go. Kutchog have any points today? Uh, no. How about Bayshore? Yeah, five. Bayshore's five. got five. 
They sure could put themselves in top five yeah, conversation. Absolutely, if they going to buckets, a, which they would love to do. They can run a heavy here. Take a look at uh, right, yeah, the scoreboard here. 673 is the number to beat to get in the top five at the moment. It's a lot of space to that 622 and fourth. Big window there. Yeah, Kutchog actually got a uh, third, fourth place, 662 at the state drill. So fourth place in pump for Kutchog. 662 would also get a points currently with one team left. Yeah, we'll put them into fifth, but they got to do it. Here they go. Panthers coming in pretty fast. Water on. It's going to really have man down target. just short of the line. Little high. Uh -oh. Stayed high on the target. Not, Not going to be enough. Looks like the nozzle man was stopped a little bit short. Almost went over the top of it. Time for Kutchog. 7.30. 7.30. On the line, even number 28 on your programs. The Redskins from Bayshore! Uh, too flat open there, so I don't know what they were going to really be able to do with that either way. Nope. Uh, Bayshore, five points. They would need a heavy shot to uh, give themselves some contention for top three overall. Actually, top three might be out of the range right now with the two teams getting pretty good numbers themselves. Islip and North Lindenhurst. But for contention in top five. As we're getting ready for the bucket contest after this team, all the things are in place. The ladder, the bucket barrel, bucket trough will be moved out soon. One team left here at Motor Pump. Look at this Chris Perry, though. He just keeps working, Paul. He never stops. Working the barrel, working the wires, working the clocks. Unbelievable. And he, and he has kid working up here early in the right. day. All right, base show's just about ready to go. All right, one last sweep at the hydrant. And hopefully it's our last sweep of the day. Right. I'm surprised they don't ask for it in buckets. Next year. Shh. We're going to sweep right up to the ladder. Shh. Yep. Just a path right down the middle. Hand mops on each row. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Redskins have the white flag. Five ninety-eight, six oh seven, six eleven, six twenty-two. Top four times on the board, all within the range of the Bayshore Redskins. As well as the fifth place, six seventy-three. Alright, turn on man, did a lap around a truck. He's getting on now. Looks like he's ready to go. Alright, Bayshore rolls off the line. They're coming in. Good good speed. Ooh, oh, a little bit of a miss. He can't. I don't know. He might have had it. No, he I shut it down and went back. Yeah. With a miss at the hydrant, they're still going to run a six. Yeah. 
He scooped Time it, but he turned sure. it off on him, and Six I don't know if he had a solid. Point nine four. Six ninety four. Overall points in a second. So, as we said, uh, there's a chance for Islip to tie with the overall. I'll let Bill do his numbers first. Move the equipment! Results of the motor pump contest. First place, five points, number 20, Central Islip. Second place, four points, number 15, Islip. Third place, three points, number 10, North Lindenhurst. Fourth place, two points, number 24, Copeg. And fifth place, one point, number 11, Port Washington. Total points with one contest to go. Sable, three. Riverhead, one and one half. North Lindenhurst, 17. Port Washington, five. Lindenhurst, six. Islip, 18. West Sable, nine and one half. Central Islip, 23. Deer Park, four. Farmingville, three. Copeg, 10, and Bayshore, 5. All right, so with one contest to go, Central Islip is guaranteed the victory, at least the tie of it. Islip is down 5 points with 18. Then we go to 17 for North Linear, so there, at least there's a battle for second and third place. And then we're going to drop down Copeg, currently in fourth with 10, and West Sable, 9 and a half. We're now going to have a drawing for the 50-50. Where are you going? $314 to the winner. Meet the committee you're, you're, you're down at the bottom of the now. arch. Ready? All right. All right, as we're waiting here, Fred, you want to go to a commercial? We'll be back. Winning number on the ticket? Eight, two, one. It's due to fire, flooding, wind or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams. Since family owned and firefighter operated, SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies. So call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored-to-be-the-official-publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797 With over 25 years of service in the fire industry High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products including state-of-the-art bunker gear USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets gloves, hoods and boots in addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Patty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchman, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hi-Ex Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661 7515.
The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catalink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise Catalink, the mobile response response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. Nation. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. 
Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility, is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Brasserie 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company. All right, guys, we're back here live at the Hagerman Drill waiting for the Bucket Brigade to get started. Just a couple of more announcements. The Islip Terrace Fire Department is hosting a Rocktoberfest yeah. on October 3rd. Paul, you said you might go to this, right? I think I am. The show starts at 3. The doors open at 2.30. A live performance from Jimmy Kenny and the Pirate Beach Band, along with Dakota Rose. There will be music in between those two bands by DJ Elite. Now, when you say Jimmy Kenny and, and the Pirate Beach Band, that's the Jimmy Buffett covers. So okay. if you're a Buffett fan, you want to head out there. And I believe that is Southbound, the lead singer of Southbound, which is pretty pretty famous out there in the fire department world. I think he's a volunteer fireman. That's his uh, Buffett band. Well, if you're here on the grounds today at Hagerman, you can get pre-sale tickets at the base of the scoreboard. There's some folks down there selling them. If not, it's $30 the day of the event. Or you can call 631-581-7350, extension 231, for more information. And then also... I've been asked to, and we spoke about this a couple of times, to remind everybody that the FASNI Winter Games are happening up at Greek Peak in Cortland, New York, February 5th, 6th, and 7th. It's a real good time. Teams of five are looking to uh, compete in some different races outside in the snow in full uh, turnout gear. There's tubing races. There's a hose relay. There's a sled pull. There's broom ball. There's a tug of war. It's a real good time. Uh, fellow firefighters from all around the state, also, ladies auxiliaries are welcome, Fred, and Explorer Firefighter Youths are welcome as well. So come on out to Greek Peak for the FASNI Winter Games 2016, February 5th, 6th, and 7th. 
So we put on the finishing touches here, wetting down the ladder, getting ready for the buckets. One race away to complete the county season here in Suffolk. Don't forget Monday out in Hempstead, New York. What time's that start, Paul? Do you know? I do not. What do you think? Maybe Fred knows. Fred, you could, you could let us know when the drill starts on Monday out in Hempstead. What, what time, time the drill? start is? I'd say 10. All right. Find that out for sure. Now, if you look at the score sheet, <laughs> the state record on there is 1942 CI. That's what they've listed on the score sheet. So talk about tweaking it one more time. <laughs> talk about setting it up for what they, if they, them wanting to run a 1942. There it is, right in your face. Uh, I'm almost thinking we should rename this for today, Dirty Water Buckets. The water in the bucket trough is as brown as I've ever yeah. seen water in... That's diarrhea brown, folks. In 28 plus years of it racing. It is bad. All right. Sable's off. Got all four climbers on. Looks like a nice smooth set. Yeah, first numbers here, Len. First, bucket up. first bucket's down. The water actually Nine looks cleaner coming out of an individual, uh, individual bucket. Oh, one comes down. Six. Putting them in there. Seven. Slow pace, but still going. Eight. Nine. Ten. Uh, we're running out of buckets here. Eleven. Twelve. Twelve. Thirteen. Goes in thirteen. Not going to be letters. Not 13 straight ones, but 13. That water is gruesome. That's, it's brutal. That's brutal. I don't know. If you get a little of that rust at the bottom of the barrel when you first start filling it, don't you kind of rinse it around? You're calling that it? rust, Lenny? On the line of number nine, on your out of the, the Iron Man from Riverhead. It's got to be from the trough, right? Let's see what it looks like up here. It, it looks, looks clean when it comes out of the barrel. It's just not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not those, right? So we got confirmation, Paul. The, uh, the uh, tournament on Monday starts at 10 a.m. Out in Hempstead, hosted by West Hempstead. So I think the purpose of the hatch in the hole appears to dump the water into the hole, right? Not to make it get there at some point. 
when you have a hole in the arch, you're supposed to actually, that's where the water goes. Don't, don't dump it on the arch and hope it flows that way. <laughs> we, we, need, we need brooms and everything up here. This is what we need now, right? I'm so, all the people we pick on, I'm so glad we're the only ones with microphones because right. we pick on everybody from every team. I'm yeah. covering all the angles. I do dinners. I'm going to do everything. We take care uh, of the host after they feed us. That's we're, nice. short, hold on it. we're short a flag official here. There is nobody with the red or white flag. We have a little discrepancy here in positioning of our officials. So we'll have a short delay while... Riverhead running out of turn. Did they get permission? No, I think or there's, there's, just nobody, there's nobody running between them and Riverhead. What? What number's Riverhead? Oh, yeah, you're right. Number nine. Holy cow. All right, so we jump up on a scoreboard. Riverhead approaching the ladder. All four members on. They're pretty close to each right, other. Up to the top. They're set. First bucket up. And down the middle. 10.06. Ooh, he's getting him wild up here at the top. The top guy. Really reaching over, Kyle is. But he's putting him down the middle. Uh, first drop. Yeah, not coming up full. Yeah, Whatever's in them, he's putting in the barrel. Definitely, as they're coming up, they are being... Uh, up! They're not coming up level. Losing a lot of water on their way up. Time for Riverhead, 209.38, 2938. Currently first place, 2938. Here comes the challenge. Now if we can get the barrel to the hole. Nope. It's going to be no, no. better. Better. A couple more inches and you're going to have it. <laughs> All right, North Lindenhurst comes to the line and with the potential to finish in second place in the drill. Well, not only that, they have the potential to be third overall county points. They're four points down to Islip going and into the last race. And what do we have for our, our overall county points in All buckets, right, be number Paulie. 10 on your programs, the Pistolakis from North Lindenhurst. Buckets, West Sable is the leader in county points with 18. CI has... 16, and I think Bayshore either has 16 or 15 as well. All right, so, so it's still a contested contest. Three-way race here for overall county points, plus a race for third-place county points. North Lindy would need a first or a second, so they're looking for a big shot right here. All right, they're approaching the ladder. Ducky Fowler leads the way. All four members on. First pick, 630. Nice job. Nice job. It's down the middle. 922. A little bit there out the go. front. Four. Yeah, he's going a little out the front, a little out the other side. It's a little better now. Good pace. Real 10, good pace. 11. Hold up! Late Not 11. Dead. Late 11. A Just a little 22. sloppy up here at the top, though. <laughs> Time for North Lindenhurst. 2, 1, 21.92. And everybody on North Lindy just had a flashback to the state drill. <laughs> Every one of them. On the line to be number 11 on your programs, the Roadrunners from Port Washington. I know Expand on that, that's Paul. exactly what's going through Scott Rice's mind as Paul. he goes under the arch right Expand now. Expand on that for those that don't know what you're talking because about. Because if they ran that 2192 at the state drill, they're New York State champions, and I know exactly what the thoughts are from all of them. They're actually all talking about it, and I guarantee that's what they're talking about right now. Yep, they filled in an 11, which is a... They've been looking for that run all help. year, and they needed it two weeks ago. But hey, there it is, right? Now they know they can do it going Absolutely. forward. Like I said, that's the big part, though. They filled in 11. 
And, you know, that 21.92, and, you know, we're joking around about it, that that now has the possibility of, of moving them third place total in county points because it's a good shot. It's a good shot. They've been searching for that bucket run all year long. Well, Washington runs another kick, run a high 21 as well. All right, they have the white flag. Just about ready to go. All right, they're on the line. All right, they're off. Dumpers on. All right, Donald Smallwood on the bottom. Right, nice pick. Set. First one's coming up. First one is down. All right, Nine seventy-eight. He keeps him right there. He's going to be real happy with it. He's putting every drop down the middle. Now he's taking a little out with him. Now he's, he's got to leave it in there. He's got to leave the bucket in there. Better there. Better there. Eleven. Oh. Better early, there. Early eleven. Nice. Early twelve, I think. Good job. Good job. Port. Early twelve. They'll be you pretty sure? happy with that time. It time for Port Washington. Two two point zero seven. 22-07. Talk about just off North Lindy's 21-92. Good shot. Line to be number 13 on your programs. The Snails from Lindenhurst. Throws them down, but then he brings them up. Nice job. You see this water, and you see guys dunking their heads in there right now. These guys from Lindenhurst are brave. got to be some sort of bet. <laughs> I think I want to put my hands in it. Nonetheless, put my head in it. I guess after they had to dig out a Superstorm Sandy, <laughs> this water looks clean to them. So 21.92 backed up by a 22.07. Two shots that aren't too slouchy. Nice pace on both. I think the dump was the big difference. You know, 9.7 as opposed to, what was it, 9.2 for North Lindy. Yeah. That's off a little over half a second. Yep. It's a big difference. Still haven't seen that dump in the H yet, though. I think we will at some point today. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go, Snails. Dumpers in and gone. Oh, a little miss by Pi, the top man on the ladder. Decent recovery. Here comes our first bucket. It's down. 1093. It's a little bit out the front. He's got to find it. He found it now. Now he's found it perfectly. There it is. He's got him going down the middle. He's doing a nice job, man. He's putting. Right. Now he's out the back. He's got to go back to the middle. He's got Pull it. Up. <laughs> I think I got the good spot up here, Paulie. Good recovery. Nice job. Time for Lindenhurst. 24.96. On the line, if you number 14 on your programs, the Harris from East Farmingdale. After that first bucket by Lindenhurst, not a bad pace. That's your current third place shot right there, 24.96. A lot of drops left in that barrel, I think. These farmers going to be happy with it. A couple of extra milliliters. Uh-oh, Fred, we're getting wet. Uh-oh. Hagerman Firehorn is sounding. 
run. Alright, they're yeah. off. Dumper approaches the ladder, he's on. Third and fourth guy, ooh, they bunch up together at the bottom of the ladder. Real slow set. Now they're ready to go. First bucket coming up. Maybe. Ooh. There All it right. is. And it's down. 1681. Right. Trying to find a little rhythm here. Down. Got a snap down. Four. He's putting the ball in. Five. like to see the top guy in the ladder follow the rail a little more. He's a little outside. Seven. Doing a lot more with his back than his legs. Eight. Hold up, gentlemen. You have overtime. So those couple of milliliters didn't help any, Paul. Nope. I thought it say hold it up. Period. I didn't think it say overtime. All right, with that, we're going to get Islip now. Islip staring at that North Lindy, 21-92. Islip is four points up on North Lindy, overall county points. So I would say anything in the low 22s. The Wolves from Islip! Or if they outright beat them. And if they want a shot to tie for first in the drill, oh, they need to beat the 21-9 right. of North Lindenhurst also and then hope that CI does not score. They could eat the ladder and probably still score. Yes, hundred percent. And win no, the race. I mean every guy on the, the ladder. Race, not not score. Break win the, the race. Break the ladder. All right. Now, either way, Isop's got to put up their shot to start. Here they go. Isop's got those 18 points out of two first All and four two guys. seconds. They're getting four pretty today. tight to each other. Second man misses. He's up. not set. Uh, first one coming up. Not the set they're hoping for. 10:07. Putting him right down the middle. Oh, now he got one caught right here, but he's got his fine. It's not a problem. All the water he's getting Eight. is going in. A little bit on his front Nine. foot. Oh, not. Dang. Hold up! It's not going to do it. Might be third right now. I smell the chlorine in that water. No? Time for Islip. 23.77. Yep, that's your third place shot currently, but that really opens the door for North Lindenhurst to take that third spot in county points, top three. Well, yeah, with a miss and a hesitation on the ladder, a 23-7 still yeah. isn't bad. Baldwin Tomcat's going to come to the line. On the line to be number 17 on your programs, the Tomcats from Baldwin! They're running with four bucket men and a lifter. They're five bucket men, and they're not going to use a lifter, sponge, wow. insert, whatever term you'd insert. like. Insert. That's a new one. That's not in your vocabulary? I haven't heard that before. Insert? The word's all yours, Bob. You've heard of that, Lenny, an insert? Oh, sure. Yeah. At the bottom? No. <laughs> insert whatever word you'd like. Oh, I thought you were Come calling on the bottom guy an insert. Come on, teacher. I didn't know. <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> killing me. All there right, we'll find out off. in a sec. I think they're just going to hand it directly to the bottom guy on the ladder. Oh, wait, nope. Sponge is setting himself up. A little miss on the ladder. Are they going with the All insert? Right. Yep. The sponge is there. Insert sponge here. And now they're working Whoa. four bucket people. Oh, no, no, no. Real tough to keep the he pace with that number. He's got to dump those buckets upside down completely. He's grabbing them from the bottom, Kinda too, Paul. Them in right there. Should be just grabbing them from the top and getting them yeah, over and then grabbing them from the bottom. There we go. Got to let it hang there. He's in a rush to get them out. 
Hold up, gentlemen, you have overtime. Thirty, 30 I believe. Thirty-five. Thirty-five is it? Thirty-five is overtime. Yeah, they got thirty-one. All right, West Sable. On the line, be number nineteen on your programs. The Flying Dutchman from West Sable. West Sable, the winners of the bucket contest at the State Trail, propelling them into a tie overall for first place as co-state champions tonight, seven o'clock celebration. And what a finish it was. Yes, it was. So they are also the leaders in county points by two. And with North Lindy shot, that can, we can have some scenarios right here. Two points up on the CI Hobos for the overall bucket championship. 21.92. Number to beat at this point. 20.89, the number they ran at the state drill. Looks like we're almost ready to go. Now, there's a lot of other stuff on the line right here. Uh, West Sable, nine and a half points, currently in fifth. So, a good run would propel them in a lot of ways. All right, they're off. Michael Mara approaching the ladder. He's on. All four climbers are on. Ryan, you get him with the pick. First one's up. He's uh, down the middle. 904. Three. Yep. Four. Looks good. Five. Six. Seven. Eight, nice pace right here. Nine. He's putting them in. Ah, uh, double clutch. Ten. Eleven. Hold up. Went eleven. On eleven. Twenty-three oh six. It was on eleven, but a little hesitations. Time for Wasabo. Two, three point zero three. Twenty-three zero three. On the line to be number twenty on your programs. The Hobos from Central Islip. Currently good enough for third place, but now the Hobos have the opportunity to become county point champions in buckets. Two points down. I would yeah, say they, they could probably drop a bucket and run a 21. So they need first place, and I would knock West Sable to fourth, and they pass. Them. Yep. But I think they have bigger visions of bigger dreams. If this is, and let's just say this: if this really is Jay Newhoff's last run. <laughs> with the CI Hobos here in the community or that we call racing. Can I just say, he's been I think a, I know where you're going. I think he's been an awesome, awesome racer. I don't know if that's how you want to call it, but talk about a guy that has got the determined look every time he's on the course, a, a, a huge athlete. So much more we could say about him in the off. All right, here they come. Jay Newhoff getting into the ladder. He gets in hard. These guys are right on top of each other. Ryan Murphy with the pick, right 594. First one's up, and it's down. 840. 8.36. 3, 4. little hiccup there. 5, 6, 7, 8. You can hear the pace in my voice. 10, 11, 12. It's, it's 11, but the 20, little hiccup. 20.72. It's going to be a 20, and, and Jay is not happy with it. They had bigger vision. Time visions. for Satchel slip. Two zero point seven seven twenty seventy seven. That does a lot of things. Twenty seventy seven is going to give them the bucket championship for the year. They already won the drill. It's going to be first place right now. And think about that. When you're angry at a twenty seventy seven, competitive. I don't know what other word comes to mind right there. They were obviously shooting for something bigger. I'm going to be number twenty three on your programs. The bandits from Farmingville. What was your dump, Lenny? I had 840. I had 836. Yeah, it was that's 
That's ridiculous. Now, was there a hesitation on the ladder? Is that where it happened? I know Jay went down for a bucket and it wasn't there. It had to be a drop. I didn't. Was it drop? I, I didn't see one. On I didn't Jay. see one come down. I think there was uh, a double, double clutch. clutch. Who's this, Eight thirty-six stump is. So that's first. 2077, 2192, 2207, 2303 is fourth, right? 2377, fifth ice slope. All right, here come the bandits. Farmingville's on the ladder. Oh, third man misses. He resets. First bucket is now on its way up. Down. 11-5, first bucket. Yeah, I missed Two. it. Three. Four down, a little bit out the back. Now he's got it. Five, six, seven, eight. Looks like they could be a little nine. fuller coming up. Yeah, they're a little empty. Ten, eleven, up. twelve. <laughs> Put it inside. It's such a common term. It's a common term, Paul. I remember being on the ladder and yelling, empty. And that didn't mean it was empty. It meant it was shot. Right, right. Time for Farmingville. Two, seven, point four, zero. Twenty-seven, forty. We would often do that too, Lenny, with our <laughs> insert guy or whatever you want to call him there. When he <laughs> would when he would yell empty, he was calling out the guy on the bucket line right. because you wanted to know which guy. Number 24 in your programs, the Yellow Birds from Copeg. Uh, obviously, they're not empty, but they're shy. They're not full. All right, now Copeg. We yell light. <laughs> okay. Copeg. Insert light. Insert light. <laughs> Copeg with 10 points. You know, they, they're still, uh, Bayshore can tie them for top five, so they want to get some separation here. 23-77 currently, I believe, is the fifth place That's shot. That's correct. So, still a lot of possibilities. Even Bayshore has a chance to get top five right here. Well, they'd have to knock. West Sable's got to get knocked down, too, though. Right now, they'd be passing them. All right, here they yes. go. Yes, Looks you're like right. a clean set for Kopeg. First pick, 6-54. Down. This looks good. Got Ooh, a little bit in front. He's out front. He's got to find a barrel. It's a little in the front. He's got to get it back a little bit more. There's better. Now he's in it. Hold up! Oh, yeah, good. Right before the delay. Took 13. It did. A lot of those buckets were going out on his shoes when he was pulling them over. He was dumping a little bit in front of him. Time for Copeg. Two, three, point seven, four. Twenty-three, It's actually the fifth place shot right now. It would get him a point, which would, which would still be a half point down, I think, to, to uh, West, West Sable. Depending on what happens here. In top five. They'd still be top five. But Bayshore's right. going to have something to You're say about Right, it. you were talking about them staying ahead of Bayshore yeah, as yeah, well yeah, if yeah, they yeah. put up a monster shot here. On the line, number 25 on your programs, the Panthers from Kutchog. Bayshore has five. Bayshore has five. So even if Bayshore got first place, I think well, West Sable would go to ten and a half still, uh -huh. and they would tie for fifth with Copeg. Okay. So, so Bayshore has to be to go down the track. Bayshore's got to beat the 2077. So Copeg more or less. Which would be a team record. So Copeg is essentially locked in the top five. Copeg is yes, and unless Kutchog does something, so is West Sable. The only thing that could happen is Bayshore could join the group. Yes. With okay. a, with a better than 2077. Dependent on Cutshaw here. Prior to the Bayshore run. We're getting good at this last minute figure and stuff, huh? <laughs> State tournament jacked us up for it. Yeah, this is easy next to yeah, that one. <laughs> got that right. Cutshaw right. Panthers here on the line, ready to go. They're going to throw a monkey wrench in here with a 21. I was going to say, they need to beat that 23. 
70. They run a one short on the bucket line. All four guys on the ladder and a little bit slow, but. First one's up. Adam throws it down. 11.02. Seconds down the middle. They're going to the have middle. a tough time keeping the pace Ooh, running short of bucket line. person. Right now there's a little delay. That bucket's not there when the uh, bottom man goes down for it. Throwing off that rhythm sure makes those buckets heavy. Time for Kretschog, 30.8888. Jack, this is the one we've been looking for. <laughs> on the line, number 28 on your programs, the Redskins from Bayshore. Paul, you made an interesting observation where the dumper, Adam, threw one away. Yeah. Decided, I don't know if it was he was a little behind on it or he didn't grab it right. Yeah. But rather than try and struggle to get it in the barrel, he just tossed it on the arch so as not to mess up the next one, two, or three buckets. Did. To Morgan. conclude our season here in Suffolk County. This is it. Last shot of the year, and it still has some ramifications. So Bayshore runs better than a 2077. They will add to the teams coming down the track. Boy, they could use that right now. Tough day. Finish out, right, finish out the uh, season on a positive. And this literally finishing the season, right? For everyone. Four o'clock. Alright, they're off. Here comes Bayshaw. All four guys on the ladder. Nice start. First pick, 602. Real there good it number. Is. Real good number. First one's down. 875. A little delay on that third one. Now they're moving them. Doing a nice job putting them right down the middle, boy. Good pace. Hold up! 21.59. Not going to get it, but. Uh, it'll be second. Nice run. Time for Bayshore, 2-1.62, 21-62. It's going to be a second place shot here in buckets. It's going to get him the nine, but I don't know if that's going to get him down the track. Don't think so. Don't think so. So Central Iceland puts the exclamation point with a five-point effort here in buckets. They're going to go to 28. Bayshore's four will get him to nine. North Lindy, the shot they needed two weeks ago, is going to get him to 20 points. They got three right there. 22.07, Port Washington. And what's going to be the fifth place shot? Kopeg's 23.74? No, West Sable. Well, that's right. They ran a 20... 2303 they're going to go to 10. All the equipment results of the buckets contest. First place, five points. Number 20, Central Ice Lab. Second place, four points. Number 28, Bayshore. Third place, three points. Number 10, North Lindenhurst. Fourth place, two points. Number 11, Port Washington. And fifth place, one point. Number 19, West Sable. Before he does total points for the day, total county points, that's uh, North Lindy is going to move into with those three. No, they don't do it. They only get three. So that Bayshore shot had ramifications there, too. Islip is going to beat North Lindy, I believe, by one point for third place overall county points. 
So overall county points are going to be for the year CI West Sable Islip North Lindenhurst Bayshore. Good effort by North Lindy today. 20 total points. Yeah. Imagine scoring 20, 20 and you're 8 off the lead. You lost by 8. And you're in third overall. And you end up... No, they're in second. Right? No, they passed Islip? No. Oh, they overall they did for the drill. They did? Yeah. Islip okay. ended up with 18. Okay, I apologize. I got it wrong. I know, we're waiting for us. So, Central Islip... They, they end up the day with five in B ladder, four in C ladder, four in efficiency, five in pump, five in buckets. If they're scoring, they're scoring large. Big. I did them already. I think. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, before we announce the results for today, I'd like to remind everybody tonight, starting at 7 o'clock in Central Islip on Wheeler Road, where the track is, will be the... Joint co-champions, New York State champions, victory party with a, a short parade, the top five teams, and then live music and all kinds of stuff going on after that for your enjoyment. Join the celebration tonight at Central Islip, Station 2 on Wheeler Road where we have the tournaments. Tonight starting at 7 p.m. All kinds of stuff. Here that's where I was going to go. All kinds, all of, kinds stuff. of stuff. Pop. No nope. points for the day. Nope, no bull. Nope. In fifth place with 10 points. The Copeg Yellowbirds. Good end of the year for Copeg. Definitely. In fourth place, with 10 and one half points, the West Saber Flying Dutchman. In third place, with 18 points, the Islip Wolves. In second place, with 20 points, the North Indianapolis Pissenockers. And in first place, with 28 points, and the winners of the 2015 Labor Day Tournament at Hagerman, the Hobos! Where have you heard that recently in the last Thank three years? Thank you all for an enjoyable season. Have a safe trip home. 21 times? Yeah. yeah. So let's just take a look at the year. I mean, we'll do a little summary of the year. We'll take about two minutes here to do it. If we look back on this year, just some things that stand out to you, Rob. What's a couple things that stand out? Definitely, uh, Central Isop once again kind of showed the dominance that they've had over the last couple of years with the number of drills they've won and how when they put it together, they score first, second place contest, they have to contest, they have to contest. But other teams kind of showed a lot of fortitude in the state tournament and probably one of the best drills in my lifetime, and I've heard a lot of people say similar things, gave us, you know, a drill you, you couldn't leave. Our, the Chief of West Sable was leaving in Pijos, then he was leaving in efficiency, then he, he just, you know, it was so, he's so close, he didn't want to leave. Yeah. So. What about you, Lenny? What, what stands out to you for this year? You know, Paul, I would have started out uh, the same way as Rob with the dominance. That was the word I was going to use as well of the Hobos. Uh, however, late in the year, they did prove that you could beat them. And uh, that, that state drill, is, it'll go down in history as, as one of the best ever. So many teams with a chance. And that's what you want as a team, especially at the beginning of the year. Whether you're one of the best at the beginning of the year, you want to think you have a chance in the state drill. And that being said, we saw teams like Copeg come on strong this year, really make a lot of good progress. Um, we saw, again, Bayshore with some real chances in the state drill. Uh, Lindenhurst made progress, had some setbacks, but made progress. East Islip surprised me with what they did this year with the issues they were dealing with. So um, 
teams, again, the fortitude of teams just sticking together, trying, practicing, and, and getting better, although um, tough to keep up with them hobos. Yeah, I would echo what Lenny said right there, as well as what you say, Rob. I think the one thing that will stand out for Suffolk County is definitely that state drill. I mean, the fact that Suffolk County takes four of the five spots and and the winners. But overall, I mean, what a great drill. And, and, and just like you said, Lenny, the Copegs, the Lindenhurses, the Bayshore, you know, so many teams are knocking on that top five door that it was great to see. And you got to give credit to, you know, people like you said, Copeg, and then East Isop, the year they had. But when they were here, they were popping in. And they were doing it with, you know, a crew that hadn't run those positions before. So I think Islip overcame some Islip. adversity and hung in there. West Sable continues to get it done, co-state champs. Yeah. So, you know, they're not getting any younger over there either. I know they don't want to hear that, yeah. but th that's the reality. So, yeah. um, again, a great job by them this year. Great season in Suffolk County, if you had to ask me. Suffolk County was putting it out there time and time again out on the track, and, and kudos to all the teams. And it, well, that's it, it was those, a memorable those, year. Those other areas are improving too, you know. No doubt. Henrietta coming on strong. No doubt. Um, in Nassau County, the Western is still making noise. Yeah, um, New Hyde Park for Washington. New Hyde Park making you progress. So North Belmont, but you know, well, that's the, well, that's talk for Monday, Lenny. Sure. We're we're in Suffolk County right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, All uh, right. It was a pleasure, guys. Yep. I agree. I want to thank Artie Suskind, Fred Bensavanga, Lenny Gombert, Rob Noonan, myself, Paul Suskind, all the girls and guys down on the scoreboard playing the music, everybody who contributes to this. Uh, a lots, lots of thanks because. People, I think, appreciate it out there. Every every week we get people watching, people listening, and it, and it keeps them involved no matter where they are in the United States or around the world, and that makes us feel good that we're part of it as well. Yep. All right. Well, shout out to Debbie in Florida, my sister, and Sandy at my house, who I'll be there shortly, and uh, that's it for me. Hey, we'll see right. you Monday. Good night. Hey, we'll see you over there at the Hobo Shack tonight. Seven. Celebrate the champions. 7 p.m. Be there. <laughs>